Welcome to episode 105 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Shocktober series continues with volume 4. We'll be covering everything we've watched from October 21st to October 27th. Let's get scared. everyone to the movie city maniacs i'm kyle i'm maddie and i'm adam and uh joining us tonight right off the hop he was here before you guys were he's he's eager man (laughs) uh a special guest a longtime listener of the show someone we've been i think we didn't we try to get him on i believe last year and it didn't quite happen i think i I think the covid stuff stopped us yeah oh you want me to introduce myself i thought you were gonna say my name my name is ken (laughs) i'm uh, I'm here to represent the fans (laughs) Thank you for inviting me. Uh, Thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks I'm for a big having. Fan. Well, and you also fan. you also run the uh, horror trivia that we oh, participate yeah. in every year, and we're going to be participating in in a couple days, and hopefully, we're going to win it and take home the gold once again. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> one of the reasons I have to listen to your podcast is just to kind of know what you guys know. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, we talked about this last year, or was it last year or the year before? I'm so confused with COVID that we did the yeah, horror it was trivia. Last it was year. last year. Last year, yeah. The funny thing is, like. We got some of the questions that we did, you know, weren't sure about. There was a Suspira question, and out of any of them, that's the one we should have got right, and that's the one we got wrong, and that's embarrassing. The only, yeah. the only picture in the picture round we got wrong yeah. was Suspiria. And the thing is, I think we won by like 15 points or something like that, and I still was like angry that we didn't get yeah, that it's, one it's picture. Kind of it's like, oh, fuck. yeah. You know, like with oh, the, well. if you run a horror podcast, you got yeah. higher expectations. So I know that uh, <laughs> uh, my wife and her friends who are going to be competing against us this Uh-oh. year, they have been bulking up on general Ooh. Halloween trivia oh, no. and, oh, and no. listening to all the music of Halloween. That, I think that's going to be hard because uh, I haven't listened to a Halloween song since like the 1950s. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I was going to say we're also, do, we're also doing a video this year. Oh, oh sweet. Nice. So. I imagine there'll be a lot of troubleshooting of the video because, anyways, <laughs> but I'm hoping. It I just let us know. We'll set it up, up for you. It's going to be like your audition <laughs> to the real world. Like, hi, my name's Ken. I'm the real. Like, oh, no, no, guys. <laughs> stop this. So yeah. next week we'll we'll let you know if we won. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, I we there's a there's a caution contest, and I am you first won, year you that won I last year, I won right? last year, but this and because I usually put like a lot of like last year I had. Uh, uh, Becky pretty much sewed a whole Wolfman costume for me. Uh, that's pretty much she 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 won that one. But you know, I, I've done the year like I always try to do these elaborate. The year before, I created like out of paper mache and everything. 
uh, and Clay, this life-size Seymour from... No, not uh, Seymour. What's the name of the um, thing? Audrey. Audrey. Audrey, Audrey, Audrey 2. Yeah. From Little Shop of Horror. So I, I try to do... And this year, like, it's not working out for me. I'm just not finding anything. I had all these ideas. So I don't know. Either I'm going to get lucky and be able to put something together this weekend, or, yeah, it's going to be a, a walk of shame when I walk in there with a, an old costume. But uh, we'll see. I know you guys are pretty excited about your costumes. So. I actually kind of am. Are you got a costume ready or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a group costume that's going to kill. Oh, awesome. Hopefully it's the Roseanne gang. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're going as Dan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, we'll talk about all that on the next episode because that is this Saturday and we record our final episode, which will cover the last couple days, Halloween, and uh, it will cover the uh, Halloween party. So we'll talk about uh, how we did and the, the costumes and all that kind of stuff like we normally do. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about or should we just jump right into Let's it? Let's just jump into it, man. Let's go. Um, okay, cool. I guess we're going to start off with Whoa. October 21st. Yeah, all right. Maddie's got a lot. Let me jump into this. Speaking- oh my God. What the fuck okay, happened? We well- taped the podcast that day. <laughs> he was actually watching one when we what were recording. We were <laughs> so we're, we're holding up our fingers. I guess we should, we, we always forget to do this. If you're new to Shocktober, I don't know why you'd be starting at the end, but who knows? Maybe you are. Hey man. You're just jumping in. You're starting with the latest episode. Uh, so every year, uh, this is our fifth annual, I believe, on this podcast, and we, we did it a bunch before in our old podcast, but every year we do this uh, Shocktober series where the month of October you watch nothing but Halloween or uh, horror uh, goodies, whether it's movies, TV shows. Uh, you get one point for a movie, a quarter point for a 20 to 30 minute TV show, and half a point for a 40 minute to an hour TV show. And then at the end, we add them all together and crown someone the king or queen of Halloween. I'm the rating champion, but right now Adam has a small little lead there. Um, but yeah, every time before we talk, uh, we don't want to announce it in the microphone, but we're holding up our fingers of how many things we watch. So I watched a lot, but I'll say these are quarter points. So it's going to be pretty much the same. Uh-huh. My one is a quarter, quarter point. I'm, I'm also I, like my first few days are are uh, oh not not the greatest. But yeah, my weekend I kind of fell off. Well, this is my weakest week since we did started this. So uh, that's, I fell apart. That's what I need to hear. Twenty two. I, I went up north, so I was at a wedding. So the, I I watched one episode. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll give a, a sneak peek. But I come to play. All right, oh man, I knew you were gonna come up back and watch 100 movies. Okay, should I start then? Yeah, go or? for it, man. Okay, so I, I pretty much watched, Maddie kind of encouraged me to, to go back and watch all the uh, Simpsons, although Maddie calls it Treehouse of Terror, so that's actually Treehouse of Horror. Treehouse of Terror makes way more sense <laughs> to me, I don't know. Let so, me just say, uh, Sam Simon, you're fucking up, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I watched the, fir- the first six, I think those are kind of the good ones, I think by yeah. seven is where they start fall- falling apart with Citizen King and like being less Halloween. Yeah. So uh, I'll race through these. I'll, I'll cover, like, how about I, I'll talk about three now, then you yeah, guys jump sure. in, then I'll do the other three. So I start off with season two, Treehouse of Horror, 1990. This is the one where the kids are telling this, uh, the, the horror stories yeah, in the, the treehouse, tree and Homer house. is listening outside, getting frightened. Maddie talked about this. It has Bad Dream House, Hungry the Dam, The Raven. Uh, yeah, I agree. Super fun. Like, this is one as a kid I didn't really like. Yeah, but now you um, go back to And now it's like awesome. one of my favorites. I don't know if it's like a nostalgia thing. It brings me back to mm. that childhood. Um, and, you know, the Edgar Allan Poe I appreciate more now than I yeah, probably did as a kid. Yeah, it was kind of boring back then. Uh, eight and a half pumpkins out of ten. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with this. Again, I'm not going to talk about these too much. I think we've talked about them a lot. Matty's yeah. talked about them. I uh, did season three, Trials of Horror 2 from 1991 next. This is the one where all the Homer and the kids eat too much candy and they're going to have bad dreams. Uh, you got the monkey's paw, the Bart zone, and if I only had a brain, which is uh, kind of their take on Frankenstein's mm. monster. 
not quite as good. Again, like the Monkey's Paw and Bart Zone are fun, but they don't quite like yeah, the first it. one really had those horror Halloween elements. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Uh, and then season or season four, Trails Third of Horror back, three right? from 1992. This is one with Clown Without Pity, the yeah. killer crusty doll, King Homer, and Dial Z for zombies. I like this one a bit more. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it seven and a half pumpkins. Not still hitting the high of the first one for me. I don't I don't know. Oh, that weird. one just really worked for me. It's still good though. This is the one yeah. I probably I think this is the one as a kid I taped. I I, I would always try to tape and I was missing, but this one I managed to get one year. So I watched this one several times. So it almost yeah. like I know it. You know, I Inside know so many out. beats, but it is still a lot of fun. I mean, the, the King Homer and the, the Dial Z, all, all of them actually are good mm-hmm. on that one. But yeah, I'll talk about the other three after when, when you guys jump in. Speaking of Little Shop of Horrors, I watched from a 1960 the Roger Corman one. Oh, cool, which I just watched. Yeah. How awesome was this movie? Yeah, very I good. I had a blast with it. It's like black and white. It's so um, cheaply made, but it's so well Shot done. in two days, yeah. yeah. All these characters two are days? like... Two days. Wow. You recognize them all. It has a Dick Miller in there as one of the weirdest characters I I've love ever his seen character. Dick Miller play. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> he is this gourmand who eats nothing but flowers. So he's going to all these different flower shops around like a new New York or I guess they're in L.A. Skid Row. I I, I don't know yeah. if it's actually defined where, yeah, where what Skid Row city. is in Skid Row is in LA. Yeah. He just goes around and eats flowers. He's like, yeah, all, I went to this uh, restaurant. I mean, flower shop the other day, and they had this like weird flower. That's why you should build this man eating flower. Like. It had some great comedy beats too, man. Like I, it's funny, yeah. And and, and you know, I, like I I talked about last week where I I think it's luck a lot of time. Like I watched mm. Creature from the Haunted yeah, Sea what, or whatever yeah. the fuck it was called, mm. and it was terrible. It was so bad. Didn't go. It and it's the comedy. They really pushed it, but th- there's magic that happens in and it's a great concept. Yeah, and I don't understand why it's funny. So like, there's so many jokes that shouldn't work when he's like uh, hiding in a toilet and his head pops up to the bowl like. Okay, I like this. It yeah. just worked for some reason for me. That's going to be your Halloween costume. Yeah, right? just like yeah, in a toilet. Because you said it's going to be easy. But the thing is, I'm not going to disconnect it. I'm actually going to put my head in there and have like people use it. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, welcome to the movie City yeah. Maniacs. Uh, I'm giving it a 7.5 pumpkins. Uh, so I watched uh, Wellington Paranormal. Uh, this is from season one, episode five, Vampire. Uh, we've been going through this. Have you watched the show before, Ken? No, I have not it, seen it. it. HBO, right? Uh, it's on Crave right now. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Is it an HBO show? It's a, I know, but be FX, because that's what, what we do is. Um, it's great. It, yeah. It's really good. This, this one is, you know, about a vampire that they're tracking down mm-hmm. who works at the hospital. And, but the, there's all this like super dry, like deadpan humor where they're kind of super dumb, but then they're also a little, like a little bit more smart than they mm-hmm. should be. It's like a, a really New Zealand sort, yeah. of, sort of deal. I'm going to give this one 7.5 as well. Another really solid episode. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Ken, so, I think I you're going to jump in. But yeah. I just wanted to ask but quickly, since this is the first time you've been on our show, um, and you don't have to go too much into your whole uh, life story, but horror, is this something you kind of grew up with? In it? Was it a large part of your life? Is it something you got into later in life? Or? Yeah, yeah, I love I love these types of films. I always grew up with them. I especially like the designs. and the, I used to draw a lot, so I was like, monsters are fun to draw. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then I found your guys' podcast. And I was like, these guys are obsessed. This is great. They're watching stuff that uh, I don't have a lot of time to watch. So thank you for this. Uh, no worries. <laughs> um, too busy drawing monsters. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't do so much of that anymore, but I do a lot of collage art now with monsters. Yeah, we've got uh, mm. one of Ken's pieces that we're yeah. uh, we wanted to get up uh, this month, you but this? I, they don't even have it up yet. No, yeah. you know why? Because <laughs> I've been watching movies. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's Tammy's fair. like, oh, we're gonna put that up this weekend, and then we got a, a mirror too that yeah, I've been supposed yeah, to hang for yeah. two months. 
And uh, twenty minutes of this is like twenty minutes of a movie I could watch. That's kind of yeah. I'm I, losing I kinda, a quarter point. Yeah. I feel like that's like my answer to everything this month. It's like I, I'm not getting it. Like even the Halloween decorations, I didn't put up to like midpoint of the month. <laughs> like it, it's just like ah, oh, I just don't have time Life. to do it. Yeah, because we're watching like, movies. Like, yeah, you don't have any time. You're watching like three, four yeah. fucking movies a day. That's you don't have any time. And even you know work. This. It's like work. Yeah. It's like, I don't have time for work. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, sorry. I, yeah, jump in with what... Uh, oh, yeah. Watch. So I, I watched... Uh, I've been watching a lot of pro wrestling this month, uh, like old, you know, like WWF. And so I was like, well, how can I combine these things? And I found a movie called El Santo versus the Vampire Women. Okay, nice. 1962. Yeah. Have you guys heard of this? No. I've, I've no. heard of these films. It, like, there's it, like 20 just, of them. Oh, yeah. So I, I read this graphic novel on uh, the history of wrestling, and they, they talk about the luchadors, mm-hmm. which are the Mexican wrestlers. And they're the guys who wear the masks. So that's kind of their whole shtick. And uh, this guy called El Santo got so big in the 50s that he started doing movies. He was like the rock before the rock. Yeah. But he was only ever dressed as a wrestler in these films. Did, so he had several of these films, right? Yeah, oh, there's, yeah, like, yeah. there's time. Oh, there's like apparently he did like fifty of them, but a lot of them had like horror elements. So this uh, mm-hmm. one where he fights the vampire women, it's fantastic. It's like he's running around with a cape and his mask, and he's wrestling. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know much about wrestling, but there's a scene in the show. Okay, he's fight these vampires, and they're trying to take over this Harris, and they call El Santo to protect the Harris. And during the actual movie, he uh, has to get in these wrestling matches. So there's actually a ten minute segment. Of A one wrestling, it's that it's is amazing. Nice. And then later in the, uh, the is movie, is it like edited or is it just like a match? No, like it's they, a match. They just kind of like ding the bell and like, all right, yeah. we're just gonna tape this from like the sidelines. They're just it's like watching much. like Monday Night Raw kind of shit. Oh, it was great. Awesome. And then a little bit later in the in the in the uh, the movie, he's in another wrestling match. But by that point, his adversary gets taken over by a vampire, so it's like a a trick. So in wrestling, they have, they have what's known as a shoot. When you're in a wrestling match, if it turns into a shoot, that's a real fight. So Santos fighting a real vampire in the ring. <laughs> and that right there, I was like, I'm in. I'm All right. In. That sounds great. I'm in. This movie's fantastic. It sounds like a Hellboy concept, doesn't it? Like well, something you would like watch in Hellboy. So Mignola, the guy who created Hellboy, yeah. he actually did a comic called uh, Hellboy in Mexico as fighting as vampire uh, yeah. wrestlers. So I'm oh, pretty okay. sure he got it from this film. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Anyways, I don't want to spoil it because you guys should watch it. It's on yeah. YouTube. It's I think it's royalty-free now. El Santo is a fantastic wrestler. I gave it um, eight point five pumpkins. Wow, awesome! I go. And big. he puts, yeah. puts in the pumpkins. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah actually, those those uh, <laughs> no are. Here. Are we on the seven point scale now yeah. Yeah. from Danny last week? But nothing's <laughs> yeah. above a seven. Sorry, yeah, I, I actually yeah. listened to that. Well, pod well, what or... is this eight point five pumpkins? You actually <laughs> enjoyed the movie? <laughs> I just finished that uh, episode today with Danny, and I was like, so his seven's a ten, but my ten's a ten until it's eleven, which is only Spinal Tap. That's the only time. <laughs> Than that, I was that like, was oh. extra spooky. It goes yeah, to eleven. Let, let, I was like, I, I was fascinated by his scoring. It's interesting. I wanted to say that El Santo. Um, there's been like they've been trying to get them out for a while on Blu-ray. There's all these rights issues, and most of them, like mm. the um, the materials, are just lost for a lot of them. But the, I think Mill Creek actually just either just put out or is putting out like a box set, and it's got like ten of them or something. So nice. uh, yeah, I think uh, you know maybe next year I'll, I'll pick those up and go through them because I've been excited. Yeah, like there's tons where it's him fighting all yeah. these different monsters. That I've heard they're, I've heard awesome. they're fun. Yeah, he's a wrestler too, so he wrestles them no yeah. less. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll continue with just the, the 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 other three Simpsons. So I did season five Trails of Horror four from ninety three. This is the one that uh, opens up. It's kind of like the Night Gallery uh, mm. homage where it Bart Simpson's oh, it's like going the through the, 3, the different feet, uh, three and a half feet. pictures. Yeah. So you have the Devil and Homer Simpson, which is fun. Uh, Terror at five and a half feet, which yeah is like the Gremlin on the plane, and then Bart Simpson's Dracula. Which is uh, one of my favorites. I'm gonna give this one eight and a half pumpkins. I this is yeah, one of my good, favorite. Yeah. Uh, like I think all three of those are great. I love where like Homer's 
hammering the stake into his groin. Um, yeah, into his groin. He's like, Dad, that's his crotch. <laughs> um, so, so many, like, they were so funny back then. It's like yeah. every five seconds there was a great gag. And, like, I, I don't know. I, I missed that Simpsons. Um, I was going to go through the newer ones, and then I was like, eh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I read somewhere there, there were, uh, is it the two, two, the 20th is supposed to be good? Um, the one where he eats himself is one I saw a couple years ago, and that one was interesting. It was kind of disturbing. But, and there's uh, one where like a Del Toro opens it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that opening like, was great, but the rest was terrible. Yeah, uh, I did season six, Trails of Horror 5, 94. This is the one where Marge introduces the episode. Oh, yeah. The curtains, and then Bart and Homer are talking through the audio waves. Uh, you have The Shinning, yeah, uh, which, again, amazing. is one of my favorites yeah, ever. So good. Time and Punishment, which is funny, but not maybe as, as Halloween-y that I like. And then Nightmare Cafeteria, which is a lot of fun. I'm going to still give that one eight and a half pumpkins because yeah, yeah, The great. Shinning is still great. And then I finished it off with uh, Season 7, Trails of Horror 6 from 95. This is the one that opens with Krusty as the Headless Horseman, which is kind of cool. And then you have Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores, which is one of the funnier yeah. ones. Uh, Nightmare in Evergreen Terrace, which is obviously Elm Street uh, parody, which is great. With uh, Groundskeeper Willie and then Homer Cubed, which can, again, not Halloween, but kind of a still a yeah. fun one. I'm going to still give that one eight pumpkins out of ten. Again, this is where I was going to go through them all and then I like looked at what was next. And I'm like, I don't really want to watch. <laughs> That's it, eh? So I think I think the, the, the first six are like, those are all perfection. I think after that, there's some good segments still mm. in the next maybe five, six episodes. But again, there's always going to be a stinker or two that, you know, up to this point, I think all three segments on these are, are pretty solid. So. Nice. Uh, so uh, when we first started this uh, October, I recommended uh, Boy Meets World. Uh, I forgot what the episode was called. I forgot to write it down. But it's one where there's a <laughs> slasher. Yeah, I can go back. I can check my notes. But where uh, Sean's a slasher, and I watched it, and I loved it. It was. Do you have you guys watched Boy Meets World? Yeah, not, not yeah, well, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've never seen. Have you seen episode. this episode? Ever? Where, like, no, uh, I don't think so. I feel like oh, probably uh, twenty years since. But there is this episode. It's in the fifth season. It shouldn't be good. It shouldn't be this. Gary, but it is like these kids are actually getting. Is it? And then there was Sean. Yeah, from season five. Yep, and they're actually properly getting murdered. Like, and it's actually kind of like pencils in the eyes murdered, and like there's blood oh, wow. written on the chalkboard, and like there's a spooky tenseness to it. It's almost like a scream is popular. So like, I know what we need to do: get that scream money. So they kind of right did a mm. slasher, like straight up slasher. It was fucking awesome, man. Boy so what are you going to give it? I was going to give 8.5. Like, I'm wow. surprised how Ooh. good this was for a Boy Meets World episode. That's El Santo level. I also watched uh, <laughs> from the first season. I watched, the next I watched uh, from season one, episode six, Boys to Menso. It was not good. I guess like the first season is really like, wholesome and heartfelt. There's Halloween episodes, but it's none of the uh, scares that the first, well, the one I just talked about had. I guess he pranked he sees uh, the test scores for the new IEQ test that they're doing in school. So he uh, cops them all so they think he's a genius. He was just pulling a Halloween prank, but it gets over his head. And there's a, a lesson at the end of this. I'm still going to give it 5.5. It didn't hit me the same way this the other one did. Adam? That's it. Oh, That's all I watched. Uh, are we done then, or do you have anything else? Ken, I think or? that's it for the 21st. Okay. Well, let's move on to the 22nd. Look at Kyle's yeah, like he, giving me he, disgusting he's look. Because weren't you on vacation? Like, how do you watch three movies when you're on vacation? Well, you, I'll explain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I'll get into it, buddy. Okay. Well, yeah. Why don't you start off then and tell us how you ruined your wife's vacation? I, I, <laughs> she drove up, and I watched movies in the backseat. Yes. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, no. I, so I, when you guys came in last week, I was watching uh, Norm. Norm. Norm versus Halloween. Okay. Uh, from the year 2000, and I finished it. 
uh, that morning. Uh-huh. And then I watched something else that morning. And then I drove four and a half to five hours up up to the French River. Beautiful country. And then just before bed at like 2 a.m. or whatever, I watched another thing. So Okay. All right. All right. So you're going to talk about Norm or what? Yeah, I'll talk about Norm. So Norm, uh, Norm McDonald's RP, Norm. Uh, uh, this is his show, his sitcom. Um this is Norm versus Halloween. Did you talk about this at the beginning of Shocktoberfest as I well? I wanted, yeah, because I, I, I watched a, 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 some clips of it just yep. before uh, the show, and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this. Um, Did this have the Pokemon opening? N- no. No. Oh, that was another episode? Yeah. Okay. This, this is basically uh, Norm comes in right into the office. He's mentoring these kids or something. He's going to take them out for Halloween, but he's also trying to get with Faith Ford's character, you know, Corky from uh, Not Life Goes On, but <laughs> yeah, Murphy Brown. Say, that would be an amazing <laughs> like, <Ooh>. episode. <laughs> that seems more Norm yeah. that that might uh, yeah. happen. But um, uh, but it, they find out that at the exact same time, so he's got to pick between the kids and whatever, so he thinks he can, he figures out how to do both. Um, Classic sitcom fodder, by the way. It also doesn't try to do that at all. It's just like he goes out with the kids. No one in this apartment complex that's where the party's going to be. So yeah. he goes, uh-huh. walks them through there. No one wants to give out candy. He ends up doing a fake fire alarm thing. All the kids steal the candy from people's houses. <laughs> then he goes to the party. There's a bunch of like, is this person a man or is this person with uh, Lori Metcalf? Dresses yeah. man going after a woman that is or well, a man, yeah. whatever. It, it's really dumb. Uh, and then different people's boyfriends and girlfriends they've just broken up with now dating similar looking people. None of that lands. Yeah. It's actually a pretty disappointing episode. Ah, uh, that stinks. <laughs> like there's still it's some really bad. great jokes, and the joke that ends it is so norm. Uh, it, that's really great. I, I'm still gonna give it six pumpkins. So not uh, worth the uh, squeeze. But you could see, like, I remember watching this show. Did you guys watch this oh, show? Oh, yeah. I love the show. Yeah, I, I used to love it. No. Um, it was on right after Drew Carey, I think. So do yeah. you think the whole show won't hold up or just this episode? I have a didn't. feeling the whole show won't oh, okay. hold up. Because I I, mm-hmm. I think, like, you, you get a little bit of Norm's true personality and comic timing, but... It's hard at sitcom. Yeah, sitcom yeah. wasn't a good format I always felt like he, maybe he's neutered on that, because yeah. uh, I listen to a lot of Norm, and... He's better when he can do what he needs to do, yeah. Which is just whatever he wants. Yeah, whatever spend he like wants ten to minutes, do. yeah, to yeah. get a like a, a good end joke there. Yeah, no, Norm's the best. Yeah, Norm is the best. So I ended up watching a seance from uh, this year. Oh, that you watched that? Last I watched. Year. Yep. It was completely. Bland. Oh, did you already watch that last week? I'm actually in the middle of watching it now. Uh, okay, so I'll talk yeah. about next episode. Yeah, completely bland. Like this is what I thought. Like Fear Street. Did you watch Fear Street? Yeah, I watched two of them. It seems like this movie should have been what Fear Street was. Like that's what it felt like a R.L. Stein novel. So I'm enjoying this point. more than I, I saw my yeah. Fear Street. Yeah, I, I like this more than Fear Street. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I agree. But again, it's just a bland. I've seen this before. It adds nothing. But I'm going to say there is a filing cabinet that like uh, made this movie for me. It was only like like a two second scene. I'm like, all right. Extra point for this. You need to watch the Amityville films I've been watching. Yeah. They might be your uh, thing about the uh, possessed artifacts yeah. of the house. No, it wasn't a possessed. Yeah. I, oh, okay. When you watch yeah, it, you me, know what I'm talking about, it. right? Yeah. yeah. My problem with cool. it is like all the women I kind of hate, but, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm first. liking for the most part of it. Yeah, it's like Mean Girls with Ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It is kind of like Mean Girls with Ghosts. What are you going to yeah. give it? I'll give it 6.5. Which I, that's what I give yeah. as well. 
Uh, I watched from 1989, The Black Cat. This is directed by Lu- Lu- Luigi Cosi or Cosi. Uh, he's like this fit the famous Italian trash director. He did. Uh, I talked about last year, uh, Paganini horror. He did Contamination, Star Crash. He did those Hercules films with Lou Ferrigno, where it's most famous because he grabs uh, a grizzly bear and uh, throws yeah, it yeah, off yeah, the yeah. planet in <laughs> <laughs> anger because it did something. Um, so it opens up. There's this, the the lead in it is like this Rose Byrne lookalike. Uh, she's preparing for the role of Levana, Levana, which is a witch in her husband's new film, which is part three of the Three Mothers trilogy. So I guess this oh, after. Cool. So what happened was, and and. Every time they talk about it, they actually have the Goblin Suspiria score playing. Oh, that's cool. So I read up on it. I guess Daria Nicolotti, um, Argento's wife at the time, and who was pretty much wrote a lot of his good films, mm-hmm. wrote yeah. the Suspiria and Inferno. She wrote this script planning for it to be the third part of the trilogy. And then I don't know if this is when her and Argento split. So that didn't happen. Um, she brought it to Cozy, who uh, or he bought the script, rewrote it, and she asked for her name to be removed because... When you watch the film, you probably yeah. understand why. I'm, I'm assuming he changed a lot. It's not a great film. I mean, uh, one, so uh, kind of strange things happen uh, once you know they uh, once she starts. Be, she reads the script of this film, and then like mm-hmm. this witch is coming back saying, "You can't play me. Don't make this film. Whatever." And you got fridge, the fridge kind of fizzling and smoking. Like that's <laughs> one of the things. And they ghostly apparitions are in there. There's a bubbly faced witch spewing green slime that was kind of cool, and it was almost like. Effects don't bother me, but this, like, I can't handle, like, that kind of bubbly. It was gross. Like, it yeah. made my skin kind of. You get a lot of that in Fuji stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, glowing objects. Uh, Carolyn Monroe is in there, which, yeah, I think I watched a couple things with her lately. It's weird. She keeps on showing up. She, um, this is a big break between Kronos and this, though, in, in terms of the years, right? Yeah. Uh, Kronos. She's in Captain Kronos, isn't she? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant Kronos, the Del Toro one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, this is like her. She's a bit, That's she's a older now. To this movie. Yeah. She did. I think she did a lot of these like in the late 80s that weren't great. And it's like just, she was just taking any role. Like she doesn't have that much to do in here. Um, it's one of those movies we have no clue what's going on half the time. I don't know if I watched it because I, I was tired. Um, but I, I finished it the next day and went back. And it's like, no, it just doesn't, didn't make sense. It's called The Black Cat. It has nothing to do with the black cat. I think at one scene there is maybe a black cat that attacks. And at the very like opening of the film, she's filming. That's like a meta thing where she's filming the black cat. And they actually have the real, another horror, real horror Italian director. That's like 10 seconds film has nothing to do with it. I have no clue why the movie's called The Black Cat. Maybe they already ordered the posters and they just can't like <laughs> let it that go. Well, it should have You think you would have capitalized too on The Three Mothers if you're going to steal mm-hmm. it to the point where you're literally yeah. reusing the Goblin score throughout <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give it five and a half pumpkins out of ten. Uh, not, I was kind of excited to watch this. I think it still could be fun. Like This might be a movie that you watch with beers and some buddies and just yeah. make fun of it. Maybe not the best thing to watch expecting, you know, ooh, it's like Daria Nicolati's yeah. finale to Because I was like, Mother of Tears kind of isn't yeah. great. So I was like, oh, I would have loved to what see. What are you talking about? We all have that as our number one Argento <laughs> yeah. in our Argento countdown. It's just too bad, though, because I would have loved to see like, her original script with Argento directing yeah. this in the 80s. It, it, I didn't know that mm. they were that close to it happening. So uh, anyways, yeah, that's uh, what else did you guys watch? All right, mm. you all right so I, I watched two that day. 
And the first one was uh, the 2006 Wicker Man with Nick Cage. Oh, nice. The bees! The bees! I'm just going to say it's my uh, second favorite Wicker Man movie. (laughs) It's it's not good. It's not bad. Honestly, what sold me on it was uh, Nick Cage Cage, uh, sidekicking women. Just like, (laughs) I just love any movie that you see him in. It's like at one point he's going to do some karate or something. I'm in. And it's it's just like, I'm I'm in. But it is in a bear suit nonetheless, isn't he? (laughs) What's that? Isn't he in a bear suit while he's Yeah, he is at the end. But uh, there's this, when he first starts getting in on the clues, He's in that little cabin, and he just sidekicks this woman right into a wall. <laughs> and I think they actually showed in slow-mo. I can't remember. But anyway. it's, it's Neil Labute Le, Le, Le or, or whatever that directed it who who was supposed to be like a big deal, and I'm pretty sure that movie like Tanked him. Oh, and killed his, his career. career. Yeah. So I have a... Sorry to no, interrupt go ahead, you. Go ahead, go ahead. I actually saw that in theaters before I think I even saw the original. I think so. I think and I liked it. I didn't like it for like, because yeah. it was a bad movie. That was before yeah. Nicolas Cage became, well, he, he's, I, I don't want to say a joke because Nicolas Cage is great and he can be great. Yeah. But before that whole thing became a joke. And I remember actually enjoying it as a serious, just because I'm a sucker for like cults and it's him stuck yeah. on this island weird shit's happening and he has, there's yeah. no way, I don't know, like I, I need to revisit. That's when I, I keep on forgetting. Yeah. I meant to watch this month and totally forgot about it. So maybe I'll throw it on You still tomorrow. got a couple days? Yeah, yeah. maybe I'll throw it you on. You know, it's worth it. I, uh, I, I, First movie I ever saw was the first Wicker Man, and I loved it. And then uh, the second one, I was going, uh, everyone talks about how bad it is. And I went in there, and I went, this is not bad. This is actually quite entertaining. It is an impotent story, though, because they took out the religious stuff yeah. and the sex stuff. Yeah. But outside of that, it makes up for it when you just hear Nick Cage running around, and he's getting on his bike, and he's biking away, and then he's sidekicking people. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? There's some amusement to at least that. Is it a motorbike or just a bicycle? No, pedal it's bike. Oh, and that's, that's and so a federal pedal bike. So I was like, I get it. I get it. You can't be really raged and then get on your bike and bike away and not be taken like, oh, that guy's a joke. Now, do you know, did you watch the theatrical? <laughs> or yeah. Theatrical or director's cut to that? Uh, I, think I don't, I don't know the I think one is like, I think one is like... I don't know if it's a happier ending, but I think there's two completely different endings. Really? Isn't the whole point of that movie is the ending? It's supposed to be yeah. I think like one almost sets up that maybe these you see them in the bar trying to find the next person or something. Oh no, I um, I don't I or saw something the, like that, I think. I saw the one where it's he's in the the wicker spoiler, I, I assume people have seen this, but I've actually maybe, never maybe, seen it. Actually, this. yeah, don't don't oh, for real? Don't spoil it, but yeah, just yeah. So he's uh, in the Well it yeah. ends it ends very similar to the first one. Okay, yeah, the one yeah, I yeah, saw. Yeah. yeah. And, and you saw something else? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll give that one seven pumpkins. But the nice. other one I watched was uh, Elvira Haunted Hills. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm about to uh, talk about Elvira, Mistress oh, of the Dark. Okay, so that's the, that's the better one. <laughs> oh, I, So I, Haunted I Hills is the one, the sequel, the 2001. That has, like, no budget. Oh, yeah, I don't think so I've seen this one, actually. It's set in Europe. It's a lot more boob jokes, so that's pretty good. <laughs> And then uh, quite a lot of boob jokes in the original <laughs> one. I can't actually imagine more. Well, it's, she's kind of like in my mind, like you know how Van Damme's whole thing is splits. Like if he doesn't do the splits, you feel ripped yeah. off. Yeah. If you don't go to Elvira movie and not hear a boob joke, I feel like yeah. you're kind of well, not well, getting the. Why whole, am I here? Yeah. Anyways, it's it's pretty good film. I um, it's got a good set. I think it's got an interesting character who um, he's the supposed to be the villain, and he has a British accent. But then when he becomes the real villain, he switches to an Aussie accent. And I just love that. I love that distinction. Like, oh, he's true We all colored. know, yeah. yeah. We all get it. <laughs> I don't know. You should check it out. A lot, of the, a lot of the plot is just centered around like Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Other than that, I pretty liked it. I, I also thought it was a seven. It's not as good as the, uh, the first one, though. Yeah, the, that's one. Mm-hmm. I've been, I actually haven't seen that one, and I love Elvira. And I think Scream actually just put a big, elaborate special edition about. But I think that's one where, like, like, because the first one wasn't the big success they thought it was going to be. It became a cult classic after. And we, once they had this cult following, then, yeah, years later, they're like, well, 
let's you know not enough to get a big theatrical but yeah this foreign company she went to like some foreign country with no money i think a foreign cast foreign uh crew and just they filmed this little movie and i think this one i don't know if she like owns like this film outright like or paid for a lot of it or something but yeah i know it had like a minuscule budget whereas the first one kind of had at least like a canon Mm-hmm. style budget not a huge budget but enough that it, i'd say watch it if you like elvira you should check it out you like elvira you like boob jokes yes you're in. you should check it out like i follow her on instagram man she's still active like uh she, she's awesome she has a yeah. book coming out this yeah year, she does she? yeah like she's a fantastic hmm. i don't actually, know i, I love I any movie something she's in. yesterday with her in it actually it was just came on tv yeah. oh yeah we'll talk about that later so I watched uh, from 1988, Elvira, Mistress nice. of the Dark. This is the first time I had watched this. Um, so basically, these guys have talked about it a lot, but <laughs> it's about her aunt dying, uh, and then she goes into this small town to get her inheritance, and uh, basically she goes into a haunted house, and there's a bunch of stuff going on, which which is cookbook and... Um, <laughs> yeah, so you didn't find the you didn't find all uh, the jokes funny. I, I could already feel like the wind coming yeah. so on this. I was in, I think, for ten minutes, and then I'm kind of going. Oh man, yeah, I don't know if I'm so much in. And like it, it's fine, but the it's a skeletal plot that just like you keep repeating the same jokes again, and I. You know they're what funny. What are you expecting but, from like the elevation of boobs? Like it's, <laughs> I like I, I, this. Like these guys have been trying to get me to watch this movie. Wait, for, wait, wait. For no, years. I've only watched this like for the first time this year. Oh, oh it's been him. Yeah, it's my first time seeing it for the top one hundred. Oh wow. Yeah. Did it make your list though? No. Oh. <laughs> I had a great time with it. I, I, I had fun again. Like, it's like an hour and a half of like stupid jokes and like yeah. horror themes. Like yeah. I, I'm in this. It's got cool, cool effects and. The effects are okay, but like mm-hmm. nothing to write. Like, so all it's been the, Kyle bothering me for yeah, like years. Yeah, you didn't like, to like all this. the cast, like yeah. all the, you yeah, know. Yeah, the townspeople are like, I don't hate this movie. Mm-hmm. I just felt like. She shakes up the town. And even the beginning, <laughs> right from the beginning, like where she, the guy, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. picking his nose at the gas station and like all that ex- Any stuff. Any film and, that ends with like a tassel show, I was like, yeah, I'm in. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> she brings a lot of, you know, color to that town, you know? Yeah. Like it's very, it's like, it's like Footloose, but with. Dancing and monsters. Yeah, so I, 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 I probably would like it more than Footloose, but um, I'm going to give it six point five pumpkins. Something like I found enjoyable, but I don't necessarily see myself watching. You going to watch the sequel? I, I like. I wouldn't. I, I, I don't know. Did you not grow up with Elvira? Did you not have the love for Elvira? Did you watch this in your hotel room up in like French River? No, I watched it in the basement at like. Seven o'clock in the morning or something. Okay, okay. Oh, you gotta set it up, right? Yeah, because I was thinking, yeah. like, you're in like your hotel. Like, are you going to bed? All right, I'm gonna watch a virus. <laughs> like, this, this, what the fuck are you watching? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a movie that would play gangbusters, yeah. like at a theater, like with a crowd. Oh yeah, I think. yeah. I could see that. It has a maybe huge, being huge a lot more following. Yeah. I mean, it's like I had fun. Like it was fun. Mm-hmm. I just like. It, that's about it, and yeah, like Elvira. Like I remember seeing Elvira on she's on just TV got so much and stuff. Charisma, and so I think she's great, but I also don't think she's like a good actress. So wow. she's more a comedian. It's yeah. more, yeah, it's more yeah. like she's charming. Yeah, yeah. like whenever charming. she has to do anything that isn't just do her one-liners, yeah, she stretches. Well. But she herself. never really. That's like never. <laughs> it's it's more than you think. Like whenever she's talking to the kids, or whenever something kind of bad no, but happens, even those are usually like leading to some. <laughs> eventually, getting to a. Why don't joke. you grab this uh, hammer and uh, <laughs> get get ha- get nailing or get hammering or something? Yeah. Oh, so many good. Uh, 
Anyway. Anyways, yeah, I, I, I watch it. No, it's not bad. No, I know, I know. I I knew you wouldn't love it, but I was hoping you would get. I th- I was hoping you would at least find it funny throughout. I uh, I thought you would forfeit the contest and reign him as king of Halloween. For yeah. what we thought. <laughs> he was right. We're gonna. That's it. All I, hail King Kyle. So and then I drove up. Uh, you know, it, uh, we we left right after that to to go up north. No way to start the weekend, really. <laughs> Did you go up to a small town that you had to like influence with rock and roll <laughs> and boob jokes? It was it was this cabin. I was telling Ken before. The, uh, so we get up there, and it's the first time being in a group of people. And we get up to, they do a reception, and it's, it's beautiful up there. It's mm. just, like, gorgeous, right on the river. And, and the whole place is just family. And it's, it's Tammy's family and this other family that's joining together. And I am totally insane. I've been, one, bottled up in a car all day. Hmm. Two, drinking with you guys until <laughs> whatever hour. Danny left at 1 o'clock yeah. in the morning, so you guys left... 12.30, I think? I think I was home by 1. Yeah, it was before 12.30. Yeah. And I, I eventually said, hey, Danny, uh, like, when's the cab coming? He says, do you mind if I wait? <laughs> oh, yeah, we left. Yeah. <laughs> and and he hadn't called the cab yet. <laughs> just want to hang out, man. So th- Come on. So, so I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like in this frenzied thing. So I just start going off saying insane things <laughs> to people you. that I've never that's heard. That's kind of you. Yeah. It is me, but it was I think like that's how Becky knows you. She knows you as like the guy that comes to the parties and just says <laughs> strange things and, and is funny. Like you're the funny guy that, you know. Yeah, I think I, th- I think that's, uh, the, I think I went to, uh, Tammy's brother went to, to her and was like, so uh, yeah, like I, I know Adam's like. Do you have a muzzle? Like a lot a of muzzle crazy. on you? We could put on or yeah, something like that. Like it, it was like at one point. There's like people are just in a line down this this hall, like this, and and nobody. No, I don't know why they're in a line. Like it didn't make any sense to me. So I just ran as fast as I could and pretended to punch them all in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people I basically never met in my whole goddamn life. You're a weird fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> So I watched from 1973. <laughs> Try topping that, motherfucker. <laughs> the Boy Who Cried Werewolf. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, this boy opens up. This boy and his father are attacked by a werewolf. During the attack, the father's bitten and the werewolf is killed but turns back into a human. Uh, the boy tells everyone this story, but of course no one believes him and the father doesn't even like because when the father, it was dark. And when the father looked down, he was a human at that point. Um, but uh, the boy's staying with the father and each night... Um, the, the father becomes a werewolf and goes on a murdering spree, but of course, n- no one's still believing the boy's crazy stories. Um, his ex-wife is in the picture there. Uh, there's a local sheriff that's investigating the murders. You have this like crazy group of religious hippies that are like play a large <laughs> part in it for some weird reason. Um, unique look on the werewolf. It kind of reminds me of the the dad in Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Which I kind of liked. I, it was fine. I mean, I don't yeah. have too much to say, but I need, it goofy? I, I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of two. No, yeah. surprisingly not. Like, yeah. with the title The Boy Who Cried Werewolf, it's it's more of like, the, it's this guy murdering, you know, people, like, yeah. in werewolf form. And it's, it's kind of not a, I don't know if I'm spoiling a happy, mm. no, isn't there any werewolf movie happy ending other nah. than Teen Wolf where he wins the basketball game? Yeah, <laughs> Like, that's, that's, what, what uh, if, if we watch Teen Wolf, would you count it? Yeah, 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 of course. Okay. I love Team Wolf. Uh, yeah, I actually I have it in my list, but I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to get to it. I did Team Wolf make my top 100. It might have been close. I don't think. I think so. it was no. just outside. But yeah, I love that movie. Anyways, this was fine. Six pumpkins out of ten. Uh, nice. Have you guys ever seen Wolf? No, Blood Creek from 2008. No, it's no. Joel Schumacher, your best oh, buddy. I've heard pretty good things like, about that. Actually, it wasn't that great. Huh? Man. <laughs> like, I, I might be in like the. I don't like Schumacher camp. I don't know. Like every time you I didn't have the Lost Boys on yeah. your list. I like yeah, Lost Boys. What the fuck? But I can't think of anything else. I'd be like, give the time of day to maybe like Saint Elmo's Fire. 
Batman Robin? <laughs> but anyways, this movie is phone booth. Phone booth? I like phone booth. I haven't watched phone booth yeah, in almost yeah, twenty years. So, so I, don't I don't know, man. Anyways, this movie is pretty much a borderline. It's a cool concept where uh, there's this um, German family living in America in the 1920s, and the uh, SS contact them and say, "Hey, you found this stone. We're going to send a." scientists to live with you and we're going to give you a bunch of money and pay your rent they're like we can't turn this down so like yeah cool all black and white so michael fassbender comes in and is like michael fassbender yeah. it's like one of his early roles yeah. yeah yeah he comes in like all right i'm going to live with you and he show this is the first 20 minutes he shows like the starter he can revive these birds from the death so they're like oh it's kind of cool and like fast forward to 20 years later there's a guy who is it's a henry cavivo superman he's missing his brother for the past like Two years, they don't know where he went. They went up to this Wolf Creek, and he disappeared. He feels so guilty. Everyone's blaming him for this. So without any explanation, his brother comes back and says, hey, man, grab your shotgun and your canoe. We got to do some shit. Like, uh, huh. wh- what is going on? And they just kind of, he's like, I have to go to this house. So apparently this scientist, Michael Fassbender, needs fresh blood constantly to uh, grow this stone, though they've been tying him up and torturing him for these past several years while keeping this family of Germans uh, captive as well. So they kind of have to take him out just with the bloodshed. It seems like a cool concept. It, it just does. leads nowhere. It just gets boring really quickly. So I don't know. I'm giving it six. I don't It just seems like it should six be what, so Maddie? much this more. Six pumpkins. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I got four things for you. Yep. Tigerland? Okay. I'll give you Tigerland. I enjoy Tigerland. Time to Kill? Is that him? Okay. I don't know. Fall, yeah. Falling Down? Okay, I falling down. Falling down yeah, yeah, maybe I'm in the issue yes, market. And DC again. Cab is kind of a, a cheesy. Uh, yeah. And uh, what was the other one uh, he did? Uh, the client. Yeah, he had some stuff. Uh, Client's decent. Yeah. Oh, Phantom <laughs> of the Opera is kind of fun. His uh, take. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Like, I wonder if a time to kill the client would hold up now. Like, yeah, time to kill because Samuel L. Jackson is why you like that movie, right? Well, the firm still, of course, the firm still holds up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, in that? Who, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> to get. Speaking of firm, Tom Cruise. <laughs> DC, DC coming through. Um, okay, and and I, now I'm at the cabin. I've I've made people feel uncomfortable for two or three hours or four or five hours, and <laughs> oh, and then yeah. I. Uh, we, so it's a vacation for you, not necessarily for them. <laughs> I honestly, the 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 father of the groom, I think, was very worried that I might. Do or say something to ruin, like to just ruin so, it all. Fire fire so does Tammy kind of expect this? Does she like laugh about it, or is she like, "Oh, Adam, you're killing me here." She doesn't. <laughs> I don't think she's either of those camps. I okay. think she she now it's it it's not. It was either frustration or shocking at yeah. all. It was either frustration or apathy. So she went the apathy route. It's probably more <laughs> like, ah, this is just Adam. Yeah. Adam's doing what he's what he does. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I watched uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine Halloween from 2013. That's the first uh, one. Eh? This is the first one where they start the heist. Uh, it's funny. Mm-hmm. What I noticed this time is the characters aren't like as defined yet. Um, yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm lowering. I think I might have given this a 7.5 last time. I think I'm going to give it a seven. Going down to seven, eh? Yeah. Which what? That's from season one. Yeah. Season one. Never seen the show, so can't I'm making that. notes, man. I've got all the. You don't have to make my, my yeah. notes, Kyle. I've yeah, got all not the Maddie, Maddie I, I'm, putting, I'm putting them in order of when they talk. So when uh, for, for the the plot synopsis for listeners, they can find if they saw. Oh wait, he just talked about Blood Creek. What did Adam talk about? They can find it. So it's all in order. Death of Smoochie, like uh, I do every episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ken, you good? 
Uh, that was I only watched two, but I can always talk about other things. No, that's fine. I, we can save it for the next one. I, I, I watched. I got one more. Uh, one of the the highlights for the month for me, which is not saying much because I've been watching a lot of trash this month and enjoying every mo- moment of it. But, um, no, uh, from nineteen seventy seven. This is a TV film called Night Terror, aka Night Drive, uh, starring Valerie Harper. Uh, this housewife, uh, she has plans. Uh, the The kids are going to go up. To, they just bought a new house. They're moving to it. The kids are going to go up with the aunt. And the wife is going to go up with the husband, but he gets stuck at work. And then she gets a call that, you know, her son, something happened. He's going in for surgery. So she's, Has I'm to not going to wait. The pl- she can't get on the plane due to the weather. So she's going to drive up there as quick as she can. Um, and on her way there, she witnesses this psycho killer, serial killer, murder a police officer. He sees that she saw and he's going to stalk her the whole uh, journey up there. This sounds amazing. Um, the killer has like one of those voice boxes. Oh, he's got yeah, it's yeah. you see a scar, which 70s, 80s. If you had a disability, yeah. unfortunately, it probably meant you were a villain, of course. <laughs> like, that's they kind of took advantage of that stuff. So, this one, he's got a voice box, and so he's gonna be the villain. But yeah, just I really dug this way. Such a tense experience. Like, she has to deal with like all like at first, like her her te- her um, fuel tank is is almost empty, so she has to figure out a way to get gas with this guy chasing her. Uh, then there's like heavy rain, she has to deal with like all these different issues. Um, I don't know. I just had so much fun with this. Um, I don't don't want to spoil too much of it. Uh, I'm going to go seven and a half pumpkins, but it could have even been an eight. Like I, I'm glad this is how I picked up uh, on the Kino sale uh, recently. And I'm I'm glad I did. Uh, They've been putting out a lot of these TV films and I don't know the seventies for me, like most TV films, I'm not going to say all of them because I have one that is a lot of people love and I I didn't love it. But I mean, a lot of these are kind of, especially this month, they've been the highlights for me. Uh, I watched one this morning. They're going to talk about next week, but it may be my favorite movie of the month. The Gargoyles? Um, No, actually, I'm going to talk about this. I don't like that much. But uh, (laughs) yeah, no, these these TV phones in the 70s, man, they're they're so fucking good. Again, and they're not that long. Like this is probably an hour and 20 or something. They get a lot out in that time. Mm. And yeah, it kind of felt like something like a Hitchcock kind of thriller style. It's something he would do. Um, totally dug it. Uh, I think you guys should both watch it. Awesome. Um, it, cool. It seems like a plot that I've seen several times before yeah. in several different movies, but like, I'm yeah. okay with it. Like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a simple plot, but I think it's yeah. one that works so well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're on a... Uh, yeah, we were talking about like the haunted house. Yeah. yeah. Like, you've seen the... Or, or the... Everybody's like in the this house and yeah. they don't you don't know who the murderer is yeah. or whatever. Well, even this has like... Yeah. There's Duel, there's Joyride, there's Jeepers Creepers for yeah. the first half. I love all those movies, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a blast with this one. Is that it for the 22nd? Yeah, thing, the, uh, 23rd. Cool. Um, well, Ken, do you want to start off? All right. I, well, I just signed up for Shudder, so I watched oh, a whole nice. bunch of... Oh, nice. You got of, some uh, fun shit going on the way, eh? Yeah, so I'll just jump in real quick. I won't... Uh, I think some of you guys have already seen, but I watched... Uh, you guys have heard of Scream, Blackula Scream, the sequel? I have not. I, I own these movies yeah. on Blu-ray, and I've owned them for years, and I put them in my list every year to watch, and I haven't ah, got should. to them. Yeah. I just So Scream, Blackula Scream is the sequel. I actually haven't seen Blackula. So you were probably lost completely. No, no. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's a vampire. Um, he's black, and he gets reanimated by a voodoo... Um, it's actually kind of a weird shenanigan how he gets reanimated. And basically the whole film is him trying to get rid of his vampirism, which is, I kind of go... Well, that's kind of cool, yeah, actually. I, like, I don't really get it. But it's got Pam Greer. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's the reason I actually quite honestly watch it. I always love... Uh, anything with Pam Greer's great. these series yeah. of films are, are quite good. Like, they're kind of yeah. like... I, I think a lot of people think they're going to be a goofy no. B-movie, and there's actually more to them. No, they're mm-hmm. actually very good. So Scream Blackula... I heard Blackula's better, but Scream Blackula yeah. Scream 
was amazing. I was like, this is awesome. It's got that 70s exploitation vibe. It's got a dance sequence where it's got all these people like uh, dancing to like 70s, uh, I don't know what you would call it, uh, cool, groovy music in a vampire film. Because <laughs> uh, usually it's like, you know, ballrooms and yeah, yeah, corsets yeah, yeah. and, you know, wigs. But anyways... Uh, it was amazing. You got Funkadelic. Dude. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Funkadelic meets Black. Uh, sorry, Blackula. It was amazing. I really dug it. Pam Greer is great in it. It really showed, like you know, the career she was about to have. Uh, I loved it. I was. Was it she was, a young Pam Greer? Yeah, it was. Ooh. I think it came out seventy three. So I think she was like right before Coffee, right? I think Coffee. Yeah, was I think it was around that time. But it, it was amazing. I really loved it. Um, Pam Greer is one of those actresses. Like every time I watch something, and I still need to see a lot of her films, but she has like a screen presence. And oh, even if yeah. the film's not great, usually she's interesting. Well, in it. even with this one, she's able to keep up. So the guy who plays uh, Blackula, I think his name was Richard. I can't remember his last name, but he was on Star Trek, uh, and uh, he even now he's, he's an imposing actor. He's an mm-hmm. opera singer. He has a good deep voice. Voice. He's baritone. And Pam Greer was just like, I can keep up with this guy, no problem. It was uh, amazing. That's cool. Uh, should I talk about my other one? How many pumpkins? Well, oh, uh, I gave that one uh, 7.5 pumpkins. Oh. Nice. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a little bit, I think I'm a little bit higher than you guys in my ranking. Yeah. Well, a little more forgiving. Everybody's got their own. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Anyways, I, I really liked it. The with, other the, one, with the movie title like Scream, Blackie the Scream, you expect a certain movie, and I assume this movie delivers exactly what you yeah, think it's Yeah, there's some deliver. kills that are really cool. Yeah. There's some good makeup effects. There's... Uh, I assume a great street fight or two in there. I assume a dance number. There was actually a really cool dance. I love in black exploitation films, they always show the cru- the cool, groovy, like black culture. Mm-hmm. Then it pans over to some square white people. Yeah. And it was in there. And I was like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love black exploitation. They always have the racist white guys yeah, that you yeah, know we're yeah. going to get their come up. Yeah. But it's a fantastic film. The other one I watched was another Wolf Cop. I, guys, I saw the first Wolf Cop and I really enjoyed this. Yeah, actually. so I, I stuck to sequels because I just thought maybe you guys haven't seen yeah. the sequels. Another Wolf Cop is like Corner Gas meets a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not very good. It, it looks like it was a lot more fun to make than it would be yeah. to watch. I haven't seen the sequel. That's how I felt about it. Everyone seems to love the first film. I didn't. It didn't do much no. for me. It seemed like very juvenile humor. It's like we're going to have a werewolf with a penis and that's funny. And like, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't. Enjoy a lot. So of it. the only notes I wrote down. If it had boobs, yeah, it actually we're, we're does. In, right? It actually <laughs> has it six boobs fun. in it. Uh, <laughs> I'll explain in a sec. But the whole movie plot is basically Wolf Cop uh, has to figure out some sort of conspiracy about some uh, beer called Chicken Milk that is turning people into <laughs> alien type people. It's got Kevin <laughs> okay. Smith in there with like some sort of cameo, but he has no purpose to the show. And then at one point, Wolf Cop meets another like wolf lady. And then they have uh, a sex scene, but she's in wolf form and he's not. And honestly, I felt this. I was going, like, maybe I'm a pervert, but I felt kind of ripped off. I was going, why don't we have wolf on wolf? National that Geo- would be the way you'd want to yeah, see, right? Yeah, National Geographic yeah. style. Anyways, it's a silly movie. I looked up uh, on Wikipedia. It only made $8,000. So yeah. I don't think we're having another wolf cop. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> Uh, should I jump in? I guess. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I, I, I just start off. Oh, right. what are you getting? Giving that? Oh, sorry. oh I gave that one. Uh, I gave that one six pumpkins. Okay. That's still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's low. Um, I, I'll jump in. I just did two episodes quickly. Uh, Cheer season 10, uh, Bar Wars yeah, 5, oh, The Final awesome. Judgment from 1991. This is where Sam continues. I guess I didn't realize that. Well, I guess it makes sense because it's called Bar Wars 5. But yeah, I guess they did a bunch of these yeah. episodes. Um, this one just is the only one on Halloween. But yeah, Sam has this war going on, bar war with the uh, competing uh, Gary from the Old Town mm-hmm. Tavern. He goes too far with his prank, though, which is a hologram of Carla's head and scares scares Gary to death. Um, 
and uh, you know, there's some fun stuff there. I, I love that there's like this vampire kind of song they play. Uh, one of the pranks through the uh, jukebox, and it, it's playing over and over again. They can't shut it off, even when they unplug it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked up, and the, the song is on YouTube, and it's great. I've been listening to it a lot. <laughs> awesome. uh, Fra- Frazier and Lilith are in there, and they disagree about their child partaking in Halloween. And then Rebecca uh, tells about how she never got to experience Halloween as a child. She only got to hand out. She never got to, like, Actually. Uh, trick or treat. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this episode. I remember the, when I watched the last time, I liked it, but didn't think it was this Halloweeny. But I think there's quite a lot of Halloween in there. I'm going to give it eight pumpkins out of ten. And then I uh, followed up with another one of my favorites, Happy Days Season 2, Haunted from 1974. This is the one where Richie has to confront his fears. I guess they're going to hold a Halloween party at the old Simpson home where apparently the owner lost her head. And uh, I guess he's like a scaredy cat. He's afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, just various gags of them scaring each other. I really like this episode. Fonz, of course, where it just dresses himself. And he's like, where's your costume? But he's just got one of those like kind of Robin masks. He's yeah. like, hey, I got a mask. What are you talking about? How did you know it was me or something? I don't know why I did like an Andrew <laughs> yeah, Dice yeah, Clay yeah, impression yeah, yeah, yeah. there. but uh, <laughs> It works. <laughs> uh, yeah, really enjoy this episode as well. It, it's like 8, 8.5. I'll, I'll go eight pumpkins at a time. But yeah, I'm, I'm, try- I'm getting you through a lot of my favorites. Yeah, um, I got some more, but I'll let you guys jump in. I watched Casper. With the kid. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen Casper in like a couple years? Not, no. It is like a fun, like, it seems like almost like a Steven Spielberg movie to me. It's got like production value. It was like Bill a Pullman. Fun, yeah. He is killing it. Christina Ricci, she's young, but you can tell she's going to be a great actress. Oh, like, I thought you were going to say, like, she's young, but still hot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I actually went, well, we were her age when that came out. Oh, so yeah. when, I remember as a kid, like, my, my, I had a my huge crush on her from that movie. was this movie. Okay, yeah. I remember, like, movie. having a big crush on her and then she kind of disappeared. With Christina Ricci, though. He took Christina oh. Ricci to well, see yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I bought two seats. Some people thought I was with a date kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Caspered me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's, it's a she date. You can't see yeah, her. Yeah. You know. It's great. <laughs> yeah, this movie's awesome. Like, it was so much fun. Production value is so cool. The ghosts look cool. The um, There's this contraption where they kind of go through the house on this, like, almost like conveyor belt. Like, oh, uh, yeah. I kind of remember that. Like, wow, this is kind of dope. I don't know why I. Does the CGI hold up? Because that's so like. The one was, the first CGI. It, like, it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the, the ghosts the themselves time. do. Like, okay. quite hmm. a bit. Like, I, I watched another one later this week that I'll talk about next week where the CGI is like, ooh, that is. <laughs> but like anyways yeah Bad. it was cool I mean, it had this like heart to it oh, that man. i kind of enjoyed too i'm what i end up giving it 7.5 like wow i think i'm gonna watch nice. this again with the kids. i've owned that on blu-ray and yeah. i don't think i've watched it i think, I think you, the kids have watched you it you gotta check it out i think actually, you'll like dig it there's like, actually a sequel that has hillary duff in it that was like a straight to video and we own I that assume one too that's not that good no i think mm-hmm. that, yeah i had a big crush on her too i was just a horny little bastard yeah, yeah, I crush on everyone. Like, <laughs> hillary duff weren't we like 35 when that was out <laughs> yeah the I, think she, I, think, I think she's. Yeah. Our, I think she's our. She might even be older than. Us. No, she's a little bit younger than us. Mm. Uh, well. You're a little bit. You're you're a year younger than me. I guess this is one step closer. So on uh, this day, I watched. Uh, I watched the uh, the lake. Uh, that's that's all I saw. She's four years. Uh, just making sure that I'm not like uh, <laughs> four wait, years wait. Uh, younger. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, the uh, I guess it's the river. I watched the river, the French River. That's it. That's all you oh. watched. You call that? I, I, there was a moon. There was some spooky bats. I saw. I saw a lovely couple get married. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a great a time. Show right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I'm not married. Uh, <laughs> what else? Yeah, I don't know if there's anything. I, you know, I, I did some stuff that probably people are still wondering about. But <laughs> there, 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 there's a photo. I, I, I uh, the, there was a family photo 
that I George Costanza. That was good. <laughs> oh, you did. It sounds like it sounds like the <laughs> yeah. horror element in the wedding was yeah. you yeah. ruining yeah. it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Come and like slap the ring out of the the kid's hand and stuff. And <laughs> Uh, okay, should I jump in then? Mm-hmm. Is everyone else? I only, done for I this? only have one other, but okay. I'll wait till you're done. Yeah, I, I got one, and then I'll let you jump in. Then I got. Okay. Sorry, actually, I got three more to talk about. Whoa, Ma- Maddie, you got? Yeah, some? yeah we got talked about Casper. Okay, so I can talk about Casper again. You guys know. <laughs> no. uh, so I, I, uh, I did a little vampire night, uh, a triple feature. I started off with the Vampire Doll from 1970. This is a, a Japanese film. It's the first part of uh, Arrow calls it the Bloodthirsty trilogy. They released all three of these on the set. I don't know if I think they're just loosely connected, but they're vampire films that Toho put out who uh, did the Godzilla yeah, films. Godzilla. Kind of interesting. It's, it's Japan kind of doing like their take on the gothic vampire, which you don't see. Like usually they do their horror, but it's usually yeah. like their ghosts and they're kind of like their they're supernatural myths and, and whatnot, uh, mythologies. This was like doing a gothic vampire film. So it's kind of cool. It opens up, uh, this man's returning to his fiance. Uh, he's been away, I guess, for several months on business. He returns home only to find out from her mother that she recently died in a car crash uh, and then at nighttime he sees her ghost kind of wandering around at night outside and he follows her and then he himself disappears and now we cut to we're following his sister and her boyfriend and they come to investigate because she hasn't heard from her brother she he was she, he was supposed to meet her or something they go to investigate what happened um there's igor this guy named igor i think he's kind of like the the deaf and dumb servant there um yeah, I the, the the vampire looks really cool with these glowing yellow eyes. I, I, it was interesting, and they have like this whole different origin of how these vampires are born. I, I thought it was interesting. I I didn't it didn't do anything that like really blew me away, but I was yeah. totally interested into it. Different for the take. Most part. I'm gonna I'm gonna go six and a half, but yeah. it might it might be one of those ones that you know Does I'm gonna go back and it, it will grow on me. Um, six and a half pumpkins out of ten. It was still definitely worth a watch, and uh, yeah, it, that trilogy is a great like. It's like I think I paid like thirty thirty five bucks for all three films and nice. yeah. anyways, uh, Ken. Well. Oh, uh, I uh, so this is on behalf of the fans. I uh, found on Shutter a uh, bore. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious what you thought. Okay, so I watched it. And you know what? I liked it. Oh. <laughs> Suck it, you too. So I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay, I'm, I, suck I, it, Kyle. <laughs> so I, go ahead. Sorry. I, I this is. Uh, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, yeah. you should. Shocktober's. There's no way you'll like it. <laughs> no, no, no. It was so much fun, right? Yeah, I honestly, I thought it was. It is a silly movie, and the you know, it, but you got to be a little bit forgiving. It's the effects are what they are. I really dug the town, just mm. the way they talk to each other. There's a lot of sexual innuendo in mm. this film. I went like, this is interesting, and then a lot of murder and a lot of boring. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, it is what it is, and then. I walked away from going like it wasn't a terrible waste of my time. Like I was like I like this. I think it's the same level as Nick Cage Wicker Man. Like I thought it was around that level. I wouldn't give it much higher, but honestly, watching a boar gore people is kind of kind of cool. And the boar looked kind of cool. I thought, yeah, like he, it, was, it was puppets, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, at least it's, at least they tried something. It wasn't CGI, mm. which mm. I mean, you know, I think I, I used to took I took three D animation, so. There is something to be said about just watching on-screen kind of things, you know, yeah. like you can see the light bounce off it properly, and you can just see like these. Actually, there was a little bit of CGI, it wasn't? Um, what's that guy, Bill Mosley? He got a oh he yeah, had yeah, some yeah, CGI yeah, 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 touch of CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So there's a little, it's here and there, but I'll forgive it. Yeah, on that, you know, I thought it wasn't terrible. I thought it was. 
it's not a movie that you know, the big guy like there's a big Australian guy. I and mean, he does like this weird rap in the middle, like oh, yeah, no man. sense. But like it, he I'm was doing a Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> yeah, was he? Yeah. yeah, and I was like, this is odd, but okay. It's just a weird, quirky film, <laughs> and I was like, it is coming from the land down under. So yeah, whatever. I just couldn't handle like the script and the acting. It was you like, know, and I'm used to watching like really the bad. Two guys, but, the guy who plays, uh, the guy like even Bill Mosley was awful in that. I thought not Mick Jones, Mick Taylor. The guy who plays Mick Taylor, the Australian actor. The two guys, the two older gentlemen. When they're oh, yeah, they the were bar, great. like I love that camaraderie yeah. that they're kind of like busting each other's balls constantly. Actually, the, the one scene with the uh, the like the, who was the bad boyfriend, whatever his name was, mm-hmm. he was dating uh, the one lady, and the way he talked to his girlfriend in front of the parents was just I was like, who talks like that? Yeah. He was like. Well, he apparently w- Adam. No, he <laughs> <laughs> was just like so uncomfortable to watch, but it was almost amusing. And then at the one scene where. He's ta- He's walking with the dad, and he's going like, "Yeah, you're." Uh, she's. He's basically talking about the daughter. He's like, "She's the one. She's the one that I want to be with for the rest of my life." Yeah, isn't he talking about boning her and stuff all the time? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and then now he's going like, "I'm going to marry her," and then not. Can I spoil this? I don't know if I should. Yeah. But all I will say, <laughs> all I'm going to say is like, not even two minutes later, after he's trying to win over the dad, he sacrifices the dad to get away from the boar, <laughs> and he just goes like, "Fuck it," pushes the dad, runs away, and I went. You know what? That's actually not bad. Yeah. You know, and it all plays out. The yeah. guy's a creep. He ends up a creep, and he well, he dies. So I was like, you know, not bad. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a it's a cautionary tale. Don't be an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> You're gonna get bored. Stick with Razorback, people. Yeah. Razorback. All right. Want a film. So, uh, yeah. oh, you gotta watch it. Borgen. What's that? I, what's Borgen? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Bore. I oh, I, I don't have my list. The Shutter oh, list. Oh, you should. You should. Uh, yeah. So what are you giving? Oh, it? I give it the same as whatever I gave Wicker Man, which I think was about a seven. Seven. All right, oh. validation, guys. Yeah. I feel oh. good. But here's the thing: I, once again, I do rank higher a little bit. I'm a little more forgiving. <laughs> Maddie, did it, it made your list, right? Your your top ten of that year. Yeah, it was like number eight of my top ten of that. I year. I thought you were gonna say top one hundred. No, no, I had a heart attack. I, for I like this movie. I was like, it was like 2019, like the top ten of yeah. 2019. And I think I maybe watched 25. Movies it's from 2017, but yeah. Yeah, uh, and it was, yeah like it I, made, I just remember that's the most. It truly was. The most yeah. heated you've you guys have ever been. Well, to that, when the episode ended, this yeah, is usually something yeah. Kyle and I will yeah. will get a little bit of a blow up, and maybe it reverberates afterwards. Yeah. I could tell you guys didn't want to talk to one another yeah, after fuck, the episode. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that's a movie that I should love. I love Nature Gonna Muck, and I'm a sucker, and I'm totally apologetic to all those. Yeah. I did not like that movie. That, that should have been my favorite of that year. And I, I hated think if it. you watched it again, you'd be like, "Yeah, maybe, I'm in. maybe." Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to quite do that yet. But um, what uh, vampire movie did okay, you watch? So I, I did another vampire movie. This is from 1957, just called The Vampire. Uh, this is uh, an interesting take on the vampire, combining the werewolf attributes with the vampire. Uh, opens up this town doctor, comes, uh, I guess he visits this uh, campus doctor who's been doing these various experiments involving vampire bats, and uh, he's dying. I don't know why, uh, just a voyage. But before he dies, he passes off these pills to the doctor and says, I finally figured out the serum. Uh, but the doctor puts them in his jacket, forgets about them. Later on, though, he's got a migraine. He asks his daughter to pass him the migraine pills. And, of course, oh, they get mixed pills. up. He takes these bat pills and becomes this uh, vampire bat. Not vampire bat. He's an eternal creature. But this vampire werewolf kind of creature uh, where he's, he has these blackouts. And then he wakes up thinking it's all a dream. Uh, and kind of, you know, kind of remembers these attacks happens only to find, because he's a doctor, so they call him anytime attack happens, and only to get called and see that these people have been, have puncture wounds on their neck and have died of cell disintegration. Um, 
I, I've watched a couple old, some of these old 50s films this year that I got from Scream Factory just because they were going out of print. So I grabbed them before they skyrocketed in case I was missing out something. And kind of been disappointed. But this one I, I surprisingly enjoyed. And this is the one like I didn't, like I had the least excitement to watch. Um, I had fun with this one. I thought it was kind of an interesting, different take on the vampire. Um, Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the mystery was kind of engaging because it kind of does that thing like, is he actually doing these attacks? Because we don't, is it, you know, we're thinking he's doing that, but someone's actually blackmailing him or, or something like that. Um, yeah, I had fun with it. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of 10. Cool. Uh, what's crazy, I just looked it, looked it up because I was curious. I'd never heard mm-hmm. of this movie. Uh, there was two The Vampires made in 1957. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, and the other one is actually the more popular of The okay. Vampires. The it's a Mexican the oh, vampire awesome. okay nice crazy though yeah I, I didn't hear about this until Scream Factory put it out and I heard it was going out of print so I snagged it up uh, and then the last one I finished off with is the Hammer film from 1960 Brides of Dracula this is the follow up to the uh, Terrence Fisher Horror of Dracula yeah, aka Dracula I've been wanting to watch Fleet. this one now despite the title Lee nor Dracula or are in this film nor are there any Brides of Dracula <laughs> um, <laughs> they're more like living girlfriends of Dracula no there's no, there's no it, it's pretty much that we're introduced to a whole new vampire who is this Baron, his name's the Baron Meinster. Um, he, he's the vampire. But anyway, so it opens up. We had this new teachers arriving in town. Uh, she has nowhere to stay when the, the, her stagecoach just takes off on her, leaves her uh, luggage, and she's stuck at this local pub. Uh, she meets this, the Baroness Meister who invites her, oh, come to my castle. I'm lonely. I live there by myself. I could use the company. Uh, so she comes there and then when she gets there, she finds, well, she doesn't live alone. Her, she lives with her son and she's like, well, I don't like to mention him. We used to, this used to be this elaborate castle and we used to hold parties and events here until he kind of ruined it for everyone and we had to stop doing them. And she finds out that the, the son is, um, uh, chained to his room. He can't escape. So she's like, this is not right. And she gets the key, lets him out. And of course that's a bad Uh, thing because- he is a vampire, and then from that point on, we got various vampire slangs throughout the town. Despite lacking Lee's presence, this was is really good. It's probably one of my favorite in the series. It, it, it has yeah a really good reputation. Now, it is directed by Terrence Fisher it too. Is directed by, so that but I, I don't you. I didn't mind the yeah. the last Terrence Fisher, but I think it is still I, again. I, I kind of agree with you. Like I like all his films just because I think he does great. He always has great sets and effects and stories. But I agree, he doesn't take a lot of risks with his camera work but uh this one uh, has Cushing uh, Peter Cushing back as Van Helsing he's great in it nice. has one of my favorite scenes in any hammer film where he, uh, I don't know if I'm spoiling too much but I'll just say he gets bitten and he has to get holy water and a oh. and a fucking hot rod yeah, and like kind of uh, brand and brand himself yeah. uh which is really cool uh Frida Jackson uh, is his actress who p- plays Greta she's the servant to the Meinster family and she does this really fun kind of over the top performance that I think Adam would get a kick out of the finale I won't spoil but I'll say it's very cool how he defeats him I yeah I really dig this one I'm gonna give it seven and a half pumpkins but again it might even be one of those ones that's uh higher I was hoping to get through all the hammer but I just I haven't it there's just no time I want mm. to still finish the universal monsters from last year but again, yeah, again, so I, many I, I always pull out like 200 yeah. movies for Shocktober and there's going to be a lot that don't make the mix. But it's like I've been watching so much trash. I kind of wish I threw in some of these better pictures yeah. to kind of. So Split maybe, maybe I'll end it. Yeah. Anyways, th- that was it for the 23rd for me. Yeah. Are, are we uh, moving on to 24th? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess uh, Kyle won the uh, <laughs> handoff. No. You oh, go, wait. Go ahead. 
Okay, well, yeah. I've all, I've I've also got the the. We'll see how and minor episodes. You I got think. high fives. Oh, oh. yours are all movies. Uh, not all movies. Oh, okay, but uh, so I watched from uh, 2009 Zombieland. Okay, mm. that's the uh, first one, not the, the first uh, one. Tap. So I watched Double Tapped and Double Tapped. It's not so good. bad. Yeah, left a a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. It, it kind of left a bad taste. Oh, it ruined little, the first one too. I think. Really. I I think actually some of the stuff that's wrong with the second one is just like you kind of go back and you go, this isn't as it clever. It amplified it as, as in the you first one. Thought it was. Mm. You, you, it's all better still. Like yeah. all the actors are are definitely more committed. You like these characters. Uh, you like the characters. The setup is good. It's interesting. But some of the direction is, I don't know, like kind of predictable and cheap like i i wasn't as i this was one where we made our top 100 master list to go over stuff mm-hmm. i thought this could have been like an outsider that, uh it, it wouldn't be i found a lot of the jokes didn't land quite as much i still like the ride like i like all the characters yeah. uh i love the you bill know murray. the bill murray yeah, bit bill murray, is yeah. so good yeah. uh and it still it holds up uh any <laughs> regrets Garfield. Maybe Garfield. Yeah. And it's all it's all great. Um uh but yeah, it kind of left me a little underwhelmed. I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins where oh, wow. I think I've been on this program yeah. maybe the first shot October. And it might have been an eight. It oh, was yeah? a great. T- I saw that in theaters. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I saw like it in theaters. theaters yeah. It was the kind of it. the start of like that zombie craze that yeah, kind of came in like dead. the uh, teens. Well, even yeah. the, like, the comedy was kind of like yeah, ahead of the cutting edge game. and yeah. and Woody Harrelson. I think that was one either. Yeah. I don't know if that started his resurgence or I kind think of it, was in the middle. I think and it Emma really Stone did. before she was yeah. really, yeah. really big. And who's the guy Eisenberg? Jesse Eisenberg. I think it's one of the few likable films where he go okay. He's kind of likable. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Adventureland and this. Yeah. Actually, he plays kind of like not the likable guy he's kind of too smarmy but i don't know yeah this and adventureland are pretty much the exact same character right yeah essentially well i think he was that's what he was yeah. kind of doing for a bit there and i don't know if he's still i guess he's not well, once he was he lex luther yeah exactly point, yeah. So. but uh no i i uh yeah it was it was a surprising hmm. let, let, let down yeah, yeah i'm kind of worried i'm gonna feel the same way it seems yeah. like one of those movies that was so great, but maybe doesn't hold up as well. I don't I know. I think uh, it was a good movie for the, what was the little girl from a little... Abigail Smith? Breslin. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like I was going like, this is a good transition into more a- adult role. But she's yeah. Yeah. not very good in the movie. Oh. Like that, that she, was the other thing. It was like horrible in like part two. Double tap. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. even remember part two. Part two. So yeah. I don't remember it uh, at all. The best part of part yeah, two, I think, is uh, Zoe. Uh, Leah Thompson's daughter, Zoe du- oh, uh, yeah. Dutch or whatever her name is. Mm. Is that the annoying blonde girl? Yeah. Uh, so I just I she, I hated her so much. Oh, yeah. But I hate her, but like I couldn't stand her. I think st- I I think she's perfect as that like mm-hmm. she's completely everybody hates her. I think she's amazing in that <laughs> as, as like this totally over the top valley girl. I don't even whatever cuz she's incredibly committed. She was like an, I, I hated her so much in that that I'm like I don't want to ever watch this woman in anything ever again <laughs> like uh. everybody wants them oh that she okay was, i like that she was movie. i don't even remember yeah her she's the lead, well, i would have saw that before then i only yeah. saw that the, the I, double I was, top that was a pretty year. good flick mm-hmm. uh i'm sure i've probably seen her and stuff and she's fine but she's yeah, always great i, I hate it yeah i just hated her character so much like i couldn't every time she talked i was like this is cringe well the whole thing is like 
so bad. The difference no. is everybody else is sleepwalking and doesn't seem to care that they're like. Well, but she seemed like she was in a again. different movie. Again, maybe it was a paycheck she, thing. She was like the equivalent to in like the Ghostbusters remake with Chris Hemsworth, and everyone loves him. But like he was in a different movie than everyone else. Like mm. he was like too dumb. Like no one is that dumb. Yeah, you do not get to be twenty five or however old he's supposed to be and not understand how a fish tank and glass works. Like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, You're I, taking a lot of a movie called Ghostbusters literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh come on, then you can't say the original Ghostbusters is stupid. I, I, that's no, one no. thing. The, 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 the second one is stupid. Like uh, not the second one. The uh, the, the re imagination. It's not as I don't know. I wish that's my one thing. I struggle when characters. You can have a dumb character, but if they're that dumb, I struggle with like it has to be. A, there has to be a point and i mean i i can't believe that someone doesn't understand how glass works so you're saying just just they're so dumb they're unrealistic which takes them out of the film yeah like right? i feel like there's there's comedy and unless you're gonna do a movie where every person is that dumb but if you're gonna have like these people are kind of like where it's a world funny, you know, where it's, it's a, a real, world where everybody is that dumb so it's idiot- yeah. idiocracy. idiocracy i haven't seen that but yeah <laughs> heard good things it's a, it's yeah. a warning message um, <laughs> yeah we're living it right it's now it's so crazy I watched that for the first time well, I'm off topic we'll talk about this next <laughs> yeah. week but, yeah. okay. who do you guys what else do you guys who wants to jump in yeah, I watched uh, Dead Dudes in the House from uh, 91, yes. or like House on Tombstone Hill. This movie is awesome. Five trendy jerks buy a house <laughs> and try to do it up. It's pretty much the synopsis of this movie. Uh, they kick over a tombstone on the way in just because they're assholes, and as they're in this house, things bad, bad things happen to them because they kicked over this tombstone. This... Uh, lady whose tombstone they kicked over has the um, powers to kill somebody, then reanimate their body to do what oh, she wants. Cool. So that's it's pretty cool. much a bunch of like uh, assholes from the 90s uh, turning into zombies and trying to get out of this house. And it's, isn't it like this awesome. old zombie ghost woman, but she's yep. like, does these witty kind of Freddy Krueger like when oh, she yeah, kills him? She is witty, like, yeah, I had so much fun with that movie. I, I enjoyed it. I'm giving it 7.5. It was like a <laughs> fun way to spend the uh, evening. That would be a great party in beers. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I... That's what I got. Kyle? Sure, I'll jump in. Uh, two quick episodes here. Um, two favorites. Are You Afraid of the Dark Season 1, The Tale, The Twisted Cloth, 1992. Nice. Uh, this is, I think they did a couple Halloween episodes. I actually watched some of them um, when we were doing our recommendations, but they didn't make my list. But this one I really enjoy, but I've already, I had already... Yeah. Used it before, so I couldn't talk about. Yeah. Anyways, two friends, uh, Maddie's, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let them know what you really think. Uh, two friends cause mischief on Devil's Night. Uh, I think they call it mischief knife, and, uh, mischief night in this because they can't use Devil and Are You Afraid of the Dark Kids show. And uh, as they're you know they're doing the toilet paper, or whatever they they let's go uh, knock on the uh, the old witch's door and we'll we'll do the shaving cream on the door thing. But when they knock, they they she opens it at the right when they're going to do it, and he, they spray her face, and she knocks over her vase. Anyways, we have the next day, which is Halloween night, and they're like, you know what? Let's go to that house because everyone will be too afraid to go there. So she probably has mounds of candy, and she'll just load us up. And they're like, yeah, but what about what we did last yesterday, last night? And they're like, ah, she won't recognize it. Yeah, exactly. Which is the one guy is, but the other guy is. A homeless guy, and he just looks like he did the night before. With so like I, some I, like cork beard. Yeah, I don't know why he would think he wouldn't get recognized. Anyways, they go there, and she instead of giving candy, she says, "Oh, since you're the only ones to visit, I'll give you the vulture's claw, which is a take on the monkey's paw." Mm-hmm. So they get three wishes, and like that, every time they do a wish, something bad is happening. So the one guy the whole time has kind of been wanting to go home anyways, and just like oh, I wish. 
you know, like I wish this night would just end or something. And then so they turn the corner. And this is a kind of a creepy moment. The one creepy moment in the show, there's like these gang of like adult punks that are wearing these creepy like all white masks and they kind of warp their voice. So they're like, hey, kid, give us your candy or something. But anyways, these guys... Steal, yeah, better than that. <laughs> they steal their can. They they steal the candy. They're more like, hey kid, give yeah. us your candy. <laughs> that would be spookier in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they, whatever it is, they do the voice. I don't know. I think yeah. even for me, it was kind of creepy. Yeah. I think I, I think I was watching this with her son. Her son. And so it's over cool. seven. You're gonna give this over seven because it it actually scared you. Yeah, <laughs> Danny rules. Based on um, the, uh, yeah. the the Danny Mazzanco. Um, so yeah, they lose their candy, and then it goes on the next day, and you know they're doing all these wishes and all this bad stuff happens. You know, he says like, ah, you know, um, somehow like he ends up killing his parents, and then the grandpa who's dead is going to come back. So you got the zombie. Uh, I have a lot of fun with this one. It's just and the the, the, the score. I always love these old shows that have these cool. Mm. I wish they would come up with some compilation that has all these scores and all these old shows. Because yeah. like Home Improvement, Roseanne, all these uh, Ari Dark have these great like eerie score. I don't know. I think they're fantastic. I'm gonna give this one eight and a half pumpkins oh, wow. out of ten. Ooh, I love this Santo one. Level. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> There's a new like bar that's in town, baby. El Santo There's a new level. top rope in town. And uh, I'll follow it up with Martin season one. The awesome. night he came home from 1992. I it's wish I be like ten years of Martin. In yeah. a row. I wish I could convince Adam to watch this because even like again I've said this like even Becky who doesn't like the show and even when I tried to watch the rest of the show it's not good. This episode is fantastic. Uh, so Martin does his claim. He's going on about how, like, uh, women are always the, the ones that are all afraid. Uh, They're the ones. We didn't get a Martin voice this year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not going to. I can't think of it right now. Um, how women are. You, you just got to go. Ha! I have the poster of National Security up in my basement. Oh, that's and amazing. I, I don't know if I've actually got through the whole goddamn movie, <laughs> but the poster is him doing the. Ha-ha! face it's 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 incredible i remember seeing it downtown toronto walking as a zombie from being out all night and and going to back to the train station to come back to university and seeing that and feeling so shitty but giving me so much joy i i kind of liked martin in the 90s i don't know he was great um, yeah uh anyway so he he goes on about how women are always the ones at the theater calling to their boyfriend the men don't get afraid um, and then so they decide on Halloween night they're going to uh, get together, uh, dress up, and tell ghost stories, and then hold a, a seance and contact old man Ackerman, who is the previous attendant, uh, tenant who died in the uh, apartment. Um, and then from there, all this stuff, objects are flying through the house. Uh, his friend Tommy becomes possessed. Uh, his other friend Cole is attacked by this ghost. Um, it's it's actually kind of like scary and fantastic. Yeah. Like I... This is one of my favorite Halloween specials ever, which is crazy. I think even the jokes, like it's strange to say, but I actually laugh my head off at this. There's a great moment where the is one buddy, like all the lights go off, and she's like, "Get your finger out of there!" And he's like, "Oh, I thought that was a dip." <laughs> he's dipping her, <laughs> chipping her in her breast. I know there's just there's some great stuff that like I it's weird to say, but I laugh my head off at this, and I think it does a good job of actually kind of being a scary special. Yeah. So. Here's the one of my highest ratings this month. Is it nine? Nine pumpkins oh, out of ten. Oh, that's crazy. I wow. uh, again, not saying I'm not saying go out yeah. by the Martin seasons and watch the show, <laughs> yeah. but because I tried doing that and the show does not hold up. It's kind of the same thing How over many and over seasons? again. 
I don't even know. I uh, only picked up. I picked up like two yeah. of the seasons just because I picked up the two oh. seasons. I think that have the Halloween episodes. Yeah. I think this is worth paying the ten bucks just to have the Halloween episode. <laughs> it's only ten bucks. Yeah, I think that's all I paid oh, for. Okay. I wouldn't pay anymore. But um, yeah, again, this is uh, one of my favorite Halloween specials, and I think for I listeners, mean, again. If you don't like the show, just give this episode a chance. It might uh, it might be worth it for you. Actually, I'm going to do one more quickly because it's another episode. I'm going to race through it. Uh, the Goldberg season one, you guys talked about this. Oh, who no. who are you going tell- to telephone from 2013? Yeah. Uh, this is the one where Adam ditches his grandpa, uh, much to his dismay, uh, on Halloween to go trick-or-treating with his uh, the older kids, the eighth graders. Uh, unfortunately, when he gets there, he finds out they're not trick-or-treating. They're going to cause mischief. Uh, and then Beverly, the mother, is... Uh, we're cracking some beers. Uh, Beverly, the mother, uh, finds out that Barry has a crush on some girl, so she dresses up and goes to the Halloween party and is going to try to v- convince this girl that Barry's this cool dude. And, and I guess she finds out she's a model, too, so she's kind of like scared that she's going to shut him down. Uh, you get some fun costumes. Uh, the kids dress as the Rubik's Cube. They got There's a Ghostbusters bit in there. And then Barry as Hulk is awesome. Mm-hmm. I Again, I didn't remember this being as Halloween. I know that I didn't watch the second episode, the next episode, because that one I think is Halloween only in the, like, the opening yeah. and then the rest is not. So I skipped that one. But yeah, I'm going to give this eight pumpkins out of ten. Oh, Still nice. a lot yeah, of fun. It's, uh, it's a good one. Yeah, this w- this made a jump for me because I, th- I think the first time I... I, th- I think there is... It's similar to the Brooklyn Nine-Nine where the characters are a little bit broader yeah. than they become. Um it, it, it's really good. Have you watched the Goldbergs at all? No, but I know it's a great show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're an, are you are you an eighties? I'm from the eighties. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I think you'd get a kid because like every episode is like they do an episode. He thought and, you were the fifties for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't I'm know. I'm growing if you're, my hair right now. You could be I'm, older yeah. or younger. I have no clue. I don't yeah, know anymore. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm at that point where you can't tell. Um, but uh, yeah, like every episode, like one is like Goonies, and it's them. Actually finding the map the- and they actually get like the score for all these movies somehow and it's them find the map and then they go on this mm-hmm. Goonies adventure one is like Back to the uh, Future and they actually have the actual car and the hover- hoverboard and the whole episode is about a hoverboard like if you're an 80s kid like every ep- one is about like a Nintendo like Zelda game yeah. every episode focuses on uh, either like an 80s movie TV show video game like some kind of pop culture thing so. the AIDS season is weird though yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that's fun that's where I kind of <laughs> dropped out but. but he's the guy from uh, Larry David right isn't he uh, from oh Jeff Garland yeah. Yeah. is that the guy yeah yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I definitely know the show. It's not on my radio. Oh, Kyle's drinking. Uh-oh. Oh, it's got to get crazy up in so here. By, by the last uh, couple yeah. movies, I won't go. be making sense. Yeah. So uh, what? What'd you watch, Ken? I watched actually three TV shows. So I'll do them quick. Yeah. Have you guys ever watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I haven't. Actually, actually I never have. All right. Me neither. So, I've seen the movie. This I, seems, I want to. This I want seems to. weird that none of us <laughs> have. Yeah. Yeah, so a friend of mine is really watching it right now, and... Uh, hey, hey, this is Movie City Mania. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry, yeah, this, this is my only TV... I just talked about three TV episodes. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> All right, so the movie version of the TV show, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, actually the TV show with the movie version. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I think the movie was first, right? Season yeah. one, episode yeah. nine, the puppet show. Buffy is uh, stalking some sort of villain, which we find out is a puppet, but the puppet's not all that it seems. It's kind of like Puppet Master Light. I think actually awesome. you of all people, Maddie, might like I it. I might give this a shot. And yeah. it's probably better than the Puppet Master films. <laughs> yeah, so I, I grew up watching <laughs> Puppet Master films too, and they were not high on my radar because I always felt like it's a puppet. 
Yeah. You can take it. I was like, I played it. soccer, man. Yeah. I think I could take a puppet. Like, if it was coming at me, I would just. You kick always. It. They always find a way to trip somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're yeah. right. But now, uh, now, Ken, did you. Now, are you a Buffy? Like, did you watch the whole series? No, and, no, no. So I only got turned on this because a friend of mine's been watching. They just kind of said, hey, this is a good show. So I said, okay, I'll watch it in preparation for this uh, night. Honestly, you know, it was it was okay. It's got Armin Shimmerman, so he played Quark on Deep Space Nine. Okay. Uh, not that it matters, but I just want to let people know he's in it. <laughs> and uh, other than that, it's Six Pumpkins, another show I watched was Supernatural. Anybody? Now my wife is into I, that. For I a have bit. the first. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to one day that. watch it, and I've oh, watched okay. some. Okay, so you should episodes. watch at least the first five seasons. Yeah. It's a fantastic show. I watched the one called Season Five, Episode Nineteen, Hammer of the Gods. I don't want because you guys are going to watch. Basically, the whole plot line is. Lucifer's on the planet. He's causing some ha- havoc. It's one of those, like, uh, the whole episode centered around, like, they end up at a hotel. There's a bunch of gods there, and they're trying to figure out what to do about this Lucifer guy. But Lucifer's got other plans. I don't, I, I would normally This just, sounds actually kind of badass. Seems I like, like American just, God shit. Yeah, like, honestly, you should watch the first five seasons of Supernatural. It is, like, top level. It's almost, like, grim level, I think. Uh, maybe even more so. Grim, where? Yeah, where's Grim been at? Yeah. He's on vacation, baby. <laughs> yeah, he was on, I'm, I'm just getting back. I'm actually yeah. looking at season five, and they have an episode called "The Real Ghostbusters," and then they have an episode oh, called yeah. "My Bloody Valentine." They got very like by season five. They, you know, like most TV shows, are kind of like they found their kind of like mm-hmm. it's like that a Star Trek thing where like Riker grows the beard. You ever heard of that? It's when things get good. Yeah. So by episode season five, Supernatural, they've grown their beards. Like the, <laughs> if the show is like firing on all cylinders, and they get really creative in season five. They're going, we're just going to kind of spoof and have Embrace, fun with what we yeah. like. Nice. And anyways, the last one I watched was uh, Futurama season two, episode eighteen, The Honking. I love this episode. Yeah, Isn't absolutely it great? love this episode. All I'm, I think my only thing I wrote here as a note was Christine, like the card, like the movie Christine. Mm-hmm. Meets the Wolfman. Yeah, that's that's, kinda, that's exactly what it is. So that was. A I should really pumpkins. watch that. I, yeah. I remember seeing that, but mm-hmm. it's it's been forever. It's got a cool atmosphere. Yeah. The I jokes have, work. Yeah. That, those two. I, yeah, I didn't I'm know a, they did. I'm a huge episodes. Futurama oh, early season. See, I'm, I never got into it. I know Becky yeah. really liked it, and she doesn't care about The Simpsons. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to watch that. Maybe. Yeah. I, I remember when it first went on the air. I didn't really care about it either. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this is supposed to be the new Simpsons, and for what I didn't didn't click. And then it was when we were in the studio making our first record, Maddie and I, mm. we were watching it like on a break. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. this is as good as... If yeah. not better than The Simpsons was it's, at that it, point. It was, oh, better almost, than The Simpsons at yeah, that point, for is. sure. It's smarter, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's got a little more heart. Yeah, they get the melodramatic, carry. but it actually works. Like, it's not like a... The episode with the dog. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that, now that's a horror show right there. Yeah. Like, that sits <laughs> with you. Um, what was the episode called? Uh, the honking, honking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and sorry, what, what were your ratings for those? Did you give the? Ratings? I gave yeah. the honking. Uh, I think I gave it like a seven, and I think I gave uh, Buffy a six. Pumpkins, and what was the other one I watched? Supernatural. Uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. I really liked that episode, so I gave that probably like eight. Pumpkins. With Buffy, should I watch the entire series or is that episode? I've only I watched one watch, episode. Yeah, it's, you weren't like <laughs> lost. Like, who are these characters? Who no, is well, this? It, it's why like are a, they? Why are they slaying the, the vampires? The great thing about TV <laughs> is you can walk in there and go like, I know what's going on. Yeah, they're killing somebody, and something's yeah. going on. It's pretty easy to figure out. It was good though. Like, I, I, I think Buffy's like it's a. It's. I met a lot of people who love that show. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they just love it. There's diehards, aren't there? Oh yeah. Like it's got its own. Same thing with Supernatural. Like these are like yeah. whole realms of fan bases that people don't even know are, that are out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. 
Anyways, uh, those are my TV shows. I watched some other TV shows, but I'll talk about them later. I don't okay. know. Okay, cool. Um, I watched next from 2014, uh, Stuart Thorndike, uh, who I believe this is his only uh, feature film. Lyle, have you guys heard of this? This is basically like um, a Rosemary's Baby... Meets Lyle with Lyle, le- Lyle lesbians. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think like, yeah, love it. <laughs> it's, it. Gabby Hoffman is the lead in it. You remember Gabby Hoffman? Yeah. She was the kid in uh, Uncle Buck and Field of Dreams when we were growing up. And she's done a few movies in the past couple of years. Yeah, right? she's yeah. she's showing up in a bunch of stuff. This she was way more kind of like even keeled. I thought her com- performance in this, but still kind of loopy, yeah. was quite good. Uh, and it, it, it's it's an interesting setup. This this lesbian couple, they get this great apartment in Brooklyn in a brownstone and it seems like it's really cheap and mm. there's room for their, their kid and they got another kid coming on the way and uh, and then tragedy strikes the one kid um, but the 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 wife the other wife doesn't seem to care like and her career's just taking mm. off and she's selling more records for Michael Che might be the artist. I don't even know. Um, it the problem for me is like it, it kind of sets up this really great story, and she's so good, and then it just starts running through the beats. Like, oh, there's the weird lady downstairs. She's doing this weird thing. Yeah, and then that seems a little bit odd. Like watching Morris Berry on fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the opposite approach of how that should yeah. be, even though it's on fast forward, but all the scenes are trying to set up the foreboding nature. It doesn't really and work. And it doesn't really work. Um, I, I still really think it's got a, a really great lead performance and, and, and some cool setup that's what's going on as it spirals. And it's got a great end if it, it deserved it. Um, I'm going to give it six pumpkins. Oh, nice. Because it seems interesting, but yeah, um, <laughs> it is interesting. It like it, yeah. it, 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 it might be worth a watch. I'll jump in. I watched uh, from 1979, Dracula. Dead um, and loving it. No. <laughs> they originally filmed it in '79. Yeah. I need to revisit. The that. world was Time not capsules. ready. Patrick <laughs> just re-released that one too. Actually, uh, no. This is the I've never seen this version. This is the Frank Langella version. He's playing Dracula. Oh yeah. Uh, Lawrence uh, Lawrence Olivier is Van Helsing. Donald Pleasance oh, wow. is in there as well. Um, despite Francis Ford Coppola getting shit for adding all the romantic stuff into his Bram Stoker's Dracula. This is actually the first Dracula movie, I believe, to add all this where Dracula is in love with Lucy and they have this oh, yeah. romance. And, like, it, I don't know, it kind of bugs me. Like, I don't know if he, she's supposed to be, like, under a spell or she just wants the the, the Dracula yeah, tang. Um, <laughs> Were you going to say the D? Yeah. I was going to say the Dracula. Oh, nice. yeah, the Dracula. <laughs> sure. Um, she, yeah, she wants to suck. No. no. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't His li- neck. Yeah. yeah. His, His neck. neck. Yeah, come on. Get your minds no, out of the gutter. Come on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I dislike that because it just made me kind of hate the character, the, yeah. the whole movie. But there, this is, uh, this is it's a pretty close adaptation, but they do make some changes as well to the story. Um, the whole opening is completely like they cut out all the stuff with Harker going there mm. and the castle getting stuck. Like this opens where Dracula's coming on, on the back. boat, already arriving. Um, and this one, Mina is Van Helsing's daughter, which was mm. a, a weird change. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it looks really cool, which I, I thought like it's visually there's a lot is of. Is it great- Dan Curtis? No, this is uh, this is a big theatrical movie actually. Oh, it's a big, decent budget. It's kind of it's weird though because the director of it then uh, I forget you don't um, remember I forget his name. But here's the thing: if you bought it on DVD, the director like decided in the '90s that he he originally wanted this drained, almost black and white look. So I think if you bought it in the '90s on DVD or the free, first Blu-ray for sure, 
he he drained all the color. Ah. So it's this beautiful, colorful film, but he drained all the color to it the point where it's almost black and white, and it looks like shit. Mm. Or, and it, might, it might work, but it's weird. But the guy that did Saturday Night Fever decides no color. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, this film is a very colorful, beautiful, colorful film, which is the weird thing. Like, mm. it, I think that's one of the highlights of it. So when Scream Factory released a collector's edition of this, one thing they did was they made sure to include the original cut. So you get both versions on there, which I think you need. Don't ever buy the other Blu-ray because yeah. you want the colors in this one. Um, there's a really cool scene where they, you know, the, the famous, you know, the, it follows a book where they go to the coffin of Mina. Yeah. And this one, though, they go to her coffin, and she's missing, and it's like it's underground, and there's a hole that's been dug there, and they think, oh, maybe the rats dug and grabbed her. And there's this really cool scene under the crypt where they got to go in and face off the vampire. That's actually kind of badass. There, there's some stuff I really liked in it. Um, and va- this one, Dracula can turn into mist and bats and wolves. Mm. Uh, I, I enjoyed Langella as Dracula was kind of this yeah. menacing presence, surprisingly, too. Um yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I'm, oh, nice. not, I'm not sure where it fits. Like, his Bram Stoker's I really like, but it has issues, obviously. Yeah. I really like the Bella Lugosi version. Um, mm-hmm. But again, that is, you know, cuts out a lot it of stuff, too. also has issues, yeah. Yeah, it's like we haven't had the perfect... I, Dan Curtis actually did a Dracula version. I know, version with Jack Pallets. Jack, which Pallets, I didn't, I I didn't, say, I didn't yeah. love that. I didn't love that one. I know a lot of people like that one. I didn't. That's one, not one of my favorites. I already favorites. told you, it's, it's the it's um, the guy Madden. Uh, Dracula, it's the best Dracula. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I do. I would watch that if I could. Do you have? Do you own it? I don't own it. Oh, I, okay. I, I, it, it, I don't think it's on there right now. I'm, but I'm a big Criterion fan. Like, had all of his collection. I think I own like ten adaptations of this yeah. film, and I've seen a lot. So I think I'm a big fan. I think that's I with story. Guy Madden's version is like I, maybe if you didn't know the story, but it, it assumes you just know the story. So you just follow it. You can follow it, and it's just like. It's a fucking head trip. He doesn't hold your hand through the uh, plot line of it. There's no fucking. It's like a silent movie. Yeah. And without the, with very little in terms. Like there's some title card stuff, I I believe, but it. it, Ooh, there's a tasty neck. (laughs) (laughs) But like it's uh, often, I think with with Madden when he used title cards, it's usually for actually punchlines. Mm. Um, I I don't recall that one as as much, but like that that wouldn't be yeah. too. It wouldn't be like that's a tasty <laughs> neck, but um, be in that vein. But it's really to like maybe get you there. So for me, I think they're all the same. They're all kind of flawed. All the Draculas are. My flawed. favorite is probably the Christopher Lee one, which I know you didn't like, but I, I kind of like the changes they make in that one. And maybe yeah. it's not as flashy, but I I don't know. I think story wise, it's my favorite. But um, I will say, I, you know, what we need to see and cover one time is Argento's Dracula. Has anyone seen that? No. no. That's supposed to be like a clusterfuck. Like it, I, I'm not even joking. I think Dracula I think turns I into that. Dracula turns into all done in bad CGI in 3D. Uh, 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 life-size uh, mantis, CGI mantis. Oh, mantis. Praying, praying mantis. Yeah, why <laughs> do you, not? Do you think we'll get a Dracula now that, you know, they're doing the monster movies again? Like, they're, they just... Didn't well, they did the Dracula Untold, oh. right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the, like a present day. Uh, yeah. well, they, I, I, who cares? It's going to be a present day one. Because like. they're doing a present day Wolfman, right? Yeah, like, well, oh, all of them are going to be... Pre- I don't... Like, a, a present day Dracula doesn't interest me. Like, I don't know. That's a vampire movie. We have a thousand. Yeah, vampire, I think I think I the know. best version that's present day wouldn't that be let the right one in? Like that's in terms yeah. of vampire yeah. mythos. I thought they did a good job. Vampire in Brooklyn might be the. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, what else, Maddie? I watched uh, some Bob Burgers episodes. I watched the uh, Hauntening from uh, season six, episode three. This is a cool idea where uh, the I love this one. adults yeah. get a house because like their youngest daughter has never been scared of any of the things they've tried to scare her with. So they actually make a haunted house and it 
turns on its ear that's way not supposed to. It was so much we fun. We need to do this like an yeah. intervention for Dan so yeah. he can finally get a film that's over seven. We'll yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I almost... I, I love full bars, but this one is almost... It's up as, there, right? It's, it's almost as good for me. Yeah, I'm going to give it that eight pumpkins. And I also watched a Tina Witch where uh, oh, yeah. Tina's learning about witchcraft, so she's constantly trying to put spells on people and what have you, but she actually runs into a real witch who puts a spell on her, so she thinks, and yeah. This wasn't, wasn't as great yeah, as the I, other I one. I remember that up. Yeah, like so I'm giving one. it 6.5 pumpkins. I watched um, Tim Burton's Frankenweenie, and this is the oh, 2012 yeah. version. Nice. This, this is the first time I'd seen this. I'd re- seen the original a couple, probably a handful of times. As a as a child, oh, yeah, I used to own it on VHS because we had an English bull terrier. So I think my dad was like, "Oh, here's a yeah, it's a movie about your dog." Movie about yeah, which is maybe not the yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dog dies like right in the beginning. Um, this is really well done. Yeah. Uh, I, again, like all of the like the the stop motion stuff is it's incredible great, yeah. in this, uh, and it looks great. The black and white is great. Cool. The characters have heart. Like they're all the characters are great. I think the one thing that I notice is. Is the actual story they have to stretch, right? Like, mm-hmm. th- there's a reason why the original was twelve minutes. But what, it's kind of fun. Like they add all the Godzilla yeah. shit at the end and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 fine. Like, but there, there's definitely it feels padded, right? Yeah. Right. The movie uh, yeah. to me, um, I I I still really dug it, and and you know I've been doing a bunch of this Tim Burton. I might fit in a couple more. Uh, you got to do Sleepy see. Hollow. That uh, made my top one hundred. Yeah, made your top. I I, I think I I done Sleepy Hollow maybe two. And or I three. would even allow Ed Wood to count. I would give you the point for that. Yeah, Ed would you? Good. Would you? Well, it's pretty much about them making a horror film, right? I don't know, man. It doesn't. It's, it's Deep Space Nine. I, I, I was thinking maybe <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Maybe no, I'll Deep do. Space Nine. I set you up. Yeah, you no, did <laughs> actually. You got my head, man. No, You're all dude, in there. for Nine from Outer Space is a horror film, not yeah, a sci-fi. It's about it's yeah. about aliens bringing yeah. zombies back to life. Yeah, I, I, I'd give it's it. It's got Bella Lugosi, and it it has like the the feel of it. Just to me, feels like we'll see about Edward Scissorhands. I haven't seen that in a bajillion years. Is that a horror though? I would see. Yeah, I would say I would count Edward more than Edward Scissorhands. Drama, but it's a a monster. Like still, like he's kind of Frankenstein. He's been created, yeah. But I think I I don't. To me, again, I think it's like feel like Edward has the feel and style with the music and the look they're going for. Whereas Mm -hmm. that is like going for like a little bit more fantasy and like yeah, drama and romance. But he's also trying to. He tries to play up the. The universal stuff. Yeah, as, I would. As it well. has I'll the it, I guess. I think too. It is. It doesn't take place at Christmas or something. A chunk of it. Yeah, or, maybe. I remember a snowing scene with. Well, he makes the snow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So I'm going to give that seven point five pumpkins. Nice. Frank yeah. and Weenie. Mm-hmm. That's nice. what we've been talking about. Not yeah. Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah, Edward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did one more uh, for the night. Uh, Howl of the Devil from 1988. Another written, directed, and starring Paul Nashi flick. Now, this is one that came out near the end of, like, I mean, he did movies, like, fuck up until, like, the 2000s. But this is, like, kind of the end of his, the prime of his career. I think he had, like, a, a failure or two. Um, this yeah. one had a ton of production Downplay. issues, and I don't think it was a big success either. But uh, so he plays a failed actor in this who lives in an isolated mansion with his butler and his nephew. Uh, his brother was also an actor who had a little bit more success doing B-horror films, so kind of like this meta thing going on there. Um, I guess he discovered his brother was having an affair with his wife and died shortly after. You don't know what happened. So now the brother is, you know, taking uh, care of the nephew. Uh, So the butler goes around and picks up these attractive hitchhiking women, brings them back to the house, 
And then he kind of does these strange kind of sad, what's the word I'm looking, sado or erotic, where it's like, you know, some kinky, kinky oh, stuff going uh, on. Uh, going yeah, on. but he disguises himself in like various, as various like characters in the in the past of cruel characters, like he does Rasputin, uh, okay. Bluebeard, yeah. Fu Manchu with like, yes, the, the not makeup that would not be okay these days. <laughs> um, but strangely, like you think it's going to go, he doesn't kill them though. You think that's where it's going. It doesn't. Yeah. Like he does these weird sex things with them. Pays, pays him a shitload of money, yeah, and then throws him out in the middle of the night and says, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like the one guy's like, "It's it's like the middle of the night. We're in the middle of nowhere. Should I? Can I? I can I at least drive her to the town?" He's like, "No, it's not my problem. She's just a <laughs> she's just a whore. Throw her out on the thing." So, but when when these girls go out, someone a gloved killer is killing these women. Like this movie's a bit of a mess. Whoa, what a huh. terrible! Like at first you get essentially yeah. raped, yeah. and then like, yo, you're walking home like, yeah. oh fuck, all right, I guess, and then you get killed. Yeah. And then here's you know, it gets it gets yeah. weirder. It gets weirder. <laughs> so the nephew is talking to his dead father, but his dead father every time shows up in the various horror characters that he played. So he might show up as Frankenstein. He might show up as oh, a hunchback in Notre Dame. That's kind of cool. Um, the butler you find out is like practicing dark arts in the basement, oh, of, course. of course, and he's yeah. possibly the one that's bringing back the brother. You got Carolyn Monroe is thrown in there again, another. <laughs> Ladies, Carolyn Monroe, and she's like the the cook in in the in the house and takes care of the son. But Nash Nashi's infatuated with her, but she's always pushing him away. You also find out she has some plot where she was raped, <laughs> and there's a priest in there. <laughs> Jesus and the, Christ! The, yeah. the priest is in love with her, and the priest is trying to get with her, and she keeps on pushing him away. This film is just this crazy mess, and you can kind of understand yeah, there probably man. was product. It feels like this was Nash near the end saying, you know what? I never got to play Frankenstein. I never got to. I'm going to, let's like do a movie. <laughs> I want to do it all. And all those costumes yeah. look cool. It's fun seeing him in that. Um, and it's it's Nashy saying, I want to bet a bunch of beautiful women on camera, and I want to dress, dress up as all like, my yeah, horror yeah. characters that I didn't get to do. So he's just exercising his fantasy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it, right. Because it does have this kind of meta thing approach, right? It's all about this. And he even comments, you know, like, you know, the critics never really gave him credit but he you know had success with these b-movie characters i'm gonna give it five pumpkins out of ten it, ah. it was weird it was interesting yeah. it sounds like you'd give it way more like it seems like a interesting yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that's it there's a it's like a weird mess of film but it's it's not like this i don't know again like you're not getting these you think you have him in Dracula yeah. or, or these vampire or can't talk these frankenstein <laughs> and all these yeah. different Halloween, like cool monster costumes but they don't do anything it's just the kid talks to him yeah. in this fantasy and then they go away like yeah. you think like oh what if he could have frankenstein or even when he's in like the fu man and all that shit yeah. you would do some kind of crazy kill relating to it he doesn't like he does all these costumes and he does just, nothing with them uh, you think you'd take advantage wasted of that opportunity yeah exactly um so yeah it, it wasn't uh not not my favorite nashi film but still worth a look i guess uh, again i think every film of his even the bad ones are still there's still something about them that's like that was kind of i haven't seen that before uh what did you guys finish off the night with i am done for the 24th i i I got two more uh things i'll go through quick quickly uh so midnight mass uh season one episode six this oh this is the ultimate episode this is this the one just before the, the penultimate yeah um uh book uh six act of the apostles and this is a good show. I gotta check it out, right? Uh, it's really good, and I'll, I'll, I'm sure I will talk about it more. But I'm giving yeah. this eight uh, Ooh, wow. pumpkins. Woo. Um, yep, Flanagan. Uh, he's, he's he's got, got that a lane long run, here. man. Yeah. And then I watched Grimm season three, Grimm, episode Grimm, nineteen. Grimm. Uh, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. This is where like another Grimm nobody comes on. Knows. 
shoes, the trouble I've seen. Do we all know this just because of fucking space? space I, I, I yeah. think the same thing. Yeah. I, I yeah. think the exact same thing. Nobody knows but Jesus. Um, uh, yeah, this is a good episode. I, th- I think it's a little bit of a step down. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins. Mm. Mm, that's not bad. Yeah. So good. A great show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to check it out. Right. Uh, okay, is that it for the 24th? I think the 24th. Yeah, we're the 25th. on 25th. All right. So on the uh, the 25th, I I finished off watching Midnight Mass, uh, the final episode, which is uh, Act 7. Uh, I think it is uh, Revelation. Is, is it? So... The, I'm I'm one that's not often like drawn in by religion uh, in yeah. anything, and it, it, it's often actually like in a horror movie. Turns you off. It, it's, it's but just, you did like ritual though, didn't you? Which is kind of a uh, not, not ritual. Um, I forget the apostle. one. Apostle. A- apostle. I really yeah. like as well. Yeah, which which seems more kind of like pagany, yeah. and my, I kind of might dig that a little bit more. But uh, this whole series is excellent. Again, it it kind of starts. Where there's a lot of setup, you're not sure. It's on this cool island, but but man, like you can tell how personal it is. And I feel like it's. More, have you watched any of this, not Ken, yet, or, or no one else has watched no. any of this? Um, I think it 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 might be. I think it's his best. I think it's his best work. But really, um, I think it's it's you know for me it would have been the original Hill House or Hush yeah. would have been the 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 two that I would have recommended the most. Uh, even though I really like uh, Blind Manor quite a bit, um, this for me, like, there's, there's something like one. I think he now knows how to do large set pieces, and there's some great stuff. That, you know, there's I, I don't want to give it much yeah, away. That's the issue. Like, you want to talk about? Was it um, like in the uh, Haunting of Hell House? There was like ghosts constantly throughout it. Does it have any of that like fun stuff or not really? There's a little bit of that with yeah. w- one thing. Okay. But it's very minimal compared. The, the horror elements are less in terms of like the ooh spooky, spooky yeah. but the horror elements in terms of like the overall yeah what's going on is there constantly, which now when I rethink about what's happened in yeah. the series it makes a bit more sense. Makes makes some mm. sense. He's the one guy too that feels like the extra time is worth it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I think he doesn't work as well as a it film time, director. Yeah, time crunch doesn't. Really... Um, but he directs every single episode of this. I think he writes or co-writes all of them. There's only seven. Oh, and that's the other thing. I think he knew the story. I think he knew how long he wanted to tell it. I think uh, he laid it out. Where Hill House probably would be better if it was one less. Yeah, there's some filler. So I, I haven't seen either. Should I just jump in at Hill House and work up, or can I go back? They're all amazing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not tied together at all. Oh, okay. Um, they're all their own separate thing, too. Yeah, which is kind of cool, because if you want to, like, here's, like, six, seven episodes. Like, yeah, all right, I'll watch could, this, and if I dig it, I'll watch the next. Yeah, I can do that in two way. days. Yeah. I can do that. Um... Uh, I think this one, the episode's a bit longer. I think they're like an hour and 20. Yeah, oh, they're movies? Like, like movie length? They're uh, an hour and seven minutes, uh, I think, oh, is a pretty oh standard. Right, three days. British TV. Uh, <laughs> yeah, British TV <laughs> length. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think he's cemented himself as, you know. One of the better TV well, directors. And one of the be- better horror directors and, and genre directors. Prestige worldwide level? or Who? 
Oh, Prestige Worldwide. Oh. You guys know, I don't know. Testing your stepbrother's knowledge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to give, uh, this one an 8.5. I think it really stuck the landing. I probably would retroactively give Gospels, I think, which is the fifth episode, close to, to that as well. And I, I might give the whole thing as a whole, because I think every, the mm-hmm. sum is greater than its parts. I'm going to give it 8.5. Everything. Eh? Yeah, I'll watch it in November. I think I might. Dive yeah. in. Yeah. It's all yeah, it's 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 great. I, I do think it's a good movie to watch or a good series to watch in the in the fall. Mm-hmm. So um nice. that's that. I know I, I you know hadn't talked about the specifics of the show too much, but uh I, I totally really think great. that you might not uh give too much away. I kinda want to go in kind of blind a little bit on this yeah. one. Yep. Yeah, it's the problem with the Hill House and like the Blind Manor. You kind of know where it's going essentially. Because the, this is the other yeah. thing. This is a truly original yeah piece from him right like and i i feel that uh you know yeah. this is these are concepts and ideas he's been wrestling he's with and thinking about for a long time dudes who can make a netflix budget look good too oh I've yeah i've noticed this about his stuff it yeah. always looks like a better than the money that he has to spend because most netflix stuff looks kind of cheap and 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 at this point i think they're giving yeah, him I, I actually yeah. watched two netflix films but i didn't finish them because i fell asleep yeah they they're like, boring they're bland like yeah, nothing really yeah i can't not visually it. stimulating yeah Anyways, speaking of visually, Kyle feels completely awesome. different yeah, though. He he, he loves, loves all Netflix. the Netflix. Yeah, the guy's just watching a movie right now. Is what he's <laughs> doing. <laughs> I watched uh, from uh, I didn't write down the year. I'm uh, no oh nine Triangle. Oh yeah, uh, you've seen this or no? I've only seen the sequel Square. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> there was <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Sorry. Uh, there was a wow. These, Maddie got yeah. maddied there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's throwing me off my like axis here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, so there's this uh, group of people going on this cruise ship. They hit uh, weird things happen when they're getting on the boat. They're like, "Hey, what's going on with that girl?" Like, ah, I just, her son's in school. Like, odd things are happening. They get on this boat. They run in a foul of a storm. They end up on this giant uh, yacht or a cruise ship that's abandoned. And just weird things keep happening. Yeah. Where can I give things away or? I, I don't know if I should or not. I don't know if it matters either. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it turns into kind of a loop. Oh, it's it's insane. I guess a loop happens. So have you ever seen it? No, you've no, never. You've no. only seen Square. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyle, did this or make like, your top the sequel was of the cube? decade? Because uh, it, it's a twenty uh, yeah, two thousand nine. But it did yeah. I think? Yeah, I think uh, it's one of those ones that yeah, like it it came in two thousand nine, but we didn't get it here till like two thousand. Oh, so it made the best of I, year. I thought it. I thought it did. I yeah. can't remember. I think it did. Anyways, yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, someone starts murdering this group and these girls are like what's going on and it turns out like every time they die another group of them comes so oh. there's like thousands of these people and it just kind of gets it's regenerative crazier and so you've crazier. seen this before yeah 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 first i'm like all right that was kind of interesting Christopher Smith, right? I think yeah yeah, yeah. so and the I second like time him. i'm like oh wow this is awesome because so it just i kind of went a little bit of the other like i still think it's yeah. awesome but i kind of went the other way oh, did you? a little bit it lost steam for you it eh? lost steam for me because i rewatched it for our top 75 of the uh, the 2010s, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a lock. Yeah. And I watched it. it I, I felt the end gets a little convoluted. I thought the ending was kind of dope. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I thought the end, like, oh, where are they going to go? How are they going to end this? Like, this could have ended at any point. I think this, I'd also just seen Coherence. Uh, so maybe that. Which does the same yeah. kind of stuff, but I feel like it's like a step <laughs> that above. That does it a bit better. I'll give you that. Like, yeah. Did in you this see one. Coherence? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find the characters in that were a bit more well thought out, where these characters were kind of a bit... Three or four of them were bland, and the rest were like, oh, you're watching it for these characters. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- there's a little bit of a... 
uh, everybody is a, a, st- a paper thin yeah. uh, stereotype. So, yeah, like, I'm still giving it eight. Like, yeah. This is awesome. Like, check it out. Like, it's pretty much a slasher film on a cruise ship, and they're stuck in a time loop. Yeah. yeah. It's, really, it, it's awesome. If that sounds good <laughs> to, to you, then you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. Purest pa- form. Part, part <laughs> of me, like, I, I think I give it 7.5 when yeah. I rewatch. And part of me thinks, like, I'll just watch it in a different mood where I haven't seen something else it's trying to play with eight. time in the same way. And I think it is fun to kind of watch it and try to put together when you know what's happening, because there's still yeah. a lot to it, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think that was the problem I had when I went deep, because I knew it, and I was like, that's a hole, that's a hole, that's a problem, that's yeah. a problem. Where maybe if I was just like... Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> where coherence is like, they thought about it for fucking yeah. years to, mm. to pay, put that together. Have you seen that one, Ken? No, I want to. Yeah, that's that's yeah. really good. What day are we on? Am I gonna? Am yeah, twenty fifth. Yeah, jump oh. in, buddy. Uh, I watched uh, Fright Night Part Two from nineteen eighty eight. Oh wow! Didn't even know this existed. So this is sequel. Well, yeah, that's it's, yeah. it's it's it actually has this cult following. Does it take place in a nightclub? Is that this one? Or I'm thinking no. Vamp. That's Vamp. Yeah. So th- yeah, this is this had like a quick DVD release. It went lo- out of print, and it now is really expensive. It hasn't had a Blu-ray release or some kind of rights mm. issue. No one knows who owns it. I've heard people not like it, and I don't get that. I think if you like the original Fright Night, you're going to have a blast with this. This is directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, who oh, wrote nice. and directed yeah. Halloween 3. My boy. Um, so I think it does a really good job of continuing. So we have Charlie Brewster's now in college. Uh, thanks to a psychiatric therapy, he now believes that everything in the first film never happened. He doesn't believe there was ever vampires. He got hypnotized? No, like I think <laughs> it's just, you know, he's just... The uh. psychiatrist kind of... Uh. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't know that song. Um, don't Come know what on, you guys are doing there, baby. Um, buddy, buddy, buddy. Can no. you, you see? Sometimes your neck you... just hit the tazzles me. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> Biggie man. No. Oh, big, Biggie small. What's there, it yeah. there it is. Yeah, Biggie small. I've never. Yeah, I don't. From the sand I don't think I've yeah. ever heard a full song of his, but I think I kind of know what you're talking about. Fair oh enough. My God, um, Jesus, where <laughs> where have you been? Yet never watched Boy Meets World, and now you don't know Notorious yeah, B.I.G. Yeah, different they, world. I was too busy watching Roseanne and Are You Afraid of the Dark and Martin. Okay, that's 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 my uh, thing. Uh, so yeah, the, um, he doesn't believe uh, Vin, Peter Vincent though does is back. Roddy McDowell is back oh, nice. in this. Um, he though knows all that they're real. Um, but yeah, anyways, new vampires come to town. This time they're on campus. This time, and there's a lead uh, female vampire this time around that kind of has this like spell on Charlie. Um, and she wants revenge on her, uh, Charlie and Peter, from what happened in the first film. And they explain why. Um, I just thought it did this a really great job of like doing a sequel but not repeating. Um, it just feels like a natural successor the mm-hmm. way like all the characters and everything are. Uh, the vampires this time are a little bit more colorful. Um, Marcy Darcy is thankfully gone because oh, no I just like turn that. I just yeah. don't see her as sex symbol. <laughs> uh, but he's got a hot new girl in this one, and she's much better. She's more of an, a more interesting character, has more to do. Uh, yeah, just so fun to see Roddy McDowell back and so slaying you, vampires. Do you like this better than the original? No. Okay. I, I really like. I really enjoy the original. It made my top hundred. This would not be a hot top one hundred, but I think again, it's a worthy sequel. And I wish it was on Blu-ray. Like, I think it's if more people saw it, I think they would like. I, I there's a podcast I listen to. And the one guy loves this film, like he puts it over the first film. I wouldn't go that far, but again, like I've also heard until this podcast, I heard everyone shit on this film and how yeah. it's this terrible sequel. I, I disagree with that. I had a lot of fun with it. 
Uh, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. How did you watch this one? If it, it, it's, I watched on YouTube. It's like a DVD quality. It's Again, it's impossible yeah, not to find it. unless you're buying bootlegs. So, um, and who knows if It's just ever. always interesting. If, if Kyle, if there's no Blu-ray, yeah. Yeah. it's like how... It's YouTube. Yeah, it's, 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 it doesn't exist. YouTube. That, that's right. If it's Blu-ray or if it's not on Blu-ray, then I'm watching YouTube because that's probably the only way to watch well, well, it. How did you watch the Treehouse of Horror? Those I have on DVD. I have this. So you did them on the, on the yeah, DVD? Yeah, on the DVD. Uh, yeah, I try to watch either. It's either physical for me, and if it doesn't have a physical release, then I will watch the other option, but I try to do physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully this gets... I know Scream Factor. I know this has... like This is one of the most requested titles yeah. just because it's this big title that everyone wants, and like Scream Factory's been trying to get it. I think pretty much Arrow's been trying... Every, every company's been trying to get it, and there's some weird rights issue holding it up, but... Uh, I, I recommend it again. I'm not saying it's going to blow your mind, but I I wasn't expecting it. But Ed, Ed Asner died, so he owned the rights <laughs> to this. It'll be fine, <laughs> possibly. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, can uh, you? Oh jump yeah. In? So uh, th- the movie I watched that I watched a couple movies that were actually three. But uh, Bram St- Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mouthful, but yeah, you I got love there. this movie. I, I grew up with it this was movie. Dope, right? It looks it was, great. It was my sexual awakening. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, because I was 11 when I saw it. And Keanu did, yeah. in theaters. Keanu's no top less. of his game in that. Yeah, man. But Nona Ryder was like insane in this, right? Oh like, yeah, I love this film. Yeah. I had a chance to uh, meet the well. We, he so the guy who owns oh, Fred uh, Fred Fuchs. P- Fred Fuchs. He's yeah. one of the investors slash board members for the Westdale Theater. Oh, nice! And it, a couple of years pre COVID, they did a um, uh, meet the director kind of well, meet the producer mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he told backstories behind the making of the film. It was so cool. That's awesome. I had the opportunity to tell him how that movie changed my life because I kept bugging my mom when I was eleven, going, "I got to see this film. Got to see this film." Yeah. So she took me to the theater. It was rated R, though, wasn't it? Yeah. She took well. She didn't know that. Well, I'm sure she knew. Yeah. But we walked in there. I was 11, and we I sat beside her in the chairs, and this movie kicks on. Do you remember like the Keanu vampire orgy? Scene? Yeah, there's yeah. something like a sweet little uh, what's that called? Uh, not nymphs. What's the word for like vampire lovers? There's gotta uh, be nymphs. Nymphs. Yeah. I think yeah. you guys. Say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how it reoccurs. <laughs> Anyways. I just remember yeah, sitting in that chair going, this is amazing. And I look over, I'm like, my mom's beside me. I'm like, this can't be happening. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. Anyways, I shared that story with, uh, with uh, the, you know, the audience and Fred Fuchs. And uh, he got a big kick out of it. And uh, I, I felt like, thank you. You changed my life. <laughs> So now I'm in orgies. So <laughs> now, how do you feel? Do you not struggle? Are they blood orgies? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's that? Do you not struggle with Kennery's acting in that? Because oh yeah, so, it's tough, man. So like, here's he, the deal. I watched it recently because thinking it would make my top 100. Yeah, so. And visually, like there's so many visual. There's so many. And the yeah. Gary Oldman scene. is great in it. And that's that. When I went to school, that uh, film school, that. They say mise en scene. That was a a big term, and oh, you're going, okay. "What the fuck is this?" And it's basically like the background, right? Oh, like yeah. the, and they showed Dracula, so everyone would know what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah. And you did. You realized, yeah. like, oh, that that makes the, sense. what yeah. is going on in the background. Yeah. the mise en scene is is it, it really important. important? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I love th- I love that film because mm-hmm. it's got in screen effects. Apparently, oh, they yeah. like ran out of budget because they blew it on costumes and other things. <laughs> So they do a lot of things in the scream. Coppola went over budget. Oh yeah, imagine that. Here. The um, what was I going to say in terms of Keanu? Like, so speaking of pumpkins, like to me this is a ten pumpkin. Yeah, but I do knock it back a half because of Keanu. He might yeah. be the only flaw in. Yeah. I, I think I, I went on a writer. I thought she was. A little no, off I've always too. Loved I don't know. Like I, and yeah, even I like know. the uh, Vlad the Impaler's armor was so dope looking. Oh too. yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. This is one I'd like. I, I, this in uh, Kenneth mm. Branagh's 
uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein yeah. I've been kind of wanting to rewatch, but I don't know if I'll get I couldn't. Actually, it was on Netflix for a while, and I got about 20 minutes in, and I, I just fell asleep. Mm-hmm. There's just something about Kenneth Branagh films. I, I get pretty tired. Uh, the other movie I watched was actually, I think, one that Maddie might like. Uh, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Oh, right on. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of the Hellraiser series, mm-hmm. and I remember watching this movie as a kid going, remember the CD Cenobite? <laughs> That's like, the yeah. only one you remember. That's the only yeah. part of this movie you remember. Yeah, like talking maybe, about- Maybe the church scene. Yeah, so I, I anyways, but the reason the reason I like it now, because last month I just watched all of Deuce Space Nine, <laughs> Terry Farrell plays the lead in that movie. That's Jack Zia Dax from Steep Trek. Anyways, okay. doesn't matter. If you're a Star Trekker, you yeah, know you get it. A Star Trekker. Oh my God. Trekkie. Trekkie. Come on. <laughs> anyways, You've I've just love been that taken film. out of all <laughs> the message yeah, 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 boards. I know, exactly. Yeah. They're all excited. They're like, one of us, one of us. And then they're like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 Star no. Trekker. He's making it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it was a fantastic film. I like anything with yeah. Pinhead, man. He's pretty cool. Like it was probably like like a deep departure from the second. I thought like it's yeah. kind of like really the storyline is no different than the rest. You know, like basically Pinhead's got to get back on Earth. He's got to mm. get a bunch of blood. Like he's a bit more of a rock star in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little more. And there's actually his his angel side that's trying to battle. Him. Yeah, it's a pretty fantastic film. I think I watched a couple other, but I'll wait to you guys. What would you, what would you give this one? Oh, uh, let me check my notes. Uh my instinct says like seven. I yeah. think it's the same level as Wicker Man. Yeah. Yeah. Seven pumpkins. Pumpkins. Same level as Boar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I watched from uh, 2006 uh, Them. Have you guys seen this one? No. With Craven? It's like the original no. Strangers. Uh, yeah. So it's a. It's definitely like, a, you know, this, this couple, they're stuck in this home and all of a sudden... Get a knock on the door. Something starts, yeah, like there's banging, there's mm. weird noises outside. Her car is moved all of a sudden. And and it's got really great lead performances. So it, it's a French production, but it's based in Romania. And it's, it, it's based oh, on nice. a true story. And all the stuff in the house is unbelievably tense. Like, Well, you love The Strangers, too. It made, didn't mm, it make your top 100? It t- made my top 100. Yeah. Um, and and this is like everything in the house is great. It's this huge kind of like, um, uh, I'm I'm trying to think of the word of Maison like, scene. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> the, uh, of this this type of mansion that that you would see in the countryside. Mm-hmm. And um, it, Victorian? It, no, it's not a Victorian. But Maison scene. Maison scene. <laughs> so it's a Maison scene, and and but it's huge, and and they use the space really well, and there's some really tense scenes that's that's going on. And you don't know exactly what's happening. There's they use this like. Great kind of you know that that toy that you twist around and goes clack 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 clack. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They use that really really well, and then they kind of escape and it turns into something else. And the concept is really cool, but I don't know if they quite nail it. And it's funny because that's the stuff that's the true real story. Um, and I don't want to give anything away, but it, you know the the killers aren't exactly what you would think they are. Mm-hmm. Now, do you like this more or, or less? Than I would the say less. Oh wow, okay. Um, but not a huge man. I like it wouldn't have made my top hundred, but it mm-hmm. it may have made my top one fifty, top two hundred. Yeah, top two hundred probably. 100, yeah. So I'm gonna give this seven point five pumpkins. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good. I I can't. I'm kind of surprised. I'm I'm the only one here. That's, that's the one. That, yeah, that that was like part of the initial French new wave, I believe. Right. That yeah, was, uh, it's not as extreme as mm-hmm. those. Like that's, this isn't martyrs. Or again, like a, as a, a guy that only watches stuff physical, that was like yeah. a hard DVD to get 
and I don't even know. I think it did get an official one, but it's hard to find. It hasn't. It hasn't got a Blu-ray release either. Which I, I, I watch it on uh, Criterion. Criterion, uh, and, yeah. and the transfer was like it's it's a grainy film yeah. stock. Yeah. Um, I, I assume that helps this movie being a bit grainy. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Do you want to jump in? My yeah, I want? watched another fantastic beers movie called Spookies. From, nice. uh, I didn't even write down where this was from. I think 88 or something like that. This movie was awesome. I have no idea what was <laughs> happening half the time. I don't think I they did either. <laughs> like, these people are somehow trapped in this Is this house. your first Spookies watch? Yes. Because, Kyle's, you've watched this a couple uh, times, haven't no, you? No, just last year. I, I, was I that wa- your first? I watched it on a shitty YouTube transfer, and then, like, thinking, like, this will never come out because yeah. it's one of those. And then, like, a month later, they announced it for Blu-ray, and I was like, fuck yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I have that on my list. I hope to watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Dude, this is awesome. These people somehow end up stranded in a house, and every room they go into is a different monster. And, like, oh, they have these oh, like cool. monsters made out of dirt that are farting constantly. Fart monsters, yeah. They have like they, this somehow girl is trying to escape in through the cave of the house, and it turns into this like almost like the librarian from Ghostbusters monster. Oh, like cool. it, it, I was hoping you were going to say the librarian from Hilarious House of Bright <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, nothing like that. But again, there could be like there are so many different monsters. Like we don't have a budget, we don't have a plot, but we no, know how it, to do it's monsters. A bad, it's a bad movie. Like I don't yeah. know if I don't know if you would enjoy it. Maybe. Like, it's a terrible movie, but, like, and you could kind of tell it's a mess. It was almost combined. Like, it almost feels like there's, I think it was actually a couple different films that they combined and try to make sense of. <laughs> what do they call, like, when you're trying to make a uh, a TV show, so you make, like, a five-minute compila- uh, five po- compilation of, like, the best things, like oh, a burner? Uh, a reel? Yeah. A reel. Uh, and then, like, yeah. all right, this is pretty much this is. Here's, like, we can do monsters. Here's a movie to prove we can do monsters. It's a mess, but, yeah, like, every monster Again, is kind of cool I and didn't fun care. And, I love yeah. this movie. I'm giving it 7.5. It was nice. so much fun. Yeah. Again, uh, it's good to kind of apply yourself, have a few beers, have some friends over. Yeah, then there's certain movies, time. you know what I mean? If you're if mm-hmm. you're in that right mood, then you can have a blast with them. Uh, I watched from 1972 Gargoyles. Now, Okay, this is made for this TV. This is uh, made for TV. This is like, when people do their top TV films, this is yep. usually up there. Upon my first viewing, I didn't enjoy it that much, so I wanted to give it another shot yeah. now that I've been going through a lot of these. This was, uh, uh, I think, uh, st- this is Stan Winston's, I believe, first film he did, the effects mm-hmm. for, one of them. Oh, nice. And actually, this is the film, he, he, not only did they win an Emmy Award for Outstanding, I think they, like, some shared award, but this is kind of the film that started taking effects seriously, because Winston, actually, he's this new guy, they fired the original guy, he takes over, he has balls on, he says, this film is pro- nothing, like, it's, yeah. with, you take out the gargoyles, you don't have a film, I want a credit because I guess they didn't give credits to special oh, effects really? guys. Yeah. So he fought for that, eventually got it, and like this is the film that going forward. Oh, awesome! People started getting credits and people started taking effects a little bit more oh. seriously. So it's kind of interesting reading about that. But so you get the solid opening where they're going through the history of demons and gargoyles mm. through like paintings and old drawings. You get scenes of uh, hacks in the uh, the demon yeah. documentary, witch documentary, which is kind of cool. Uh, this doctor and his daughter are traveling to New Mexico. He's doing research on a new book. And I guess some some guy, uh, some old farmer told him, come to my place. I got something to show you. And he gets there, and it's kind of like this farmhouse of curiosity, something you'd see like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a roadside attraction. Yeah, exactly. Kind of bullshit. And he's like, yeah. And he keeps on saying, like, I'll show you this, but I want, we, we need to do a book together because yeah. I got all these stories. And he's like, okay, I'm not interested. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. And eventually he says, no, folk, just so okay, just stay, just let me show you this thing. And he shows him the skeleton of this gargoyle he's found. Um, and at first he's like, ah, oh, that seems kind of fake. But then uh, then all of a sudden they hear something outside and something's attacking from outside. 
uh, the farmer is getting uh, attacked. Attacked, and the farmer is killed. Down. Uh, the dad and the the daughter, yeah, are able to escape with the skull before the farmhouse burns down. And uh, and then it's kind of this cat and mouse where these gargoyles are after the skull, and then one of the gargoyles dies, and he takes the body, and then they're after the body. I I still don't love this film. Oh, I enjoyed this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this should be something again. You would think I would love. I love TV films. I love like kind of creatures. I think the gargoyles, the, even though he won an Emmy, and I know like you got to take into account that yeah, there's, a, there's probably no budget on these. I don't love the look of them. And I, I thought they looked cool. Man. Here's the thing. So all the mythology, like I think when you're not seeing them, and it's kind of like this. Ooh, what's in the shadows? Like mm. when you're hearing about it, I think that's more interesting when you start seeing them and they're talking and they talking English. Yeah, that was a bit weird. And then they take the daughter and there's like to me that ruined any tension yeah. or scares that these creatures initially had in the beginning where they're kind of like this mythological. Them, yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't want to see these creatures having a conversation. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like this introduce these bikers and I guess they were they're salvaging stuff uh, at the uh, farmhouse got burnt down. The cops come, so then they blame them, think they did it. Mm. And, you know, there's a story and they're going to try to prove their... Whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just felt... And not to... I know you're a Star Trek guy. This is not a knock on Star Trek. Ooh. But it, it it becomes kind of like... like a silly, It feels like a silly episode where, like, these are, like, you know, something that aliens on a planet that Shatner would be having a conversation with. Like, uh, you're seeing yeah. too much of them in bright light and they're... Well, do you I think don't that might have been because uh, Winston just wanted to show off what he could yeah, do? Yeah, th- these probably, are monsters. Probably. Yeah. You need I, to see it. I just, yeah. And I think, well, I think that's just the story they wanted to do. Again, uh, they wanted to have these talking gargoyles that have... There's a, you know, they're taking over yeah. the world and they blah, blah, blah. I just, I don't know. To me, they were better like as this. Yeah, monster. Something that maybe exists, maybe doesn't. And the skeleton, like they did this cool did setup and the, then kind of threw it away. Did you ever watch the Disney cartoon? Gar- yeah, oh, yeah. No, I, I, kinda did, I, I never got into it, but I remember oh, seeing bits. It, yeah, I remember seeing bits and be like, this is cool. I wish I, because it seemed like, even though it was a kid's cartoon, it seemed like one of those ones you had to see from the beginning. Like yeah, it seemed it's like they were all connected. Narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got growth. It's got. Gargoyles doing cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It's actually got a lot of Star Trek cast doing voices too. So. Yeah. <laughs> NECA, who does all the horror figures, actually is putting releasing figures. Oh, they look I, super cool. I love, love that company, man. I got some Ninja Turtle toys by them. They're yeah, just, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. They're like top level. Well, they just announced this month they're doing Universal Monster Ninja Turtles. Oh, which yes, cool. I saw that. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, five and a half pumpkins out of uh, ten for that yeah. one. Not my favorite. That's it's actually. Near the bottom for the TV films oh, wow. for me, which is crazy. Was Dan Curtis directed though? No, I don't think that was oh. Dan Curtis. No. Uh, who wants to jump in? Uh, I can go in. So I watched from 2015. This is, I believe, Maddie. You spoke about this maybe last week or the week Possibly. before. Uh, Southbound. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, anthology. Number. The anthology uh, from 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I thought this was pretty pretty well yeah. done. Uh, it opens with you know these guys are racing down the highway and there's all these figures and they're kind of mm-hmm. s- seemingly stuck in a loop and you don't know what's going on. The next one has these the this band, band. Uh, that's stuck on the side of the road when they're tire pops they get uh, kind of into this house and they find out they're kind of a cult. And then, really, the one for me the amb- is that the hospital. The, yeah, the hospital yeah, that's one my is great, that made right? my I think the top fifty yeah. favorite segments. I believe it did. It would uh, if I was doing mine. This is yeah. way ahead. Of, like everything else is like I'm entertained, yeah. but I'm thinking I'll never watch any of this yeah. again. Mm. This is incredible. Mm. Like so, it the it way ties the collar like fucks with them. Yeah, yeah. It, it ties into the other, which I do like about this whole thing. It where all ties. It all ties together, and it, it's done in a pretty uh, successful way. But the car hits one of these girls that was in the band that's running away from the cult, and she's super messed up, and he's 
he thinks about not calling and just driving away, and then he gets... Because that's how this movie should yeah. have played out. Like, he thinks about not calling, so he just drives off, and then she attacks him. But the fact that he actually thought and then picked her up, like... And picked her up. I don't know where this is going And now. he's really trying to save oh. her, and then he gets to this abandoned hospital, and it's fucking tense oh, yeah. and great. Like, it, if I'm just rating that that section, that's 8, 8.5. Mm. It, oh, wow. It, it's, it's great. I, I see why it would make your top 100. Then it goes into Jailbreak, which has David Yao from the Jesus Lizard, so I instantly want to give it more credit yeah. than it probably deserves because it's not a great yeah. segment. Yeah. Uh, David Yao, mm. Jesus Lizard. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I don't One know. of the greatest... <laughs> 90s bands, rock bands, everyone check out the Jesus Lizard. Oh, Incredible. Okay. Cool. Um, and then The Way In kind of ties back around to The mm-hmm. Way Out. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it tries to be ambiguous and not ambiguous and, and whatever. So I'm only going to give the whole thing 6.5, yeah. but that oh. middle section is so freaking mm-hmm. good. I think I like that a lot more than you, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Huh. You gave it 7. Did I? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it was like a nine or anything, but I think it was, yeah, probably seven, seven and a half, maybe yeah, even eight. I don't know. Uh, cool. Mm. Uh, That's it for the, yeah. Well, I, I watched two other, just so you yeah. guys know. Yeah, I got, I'm I not going to do the plot. Two, but. I'm just going to tell you the names because you guys already talked about them before. I watched uh, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. <laughs> nice. I love that movie. That's such a fantastic. Rick Baker, uh, apparently he before he even signed on, he said... Uh, I'll only do it if I can make different types of gremlins. Yeah, that's Which why makes, this movie is great. Yeah, that's and so obviously I didn't know Rick Baker had such an influence on my mm-hmm. childhood. So, and over the years I've just like I follow him on Instagram. You should check him out. He does great stuff still. He's retired more or less. And the other movie I watched was uh, The Burbs, which. Yeah, with that, uh, who's that unnamed that's in that? Like yeah. uh, Tim Hanks? Is that <laughs> Tommy. Yeah. It's Chet Hanks. Yeah, 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 right, 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 right. Anyways, I remember watching that movie as a kid, and I, I thought it was interesting, and, and it never really stuck with me, but I do remember parts of it. And then you guys did a podcast, it was a couple weeks ago or something? We did it for a top 100. It made, it made, yeah. made yours, it made mine, it didn't make it did not make mine. Yeah, no. so I, I remember watching it, I was going, okay, these guys really like it, I want to relive it. And you know what? Maddie hates Corey Feldman. No, yeah, I love Corey he, didn't have, he didn't have Lost Boys either. Oh, maybe I hate Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah, that could be the could be the underpinning. I, I thought it was okay. It still doesn't stick with me. You know, the only thing that does stick with me is that Corey Feldman in the movie is watching the shenanigans of the neighborhood. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. At one point, he goes, "Oh, it's the pizza dude or something." Yeah. It's the same line he uses when he does the voice for Donatello. And that's what you clock it, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and yeah. I went, and that's when I went, oh, it's that Corey makes Feldman. sense. Anyways, I thought the movie was okay. I think the best scene for me is at the end when Tom Hanks is all freaking out and he grabs the stretcher and throws in the ambulance. Yeah. All I could think was, dude must be tough, man. Because I was like, that's a pretty heavy thing. He just yeah. picked it up like it was nothing. And that was okay. Oh, oh wow. what did I give it? Like probably seven pumpkins. Seven pumpkins? Yeah. The same as Boar. <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me, Ken. I've been, with, I've been with you this whole time. You're like, you're giving props to the Wicker Man remake and... Oh, okay, <laughs> I watched uh, continuing my Amityville, Amityville, a new generation from '93. This is Amityville Seven. Uh, so I guess in this story, there before the DeFales, uh, before he murdered his family, there was the Bronners, who also had a son that went and shot and killed his uh, parents and his siblings on thanks during Thanksgiving dinner. Um, we cut to the present time. There's Keys. He's this kind of artsy photographer. He's living with his girlfriend. They live in this apartment that is just kind of full of artists. Um, 
and it's actually run by the uh, the landlord that lives in the apartment. It's David Naughton from uh, American Werewolf from oh, London, nice. so it's kind of fun. Uh, anyways, he's, he's sitting at the restaurant, and while he's there, he notices this homeless guy. Something catches his eye about him. He takes a picture of him, and then he goes up to him and says, hey, since I took your picture, here's some money, because you know, I'll make some money off. It's only yeah. fair. And the guy thanks him and hands him this old antique mirror that, of course, is from the Amityville of house. Uh, he puts it in his house, and then uh, strange things start happening. Like it, it gets passed off to the one girl because the white uh, the girlfriend wants it out of the house, and then you know crazy stuff happens with her. It's what you expect: uh, various violent murders and weird stuff mm. happening with Mirror. I was actually really down with it. Like the acting and the characters, I was like, this is way better than this film deserves. Mm. And the stuff that's happened, the Mirror is kind of cool. What's happening? Like some of the deaths were cool, and then like it just kind of. The last like twenty minutes, I thought it kind of fell apart. Then you have like characters showing up and talking in the mirror, and you find that like Keys is related. I don't, I won't say how, but th- there's a connection between him and and Bronner and the homeless guy, and there's all this thing. And it's like I don't know. I, I was so like I was like this is like a good movie. I'm gonna still give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten. I still yeah, enjoyed yeah. it for what it is. Again, these are kind of surprising me. Again, I went in thinking like all four of these are gonna be shit. Like I need them for my Amityville yeah, collection because I'm to a watch completist. Them. But I've been kind of digging all of them for the, like they're all kind of these like I don't know I, I think if you go in with the right expectations at you the might end get of this, you can rank them. them all I assume it's going to be like <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah I don't know. I think I like the first one the best which I think everyone else hated but um, yeah, yeah uh, still worth a watch uh, what else did you guys what else you guys got that's it for me on the twenty fifth um, uh, do you have one more I got one more okay. Graham I have one more too so Graham. <laughs> it is uh, from uh, season three again, and uh, it's episode 20, My Fair Vessen. Better than the last or what? Uh, I would say it's it's kind of on the same level a little yeah. bit. They're limping to the end of the season. They're trying to show this new character off. and Is he like a cool dude wearing like backwards baseball caps no, and sunglasses? No, it's, it's, a, it's a female tough uh, uh, f- trouble who I know gets more kind of comfortable in the role and even yeah. you see by the end of the season. Um, I'm going to give this one also a 7. Uh, it is leading to, I think, the strongest season so far. But it's uh, honestly like after like some hiccups when you first get into it. I've always liked this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. This if somebody explained this show, I don't even know why we got. It. I think maybe Tammy. We were just ordering stuff from the library like yeah. crazy, and she got this. And was like, oh, whatever. This is good. And I've heard, and and they had some good buzz about it early on. It reminds me of like the supernatural. It's a monster of the week, probably yeah. long form mm-hmm. storyline. That's which is also a copy kind of of X Files. Yeah, well. exactly. Uh, well, Smallville, as which well. is a copy of Kochak. <laughs> Buffy, Buffy, yeah. Yeah. Kochak, yeah. yeah, they're all kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're, they're good shows in the sense like you can watch them in any order. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Sometimes you just want something that's like. There's, it doesn't have this cult yeah. backstory that you, you got to follow yeah, 10 things. You I, throw it on, you watch an episode. And I'll be honest, like this uh, This might be the end. Of, like we may, I don't know if we're going to go. We did two seasons last year and I didn't, I, I we was halfway through the second and we just kept going in November. I'm, we just may stop. And watch season four next uh, yeah, October? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay, I've, I watched one more movie. I'll go quickly with this one. The Uninvited from 1987. This is directed by Graydon, Car- Graydon Clark. Is this a remake? Uh, no, nothing to do with that film. <laughs> <laughs> so Graydon Clark is known for Wacko, which I talked about oh, yeah, yeah. an episode or two ago. He also directed Satan's Cheerleaders, which you talked about. Yeah. He did some other Without Warning, Psycho Killer, Black Shampoo, Joysticks. He's kind of like this cult classic yeah, filmmaker. Yeah, he did Joysticks. <laughs> um, so... 
this mutant cat escapes a genetic research facility. <laughs> of course it did. And it does so by hiding in the body of a regular house cat. So it's kind of cool. This regular house cat, all of a sudden, like, they shoot it with this this knockout thing, and it goes down. You're like, oh, they got it. Yeah. But then this mutant cat, like, fucking comes out of its mouth and attacks him and kills <laughs> him. Awesome. Um, we have this Wall Street millionaire and his associate who is uh, played by George Kennedy being like a complete badass. Yeah. I'm assuming he's friends with Graydon Clark because he was also in Wacko. Was he in mm. Satan's Cheerleaders? Do you know who? I don't think he's so. He's the guy from like Naked Gun yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I don't think he was. Um, anyways, they're heading to the Cayman Islands to do some illegal deal or something. Uh, he runs into these hot uh, young spring breakers. He invites them on the cruise just maybe to avoid conf- suspicion or something. I don't know why he invites them. But they end up uh, meeting up with some guys and invite them to the cruise. And then he's not cool with it, but then whatever. They, they say, oh, we need help anyways. Anyways, it doesn't matter. You pretty much have this cat ends up on the, the boat, the cruise, uh, murdering people. How? <laughs> Just by popping out of the other cat uh, and fucking, <laughs> it's Clogs it's low budget. Faces. It's the characters all suck, awful dialogue, but the cat attacks are kind of fun. I'm gonna give it five and a half pumpkins out of ten. Okay, I still kind of enjoyed it because it's such like it, there's something cool about seeing this. <laughs> Here I am, like how could a cat fucking kill people? I'm like Puppet Master is the greatest movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just something cool about this cat fucking stretching out of the other cat's mouth. This yeah. mutant, disgusting looking, gross cat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, kind of a cool idea, but I wish yeah. like the other stuff were good. Um, it, it was kind of tough, but uh, yeah, let's move on to October 26th. Mm-hmm. Adam? I guess I'm starting. Yeah, give her hell, buddy. Uh, so yeah, I'm back. I'm at, I'm at home now, so I'm, I'm diving into this. Uh, He's come to play. So uh, after I, I did my total reappraisal of, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it made my hundred after being this fairly disappointing movie in, in my mind. Um, Sell out. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's it's fantastic. I, I started looking at like what were some some potential like proto versions yeah. of this, and I, a movie I actually had on my list for the last two Shocktober's Night of Fear um, from nineteen seventy three. This is the uh, Ozploitation version of this. Okay, um, I don't think I've heard of this movie. It's it's uh, someone put it out recently. I can't remember who it was. It's on Canopy, and I, I saw it, and it's got its fan base. It's it it's kind of just like a bonkers movie. This like is it brutal? Uh, there's some kind of brutal yeah. aspects about it. This girl is just like playing tennis with them. It starts off and there's like a, a, a preamble that actually isn't that great where this other girl comes on this back roads and is caught by this guy. But it seems very standard. None of the editing's yeah. as jarring. Then it starts and it's got these amazing like uh, fear, fear, like yeah. jumping on the screen. And then you, you've got Night of Fear. And I guess it was supposed to be a pilot. Um... Uh, that that never ended up happening because basically they saw the original stills of this and they went, we can't, we can't put this on TV. We can't show any of this on TV. Oi, mate, what are you doing? We can't put this on TV. And it's on ABC. <laughs> we can't put this on the telly. <laughs> but you get there and there's no dialogue. It's just, it's There's no dialogue in the whole movie. And this woman, she's playing tennis with this man. They're having a great time. And then 
it, it doesn't, but it's all edited kind of crazy so, uh, already. And then she gets driven off the road, and then she meets this crazy guy who just sees her, and he start he's got her holding a rack and rat, and he just sticks it down his fucking overalls, and like hey, I'm gonna get you, <laughs> like, just, like so fucking crazy. Uh, and it's editing and sound is just fucking off the wall yeah. th- the whole time. It's really engaging. Uh, and I guess it was supposed to be the beginning of this anthology series yeah, that never happened. Uh, and there's rats everywhere in this goddamn movie. And I guess the rats took over the ABC studios in Australia after this was done. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. And, and there's no dialogue. It does start to be eventually a little bit grating. Yeah. I, I, I found like the overall, you know, if, if, Honestly, at first I watched the opening sequence and was like, fuck this movie. I, I'm not into this. It's just going to be another kind of mm-hmm. hillbilly horror thing in the back roads. But the editing style gets so fucking cool that it, I kind of did a, a 180 there for a second. Um, no physical release on this, by the way. I just looked it up. Oh, interesting. So yeah. I wonder who did the the yeah, transfer of it. It looks like Code Red may own the rights, but they haven't put it down anything. Um, anyway. So maybe maybe Canopy got it from somebody in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so again, streaming rights are usually different than who gets a physical. So yeah. sometimes, like they might not be able to release the physical for whatever reason, but they can stream it. I know that's happened a couple. But times. it it looks like it's yeah. it's a good transfer. It's got some, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's supposed to be grainy and fucking yeah. kind of hardcore. It works for it. Uh, but I can't imagine it would change for any reason. Looks a little bit TV of the seventies. Yeah. Um, I did find though I started losing interest because it, it's like it's it still the boring. same stuff, but it gets a little bit boring because there's no actual characters. The characters yeah. mean nothing because no one fucking talks, hmm. and it's just <laughs> like for for the whole fucking movie. So I'm gonna that was you at the wedding actually. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but I, I feel I felt like I already got my job in there that I didn't want to bring it up again. <laughs> I'm gonna give it five point five oh, pumpkins. Okay. So rough. The beginning's hard. It's it's really kind of interesting, cool, and and as a like a historical yeah. document of like how things may have been leading up to Chainsaw. It's there, but that's about it. Cool. Nice. Have you guys seen this? I guess it's like a Russian folklore movie called V or Vi. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like this one. This movie was insane. It's pretty much this uh, priest who uh, gets released from seminary, so he goes in the countryside. He ends up in the barn of like a. Uh, an older lady who's like, hey, uh, why don't you take me for Like, yeah, lady, there's no fucking way. But she kind of puts a spell on him and rides him like a broomstick for like a good minute or two. I'm like, yeah. this is fucking insane. <laughs> so he lands like, what the fuck? So he beats her to death and he's, he just runs because he's scared that she's a witch. And he's like a Cossack. Like a, so he returns to seminary. And he's like, what happened to you? Like, nothing. Well, actually, the uh, head priest needs to talk to you. He's like, well, there's a wealthy baron who wants you to recite over the uh, funeral of his daughter up in this fuck town nowhere. He's like, I don't want it. Like, well, you do it or else I'm going to fucking whip you. He's like, all right, I'm doing it. So he goes up there and he has to spend uh, three nights with this um, young lady who was the witch that he beat yeah. to death. Mm. And every night it just gets crazier and crazy. The first night she yeah. comes to life and he's like, Puts a salt circle around him. He's like, ah, oh, that's not. Second night, she has like a flying coffin, almost like a bumper car, trying to get <laughs> into this thing. <laughs> By the third night, all bets are off. There it goes fucking bananas. Be cool. If you like monsters? Check yeah. it out. In the last 20 minutes, there were some of the coolest monsters and I've seen. And just the colors and visuals. Yeah. 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 It's from like the 1960s. One of the first movies to come out. DIY, by the way, yeah. 
Think about Russia and wild. It's Russia or it's like Ukraine. It's Russia, or, I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like these monsters are fucking cool looking. Like, I, I actually I've thought about rewatching this because yeah. I, I I watched it last year or the year before. I can't remember mm. now. And, and it, it it like there's some weirdness that it I just with you. I think it's almost like house yeah, in a way, like the Japanese house yeah. movie house. Uh, like, yeah. There's I some odd things you're like, oh, this is fucked up. And like there's one scene where it's not getting, as good as house, but no, it's, no, there are scenes where they're getting drunk and it's like. The things yeah. that happen in the back, like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, here? they're just like, all getting drunk. Yeah, and, and like those scenes were, were kind of threw me when I yeah. first watched it. But I think about it now, and I'm like, it makes sense. Yeah, like, like this is kind of cool. Yeah. I like all that shit. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's a bonkers movie. What yeah. are you gonna give it? Seven point five. Yeah, yeah I, think that's I really dug it. What yeah. am I giving nice. it as well? Yeah. Um. Oh, I can go. I just watched the one. You guys ever heard of Return of the Living Dead three? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So That's the one with the river man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's I think the plot, I got this coin, and every time you do something good, you give that coin. As long as that coin's going around, people are doing good things for people. He doesn't end up too well though. No, he gave away his coin. Yeah, I think the plot's basically Romeo and Juliet meet zombies. I think it could just be summarized. There's a scene though when so the guy's girlfriend dies. He reanimates her through the living dead, whatever that stuff is. Yeah. And then she's going through like the the transformation of like she's hungry for brains and all that. And the scene in the the sewer is she starts like piercing her own body with metal. Do you guys remember that scene? Yeah, vaguely. So she goes like that's what that's what the whole shtick is. Like if you look at the cover art, she's got all these piercings through her body. Yeah. She's got like I think it was really big. Remember in the nineties, like piercing was body really, modification yeah, it was, was really the thing. In. So it's kind of playing on that whole thing. All I could think when I saw that scene was is my tetanus up to shot? Like, like it was up to date? Like, that's all I could think. I thought you were going to say, I want to get my nipples pierced. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah that too. But the, uh, I, I think that was the takeaway for me in that movie. I was like, yeah, it was good. It was interesting. I thought the first re- return is obviously way better. Oh, yeah. But I mean, what can you do after two or three movies? Right? Yeah, you kind of run out of ideas. Yeah, where can you take this? So I thought that the angle of the love scene was all right. The monsters were okay, too, from what I remember. Yeah, like, actually, the monsters, I will say about that series, are always typically pretty mm-hmm. cool. Like, part two, the monsters were the only great thing about that yeah. movie. Part three, I remember them being a bit more well, budgeted, towards, but... towards the end, they do, like, that whole... They're trying to mm. weaponize the zombies. Yeah. Which, you know, when you really think about it, is like, the worst way to spend your money. <laughs> yeah, like, right. it just put these things in biosuits. Anyways, I give it, uh, what did I give it here? Uh, six pumpkins. So, oh, wow, yeah. yeah. I didn't care for it that much. Uh, I watched a movie called Burned at the Stake, a.k.a. The Coming from 1982. Yeah, I watched this well. thinking it was a TV film, and it definitely feels like a TV film, but I guess... But it's a porno. Yeah. <laughs> 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 coming. The Coming on you. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> See, this was something in the old days when you we were editing more. That, that would have not made it, but now, it, now, it, it, now it's in. It. Yeah. Oh my now, that, now the listeners know we're a bunch of perverts, a bunch of old perverts. Uh, no, so this movie, yeah, no, it just it totally has a TV film, and I'm, I can't believe that it would have got released to theaters because it feels small. But anyways, it opens up uh, during the, uh, what were the Puritan days? Is that when they were doing the witch stuff in Salem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense. Yeah. Uh, and it opens up, they're murdering some dude by putting rocks on him. And then there's this uh, y- young girl who is doing this bullshit thing at the trial. Oh, she's she's cursing me. So this yeah, this was Salem Witch Trial. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. That, yeah, this, yeah. This, yeah, I think it is based on a real. Yeah. But the mother dies, and then now she's going to do it on the five year old fucking the five year old daughter, which is insane. Um, so this, and then we cut to present time, and now that the girl who is falsifying all this stuff yeah. with the Reverend 
is now this is present time. I guess she's been like reincarnated. She's like a regular person. Oh, she's not like a witch who's an actual witch. Like no, so the fast well, it opens up and she's doing this. They go to a witch mm-hmm. museum, which is really cool mm-hmm. um, in Salem, and I thought that was awesome. And then yeah, it's like melding the the flashbacks of that with this, and like she's getting these flashbacks and becoming possessed of that character. But then she this she realized that shit was wrong. But then she also has kind of the the other side. Um, she gets visited by this this really cr- creepy like the reverend who is like all part of this, and he was doing this to keep the church alive. He's like this terrifying creature, and he's visiting her, telling her like, "No, this is fine." Then it kind of is this weird turn where um, the pr- the the father of the five year old and the the husband of the woman that got mar- um, murdered, he comes teleports like she's at the witch museum. He pops out of the museum, and now it's like a fish out of water where he is in the present time. Huh. And the cops arrest him, and they think he's crazy because he's claiming, no, I'm from the, this is yeah. the 1600s, isn't it? So kind of weird, but um, I don't know. I, there was some interesting stuff in there. There's also a present-day witch because now this is the 70s where you know, witches, were, witches are doing their their stuff. And they're she's, strong independent witches now, man. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's talking to her dog, and I'm like, what was going on? Um, there's still some interesting stuff. I will say the the YouTube transfer. You, I don't think it's ever had any other release. It was shit. It was like an old VHS. It was too dark at times to see shit. Like I, I would have, I would like to watch this again in a proper yeah. transfer. I'm gonna still go five and a half out of ten. Um, but yeah, it, it was kind of interesting. All the the stuff and the, the flashback stuff was interesting, kind of scary. Um, you know, seeing a five year old getting burnt at the stake, but. Uh, and just, yeah, again, yeah. knowing that all this should happen. But, um, mm. yeah, I wish it had a better transfer. Uh, what else you guys got? Adam, you got anything fun? Yeah, so I watched from, uh, just trying to get the year, um, 2013, Josephine Decker's Butter on the Latch. Josephine Decker is, of course, Maddie's go-to recently, uh, mm-hmm. Madeline's Madeline and Shirley, which made yeah. uh, was very, very high. So what is this film called? Butter on the Latch. I don't Butter think I've seen on this the one. Latch? This is a horror yeah. film? Yeah. So it, 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 it's basically, uh, it, um, it, it's, it starts off, it has an amazing opening, and it's this girl, she's walking down the street, she gets a phone call from her friend, her friend is freaking out on the other line, like, where are you? Where where are you going? Like mm-hmm. well, like where? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just woke up, and now I'm with in this room, and there's all these people, and I don't know them, and and like it's it's seriously like she was just was walking down the yeah New York streets, and now she's freaking out, and then it cuts. It does this crazy jump, like quick jump cut, and now she's there. Huh. Same girl. She's now transported to that that kind of same room. She's filled with all these dudes. She doesn't know what she's done done before. It, it first jump cuts actually to her partying, and then it yeah. jumps cuts quickly to that yes. happening. So you realize like, is she in a loop? What's going on? And then it quickly jump cuts. Now she's at this like, she's met the friend, and they're at this like Balkan music camp in, huh. out in the woods, and it's a just a giant trip of like it starts out as a bonding and but there's something fucking wrong the the mm. the whole time and and decker is you know has this amazing kind of style about how she edited sequences mm. with handhelds and puts things together it must take her forever because she i think she edits all her films herself that's, that's why you like these movies right like yeah. she knows exactly what she's doing and there's a tension in all yeah. of them this is the one that does the horror the most uh, overt and to be on, like where there's like the spirit of the woods that's kind of going mm-hmm. around 
Uh, it's the most abstract. It's the most avant-garde of all of hers. They're pretty avant-garde to begin. Like all yeah. of them, kind of are. Which is this? Uh, the avant-garde stuff works better than the horror stuff. I'll, yeah. I'll say the horror stuff always feels like, oh, this is a little bit out of place. Like I, I wish yeah. it was. It was more abstract. Um, still, you could like the formal dexterity that she has as a director is on display. She's, she's definitely one of the, like of the last 10 years to kind of come out and and do some pretty cool stuff. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of 10. Cool. You think the marketing exec would jump in and be like, you know what? Butter on the latch. Yeah. (laughs) We're not going to get a lot of people watching this horror film. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think there is. Why don't we call it spooky time travelers? (laughs) Yeah. Like I would probably watch that movie more than, I don't know. It's a weird name for a a Uh, horror film. Like it's like, again, it's not like they're not trying to get horror. This isn't like even a crossover stuff. She's just actually like, I think. Wanted to do it. Yeah. Because even Madeline's Madeline. And yeah. and and surely have those elements yeah, of a there horror is movie. Definitely like a tension there, like a. She's she's definitely a, it must be an aficionado yeah. or something of horror well, movies. Like what's that? Surely, surely, there, yeah. There was definitely like that, like of serious tenseness and kind of yeah. Something's off, yeah. about it. But it never. She doesn't go full on horror there, yeah. and that's but, but it where could it works. like it really like it could yeah. rubs that border. Speaking of uh, avant garde and like really artistic movies. From uh, 79, I watched this uh, fantastic movie that I'm pretty one of a few Oscars, uh, Microwave Massacre. (laughs) Have you guys heard of this movie? Oh, yeah. There is this gentleman who's like a Rodney Dangerfield lookalike who should have been Rodney Dangerfield. He is sick with his wife's cooking, so he ends up murdering her and cooking her in the microwave when he gets drunk one night. And he turns out that he loves the taste, and the only way he can um, enjoy sex again is he knows he has to eat the girl after he does he's done his dirty deeds with them. So it's him like picking up girls to fuck and then eat in the microwave. Wow. It is exactly as stupid and as amazing as it sounds. Oh, it's wow. so good. Like the, his yeah. acting and his yeah, that movie is so the good. Jokes it's are, a bad movie. The jokes are so corny, <laughs> they work so well for me. Yeah. There's like, so what do you get when you cross like a money collector with an exorcist? beats the hell out of me. He's like, you're right. I'm like, wow, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's like a low-grade Roddy Dangerfield murdering oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving it seven pumpkins. Like, yeah. again, do not watch this movie unless you're with a group of people drinking some beers. Because I had some people over on the uh, Tuesday night. We had a bunch of beers. I'm like, oh, I, guess I know we can watch Microwave Massacre. Now, did yeah. the audience, the rest of them like I Loved it. it. Okay, Everyone. Yeah. Well, my wife was like, this is pretty much a porn that they kill people. And I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll jump in because I watched another like great bad movie, Night Beast from 1982. Nice. Again, another podcast. I've They've been raving about this film. I've been wanting to watch it. Directed by Don Doler. Uh, it's kind of a sequel of sorts to a movie called he did called The Alien Factor. Uh, score is by young J.J. Abrams. Oh, wow. Of, uh, wow. I guess I was going to say the stars. score. Yeah. He Interesting. He, he was a big horror guy. I mean, that's why he he helped like, remaster. In though. Yeah. Wow. I think this he was like a young kid in this. This was yeah. well, probably break out in the industry. He had something to do with like Escape from New York. Like he wrote like uh, the letter to John Carpenter saying they didn't know how Bridget Bardot died, so they had to like because his dad was. Uh, I know he helped remaster director. Phantasm. Yeah. Uh, he's a huge fan of uh, Don Coscarelli's Phantasm. Anyways, it, there's nothing to this movie. It opens up with a spaceship crashing in a small town, and then we literally get 20 minutes of this alien shooting people with lasers. They disintegrate, clawing people with you know taking the you know cool effects. 
Um, the acting and dialogue are all pretty bad, but the characters are something about them. They're all kind of unique and they hold your interest. I don't know how to explain it. Like, mm. I, I don't know. I, I was just like in the whole time, even though nothing happens in this movie. It's this alien that kind of looks cool, but kind of looks goofy at the same time. And just deaths, practical effects on a low budget. There's a sleazy biker who, again, just terrible acting, but he's like so bad he's good. Like, you, yeah. I don't know. Uh, there's a sex scene between the two cops that just has to be seen, man. You guys kind of like, it's just, it's hypnotizing how bad and awkward and weird it is. Uh, This is talking about a great, this would be a great party and beers film. It's never boring. It's like an hour and a half of just nonstop action and and effects and weird, strange people. Um, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of 10. I I had fun with it. I I would love to watch it with, uh, yeah. With people, you could have came up and watched Microwave Massacre with us, buddy. <laughs> you uh, brought this movie. You could have done a double feature. I, I've already, I've seen Microwave Massacre though. I've been this year. I've been trying yeah, to throw new. You movies You got to watch month. it once, yeah. and that's pretty much all you need to no, watch. No, I'll it. probably watch Microwave yeah. Massacre again. I've actually, actually, when you said you wanted to borrow it, I was like, ooh, I could watch it again. But uh, is the sequel like uh, Slow Cooker Massacre? <laughs> I believe I <laughs> Slow Cooker so. Serenade. It's a musical. <laughs> it's a prequel. Yeah, yeah, prequel. <laughs> Um, there was actually at the credits. I watched the credits. It had like the uh, the uh, feast, hose of doers. Like they actually laid the credits like a, a, a menu, like a recipe. And at the end, it said the filmmakers would like to thank the microwave oven because this movie would have been a lot longer to take. <laughs> this movie would have took a lot longer if not for the microwave oven. <laughs> like, nice. That was actually a pretty good joke. Uh, I watched from 2015. Uh, Emily, have you guys heard about this? This is the the babysitter that something goes. It's on Shutter, right? Wrong. It is on Shutter. Uh, I a few years ago, I'd heard mm. some good things about th- this. It's abroad from uh, Game of Thrones, if I'm not mistaken. The broad. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the, the young lady from uh, Game of Thrones uh, that married King Jeffrey. No. Uh, okay. Is it? I don't know. I thought it looked like her from House Tyrell, but again, Every it, it doesn't search really your matter. fucking movies on IMDb, yeah. no. they never yeah, show it up. Matter. It is yeah. not. Okay. I think it's somebody different. Yeah. Was on the same show. Okay. I think she is was on the shorters. Huh? Is this a short? No, this is... Um, uh, this why is, is it a... not coming... Oh, it's put that way. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, and anyways, <laughs> this baby co- sitter comes over and, and basically right away, like something's a little bit off, but not too much. She just seems like a little bit more forgiving what the kids are doing. And basically then it's just like a half an hour of her so slowly, sadistically destroying their inner innocence. <laughs> There's a scene with a fucking python and a hamster that is just oh, brutal. Wow, this movie sounds kind of awesome. <laughs> uh, and and at that point, like it's super tense, and you want to know. And then the backstory comes out, totally loses me, ah. and it it really kind of loses me. Other than there's a couple like kind of cool sequences as it escalates near the end. Mm-hmm. The the parents have like the worst fucking scenes. They're at a restaurant the whole time, and and like should we you, call the babysitter? Like nah, yeah. <laughs> just goes back and they're just that. drinking. Like it's like why do we don't need to see you yeah. anymore? I'm gonna give it five point five pumpkins. Is that bad? Eh? Is that it for the twenty six? I or? watched from a uh, nineteen eighty one a movie called Madman. <laughs> Which is such a weird, stupid movie. It starts off with oh, I this love like, Mad Men. oh, it starts off with this like a camp uh, counselor sitting around the campfire telling the story of the Madman Mad Mars. Madman Mars, and like if you say his name too loud, 
he'll hear you and come for you. So no, he it has a great little like you don't whisper. Here's you. like they do yeah. this like like great yeah, little. Don't. But the thing is, the movie opens up with this guy almost like he has a loot and he's saying like almost like a medieval like don't go near yeah, the woods because oh, yeah. there's a madman watching you and he's going to every different character and as he goes his character you see their death. So the movie oh, okay. is played out in front of you before it even starts. I don't remember that. Yeah, you don't remember? Like oh. it shows like all their death scenes as he goes to each and every character. Mm. Yeah, and again, so at that point, like, all right, I know all, everyone's gonna die here. There's nothing, and like the character didn't look that great. He just looked like a weird. The uh, story wasn't that cool. I like disagree. none of the characters were really <laughs> interesting. I'm giving it six pumpkins. Uh. The coolest part was the song where he's like, "Stay away from Mad Men." <laughs> well, it's got the girl from Down the Dead. In it. Yeah, it's got the famous scene where she hides in the fridge. The idiot. Yeah, but again. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I like it. And the, the hot tubs. You didn't mention the hot tub scene. Did you not watch the film? No, no. What was the hot tub scene? Where it's like the girl from Donna Dead and her boyfriend, and they're like dancing around the hot tub. Oh, this yeah, romantic. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's so yeah. cheesy and because amazing. Even at that point, I'm like, what is going on here? Is, there like, <laughs> is everyone at the campfire? Because it didn't set that up. It just showed like them like... They were all at the campfire. Like, we're going back now. And it just shows them in the hot tub. She's like, is everybody getting in a hot tub? Like, am I about to watch an orgy? Oh, no, it's this awesome, like, yeah, romantic dance. Yeah, it's, it was it's weird. So weird. They're always like they're chasing, like playing like a game of Duck, Duck, do- Goose in the but hot with this, tub. Like, music play- oh, it's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what this movie is. <laughs> nice. Um, you have one more, Adam? Or? Yeah. All right. Grim. Okay. Season three, episode 21. The inheritance, uh, the, the overall story is is ramping up. There's more intrigue, more kind of cool is stuff. Is the new character a cooler? Uh, the she, new character she, is starting to seem like she she's, she's more part like, of the like, cast. Like a street tough who's like uh, with the heart of gold. <laughs> uh, we're getting to the heart of gold. Uh, I'm going to give this one 7.5 pumpkins. Nice. So that's it for the 26th? So are we on the final day we're talking about? We're on yeah. the final day. Hey, the 27th. So, uh, I'm going to start off today with uh, The Death Kiss from 1932. This was to try to capitalize on Dracula's success. Uh, so, it, it, it has a bunch of the leads from, from Dracula. It's Lugosi's in it in, in a kind of thankless <laughs> role, to be honest. David Manners is in it. And He's behind the couch. <laughs> Edward Van Sloan. It's basically, it opens up, it's kind of cool, like it, it opens up where it's on the lot of a movie, and at first you just see, you don't know it's on the lot, and they shoot the scene, this woman kisses this guy, and he's like, wow, I didn't even know who this was, and it's it's early 30s, so there's no code, so all the, the innuendos yeah. are, are there, a little bit heavier, and then he gets just blown away, he just gets fucking killed. Uh, <laughs> and then you realize, and it goes, and they cut, whatever, and it goes back, and, and it, it's showing like the early sound talkies, that production style, and then they realize he's actually dead. Like, he oh. actually was shot. It, it, topical. It, it is much more of a whodunit than, than yeah, topical. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Oof. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Watch those prop guns, folks. Uh. And uh, I honestly, like, I wrote a note. Maybe don't drive that home. Uh, anyways. Um. So they they start worrying about the negative publicity, but they're they're trying to figure it out. And the writer there, he's now David Manners, who's all you know from Frankenstein. He's trying to. You know, or for, sorry, from Dracula, Dracula, not Frankenstein, from Dracula. He's John Harker. Um, is trying to like find it out, and he's he's kind of funny, and and everything's 
interesting, but it, it really slows down. Like it, it basically becomes this like detective thing that's not that great mm-hmm. until the very end where there's a big like kind of cool sequence where where they actually show like the flashlights the the lights go on there and the gun shooting have this big colors it's pretty cool and it's it's a little bit tense and more horror based like all the lights go out and yeah. everything it, it's 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 dead fish before that though uh i'm gonna give it four pumpkins Ooh, it's too uh, bad that actually sounded like the most interesting yeah. film you've talked about this week that's unfortunate uh yeah it, it's it, i honestly i don't think it's worth watching uh um, not worth it, eh? it it was really like a rush job like lugosi's there he has nothing to do he's a red herring i'm giving it away he's there to be a red herring <laughs> yeah. because he's bella lugosi um and and that's it. I'll, I'll, and I'll quickly say, I watched the season one finale of Wellington Paranormal. Uh, this one is called Zombie Cops. It is about... Uh, um, zombie Cops. Zombie Cops. Uh, and they bring... Only, like, only eight episodes in this guy? Six episodes in the first yeah. season. And I think they're all like that. Um, man, great show. I'm going to give this one 7.5. It's really, really yeah. funny what they do with the zombie cops. Nice, the, nice. the zombies still have their kind of personality, so even they're ta- these other two cops that are always taunting the other ones, so even when they're saying, brains, <laughs> like they're just like trying to make fun of them, it's so good. That's actually kind of funny. Nice. Yeah. nice. So speaking of Elvira from uh, earlier this episode, I watched it from uh, last night, I guess season nine, episode four or five from the Goldbergs, um, it's a great pumpkin. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. so she actually guest starred on this oh, uh, episode. Nice. It's weird because I guess George Segal, the uh, grandfather, was in the first uh, eight episodes, passed away last year. Oh. So they're trying to fill this void oh, with the okay. uh, other grandpa, who's like this grumpy version of him, played by Judd Hirsch. So it's him trying to. Uh, Adam's lost all hope in Halloween, so it's like grumpy grandpa trying to like. Come here, let me help you out. And like he's like, I had heard about someone this stole one, my yeah. pumpkin, so they're trying to look for the pumpkin. And uh, Barry, the older brother, is uh, he's getting older, so he's given up his rap career. So in order to like say, yeah, I'm still young and hip, he tries to uh, write a rap for Elvira, and she actually shows it to her, and it's her making fun of him, which I thought was kind of cool. Nice. Elvira is charming as anything. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Everything she is in, you love. So I was only going to give it because it got really melodramatic, as always does. But it's like season nine, so you really mm. stop caring about it. It's been on that it. long? Yeah, it's wow. crazy. And the kids are like, they're supposed to be like 23, 24. You can see age is really uh, mm. hitting them hard. Mm. So I'm still only going to give it 6.5 pumpkins. Wow. I only have one regret. Fan Expo Toronto, Elvira was there. Yeah. I blew all my money to see Spock. Uh-huh. I didn't have enough money to, like, you, obviously, you got to pay to get an autograph Yeah. So. Was it the, uh, the uh, like, uh, Nimoy or was it the uh, new Spock? No, it was Nimoy because yeah. I was getting it for my mom as a birthday yeah. gift because she loves Spock. She actually has Spock tattooed on her leg. Well, he died, so you probably made the right call. You yeah. still have a chance yeah. with Elvira. Yeah, but with Elvira, I remember I, I was like, uh, I was leaving the Just ex- was on the internet. What's that? Don't say it. Don't even joke what? about that. No, Elvira is alive. She's oh. still alive. I just yeah. went on the internet to oh. check. Oh, okay. okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Anyways, that was my one regret. I was going like, I have no money, but there's Elvira. And I just remember going. Oh. I don't want to rub it in your face. Oh no! But I, yeah, I, I met her, got her autograph at oh, the, the Niagara Falls yeah. one, and she, yeah, she's like the coolest fucking person. You cherish it, that memory like, I, again. I met John Carpenter, got his autograph for he, real. He was just, he didn't care. He just wanted take yeah. your money, I'll sign whatever. He's gonna make. She yeah. was like, I was. I had, this is before that. This came on a Blu-ray, and I had a whole conversation. Like, 
why is this not on Blu-ray? Like, I love this movie. I've been waiting, and she was going on and about things and how she had already filmed all this extras, but there's something holding it up and all this stuff. And then, yeah, like, because the, the Blu-ray, it has, like, an hour and a half documentary or something oh, on God. it. She's so I'm cool. making. But, yeah, no, she was the, the coolest, like, one of the, the coolest celebrity I've probably met. Well, once the expo start up again, that's yeah. where I'm going. I'm sure, yeah. like, with a new book, she'll be doing tons of uh, publicity. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Sorry, uh, who's jumping in now? I think you are. You I are. think oh. you are. Jesus uh, Christ, man. <laughs> I, do, I watched the... Only one beer this week. In, in the, <laughs> no, I'm actually doing yeah. pretty good. This is the yeah. first probably time I'm not completely smashed by the end of this. Uh, the Brain from 1988. This is a Canadian horror film. Uh, stars George uh, Booza. Do you guys know who he is? You probably wouldn't recognize... He's a guy, if you saw him, you would recognize him. He's in like every yeah. Canadian... Like, he was like in the Sinbad show... Like he's a Canadian actor. He's always he's in a Christmas horror story. He plays Santa Claus. Um, mm. He was Beast in the X Men cartoon. He did the voice. He's a he's a Canadian actor and yeah. he's done tons of stuff that you'd probably recognize when you see him. He's got the beard. Um, anyways, he's uh, in this. We have David Gale, who uh, was the the evil doctor and Reanimator. He's the mm. evil doctor in this film. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you have the smart but troubled teen uh, goes too. He's always doing all these pranks. He goes too far this time and blows up the toilet and the. And the the school bathroom when the, like the I don't know if he's the dean or the the, the principal the or whatever old dean. is in there. Uh, so he's going to suspend him, but he says like I won't suspend you if you go to this this program uh, with this this self help kind of religious doctor that can help you. Um, it's kind of I, I think it's supposed to be a comment on Scientology. I don't know, yeah. but um, uh, it, what's what's great though is in the scene while he's getting in trouble he, as he leaves, he fucking squirts super glue on the. <laughs> principal or the dean's chair so even when he's gonna get spent anyways yeah you find out that they have this huge uh he so he goes there and they're doing these tests with them and it starts fucking with he starts seeing hallucinations and you find they have this giant brain and they're using it to brainwash people and they have this tv show too and uh and yeah you're getting like this giant brain fucking eating people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, um, how does the brain eat people? Yeah, You'll find out. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, boo, the Booza character is decapitating yeah. people because he's working to make sure that this brain it doesn't get yeah. out what, the, what they're doing. Uh, lots of gooey effects. Awesome. Uh, you're getting cool stuff, yeah, where this brain, it, it almost becomes like an invasion of the body snatcher society type film where like, you know, this because he gets blamed for this murder of this kid and he's on the run, and then this brain is brainwashing everyone that he is responsible and all this stuff. So, like, everyone's... I don't... It was this interesting, kind of cool, weird little Canadian film. I've been hearing about this for a long time. Screen Factory put out, and I've been wanting to see it. Um, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I will say I was a bit tired. I kind of want to watch it again maybe yeah. next year. But I, there's definitely something there. I think, uh, yeah, you guys might get a kick out of it. Um, it was it was one of the more interesting ones this That sounds pretty awesome, actually. Nice, nice. Uh, who's up next? Ken. I'll, I'll do. Uh, so, do you guys watch uh, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix? No, I've heard good things though. I'm curious hey, but, about okay. it. Okay, all right. So, this is going to be do a little bit of cheat because a lot of these uh, uh, they're like uh, short stories, like animations. Mm. They're like 10, 12 minutes. Some of them yeah. are only three minutes. So, I'll just go real quick through these. If you do watch this show, did you guys ever read Heavy Metal magazine? Like oh yeah. The, okay. So imagine taking is that a song. Heavy metal magazine. Heavy metal drummer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine taking like that's the storylines from those cool comics and turn them into animations. And David Fincher's got his hand in there somewhere. Oh. 2019, the two ones you want to watch are Beyond the Aquila Rift, which is about this guy in space. He wakes up, he meets his ex, but maybe there's more to it. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Right, this is right. literally a show. You're not going to spoil it. Another one you want to watch is Shapeshifters. Do you guys know what that might be about? 
Werewolves. Damn right. <laughs> and they're not playing basketball, I'll tell you that. <laughs> this is about these not two... Not interested. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> the, uh, the, these shapeshifters, basically what it boils down to is they're, wor- they're uh, on the American side during the Afghan uh, war with, against the Taliban. And apparently, they're basically used as guides to like, sniff out things because they're werewolves, right? Oh, of course. But there's another werewolf on the other side. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. Is this It's sexy one of the most <laughs> brutal fucking werewolf fights I've ever seen. Ever seen. In terms awesome. of animation. So in terms of animation. Uh, the other one I'll say is season two. The ones you want to watch are All Through the House, which is basically like a... Christmas? Like a, it's a it's Christmas like, It's one. like the uh, Tales from the Crypt Christmas Well, tale? so the season two one, it is a Christmas. It's three minutes long. So you don't have to spend a lot of time. Yeah. You can watch it like on a... You know, while you're on the can. Anyways, it's about two kids. They want to go see Santa Claus, but turns out Santa Claus may not be the jolly old fellow. Mm. That's all I will say. All right. And the other one is The Drowned Giant. And it's about 10 minutes. And all it is is a giant human body washes up on shore. So it's a huge, huge... And it basically, what are the ramifications of this decomposing body on the society? What do we do with it? Blow it up like a whale? or <laughs> Exactly. You get it. Anyways, Love, Death, and Robots. Honestly, you should watch. These uh, things all sound fantastic. fucking cool to me, actually. Yeah, it sounds interesting. It is very fantastic. I, I, like I said, I took animation school. I love it. You should watch it. That, uh, that's me. Adam? Uh, yeah. So I don't know if either of you, I think maybe, Kyle, you've seen this from tw- 2008 Eden Lake. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, not Mike F- Fassbender. Who's the other? Uh, it is Fassbender. 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 Yeah. Uh, and Kelly Riley. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can tell that maybe this might not be totally. It's gone. an amazingly yeah. made film, but I fucking pension... I've never been so angry with a film. Than, yeah, I think this the is end. the most angry I've ever made. A film's it ever made. It leaves you unsatisfied. And uh, I was just and fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which which is the only like the ending does remind me of a. Uh, somewhat of a 70s like yeah. nope <laughs> you're not getting this uh and you know it, it there there's something i really like about this uh, in in terms of like the execution so basically it's this couple they've gone into the woods uh this around this quarry mm-hmm. and uh he's going to propose to her and and fastbender's fucking excellent in this and mm-hmm. so is kelly riley they're they're excellent as lead and then these hoodlums these these hooded ga- like yeah these like what uh, do they go chavs there's chavs. a name for them or something yeah, yeah. English chaps yeah the, chavs uh the these asshole English hoodlums yeah like uh, um working class yeah. English kids are there and they're just awful what do they call the kids from like uh Oliver Twist uh, uh not the urchins urchins. urchins 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 yeah like uh, so yeah. they they interrupt their thing and then uh, quickly like fast. Fastbender kind of escalates things. Um, I, I thought there was kind of a, a dumb scene when he goes into their house, but the mm. stuff in the forest is actually like yeah. incredibly intense. Like, oh, you, yeah, it hit you. Uh, and and th- there's some stuff that even like as it escalates, no one is even before the ending. No one's getting any out of this unscathed, even yeah. if they get out of there. Um, I I. Even for me, like some of the stuff uh, where where the bleak stuff, like sometimes, like, well, this yeah. is bleak. I do find like they overplay the hand of the kids. Like, there isn't like funny games, which made my top hundred, which is trying to like have some sort of 
um, subtext, I feel like this doesn't have any of that. Like, yeah. it's a well-made film, what's going on, but everything is like a blunt object. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm between 7 and 7.5. I might go 7. I, I Like, the more yeah. I've been thinking about it, it's kind of like gone... It is a, it's yeah. an incredibly made film. Like, I would probably give it a 7, but I would say don't watch it, and I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> like, it just pisses me off thinking about that film. Um, it, the guy hasn't... He made The Woman in Black, and he made one other movie, and I think he did a series, but he hasn't done anything since 2018, which seems oh, wow. surprising because yeah. he... Uh, you could tell there's there's talent there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess Woman in Black was kind of a bomb, perhaps. I, no, no, the first I, one was a big success. Oh, yeah. big the success. second one was not. Uh, is that the one with Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a second one of that. Yeah, yeah. I without think Harry Potter. Been, yeah, Lady in Red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lady in Red. <laughs> um, You're pooping on me. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do it like the uh, Monster Jams. What was that one? Like Lady in Red. It must have been love. Must have been love. But it's so. Okay, we're fucking drunk. Let's go. I watched. Uh, Imagine like the, a listener's like into this, and all of a sudden they get serenaded with like red. five like, minutes. It starts with Joanna. Though. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I watched <laughs> from a 1988 Hack O Lantern. <laughs> it's pretty much there is this grandfather who is running a satanic cult. He uh, really likes the uh, eldest of his grandchildren, so he gives him the uh, amulet to take over the uh, cult when he passes. Cue to 10 years later, he, yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but he murders the dad and he's not allowed to see the kids anymore because he's hiding from the cops. Right. There's a Halloween party going in town and the youngest kid's now a sheriff and uh, the grandfather comes back and the uh, other kid's like a metal, metalhead stoner and um, he uh, has to fulfill his destiny to take over this cult and the youngest uh, sheriff brother has to stop this from happening. You've seen this movie before. I still kind of enjoyed it. It takes place on Halloween so that's an extra star. Not that many great kills. I'm giving it six pumpkins. Yeah, the the poster and like the not enough hat title yeah. are better than the movie. Yeah, I ha- yeah, I have it. It's it's okay. Um, you're back in here, Kyle. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I watched uh, part two or not part two, but the second film in the Bloodthirst trilogy called Lake of Dracula from 1971. This Ooh. is again the Japanese Toho. Vampire films. Uh, this one opens up. You have this young girl. She follows, chases her dog, runs off to this old mansion, and she opens it up. And we have a dead woman at the p- uh, a piano, which I think is the dead woman from the last film, and a vampire on the stairs. Uh, and then we cut to 18 years later, and you realize that this is a dream that's been like haunting her. Um, and then th- this coffin shows up at the shipping facility by her house, and Dracula rises from there and bites the man, and he becomes his new servant. And yeah, you pretty much have this woman that gets mixed up into the with this mansion in Dracula. Her sister gets bitten, and uh, her boyfriend's working at the hospital, and he's dealing with a young woman who's also uh, died from bites on the neck, and they all kind of connect. Not quite as interesting as the first film in the series, but again, there's there's still something there. It's like these aren't these aren't films that are gonna be like, well, these are amazing, but you're gonna enjoy them, I think. And there's there's some cool stuff in there. Um, I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. Again, I, I still find it interesting seeing their, you know, Japan's take on the, the vampire and what they do with mm. it. So, mm. you got anything else, Ken? Yeah, I actually got I got uh, two more, but I'll I'll do this one real quick. Did you guys ever watch uh, Samurai Jack? Yeah. Okay, so they do a haunted episode. It's called ha- uh, the Haunted House. Or sorry, Jack in the Haunted House. Didn't call it Samurai Jack and Lantern because I feel that's a wasted opportunity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. 
2003, episode 35, basically it boils down to Jack stumbles upon a haunted house. He has to save this uh, uh, little girl whose family has been overtaken by a demon. The animation style is amazing. Like, if you enjoy animation, you should check this out. Yeah, it's incredible. So it's a very stylistic show to begin with. But when he fights the demon, it just goes to pure black and white. Very frenetic, dynamic animation. A lot of, like, flashing stuff. It is, to this day, I'm like, I, I love this, 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 this show. Mm-hmm. Hey, anyway, check that one. That's basically all I gotta say. Awesome. I would say, do I do, I do pumpkins on TV shows? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I would give that. Uh, it's gonna be above bore. I give it seven point <laughs> five pumpkins. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I then watched which Maddie watched last week from twenty uh, twenty one. Willie's Wonderland. Oh yeah, what'd you think? So this is uh, Nick Cage. He's put in a room where he he's fights got fights like Chuck E. Cheese and Chuck E. Cheese's yeah. bandmates. Essentially, is what's Chuck E. Cheese are these uh, uh, possessed serial killers that are now in the bodies of mm-hmm. all the Chuck E. Cheese characters. Yeah, underwhelming. Yeah, uh, the concept's better than the actual product. Like. Yeah. Execution. I actually watched 20 minutes and fell asleep. So. Yeah. Uh, it's because Nicholas Cage isn't talking. He doesn't talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> give exactly. him some lines. Give him some place but to kick. Here's the thing. Why did he take this? Probably because they're like, and you won't talk. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds and interesting. I do love the like rhythm of how he has yeah. to take breaks. That seems so weird. They don't explain it whatsoever. He's not drinking beers. I actually read the cans. He's drinking pop. Pop. Which is like, huh. Punch pop. That seems so odd, doesn't it? Uh, the whole, th- like, what yeah. is in that pop? Nothing is explained yeah. too well. They should, like, the, the teenagers suck f- yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um, I, I still like a lot of this, though. Like, him just fucking around and putting a plunger in a gorilla's face. F- yeah. Like, uh, it should be better than it is. It should be way better. Maybe I should watch this. I'm yeah. going a little bit higher than you. I'm going six pumpkins. Oh, okay. What did you give it? Last I think week? a five point five. Oh, that's okay. I uh, to be honest though, it, it's like I'm going to probably still watch. Workshop this, this, and you've got some fucking mm-hmm. gold. So is, is is this whole deal like he just takes whatever's given to him and makes the best he can with it? I, I I watched Pig and he was great in it. Yeah. Well, Pig is supposed to be. Well, yeah. he's got the other one, the Ghost in Prison Land or something. Yeah, I, I thought about going to see that, but that's I, supposed to be interesting too. Yeah. I, supposedly he just like it's actually interesting roles. Mm. Like this probably for him. I think my 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 uh, suspicion is just he wanted to learn how to clean. He never <laughs> had to do any of his own cleaning in this movie. He's got to clean that whole place. Like, you see him clean. He's like proper there's, cleaning. Oh, wow. Because yeah. there's like um, um, time, watch time lapse. Yeah. Cleaning. There's time lapse nice. of him cleaning this thing. It's like, he actually fucking cleaned yeah. all this. That seems weird, right? Yeah. Wow. Cool. <laughs> I. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I can live up to Nicolas Cage cleaning. They call him but, uh, uh, Spickless Cage, <laughs> as I, in spick and span. <laughs> I watched uh, one more film down the night, uh, Pandemonium from 1982. Uh, I didn't realize actually when I put him, but this is like Wacko. It's a horror parody. This time we have a Canadian Mountie, his horse who has like a circle, like the dude from Rugrats. <laughs> And his partner, played by Paul Rubens, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Uh-huh. Oh. And Paul, he's good, pretty good in this. Yeah. Uh, they're out to catch a serial ca- killer who has a taste for dead cheerleaders. Right away, you kind of know what you're going into because there's these cheerleaders, and they just finish up the, the game, and then they pick up these plastic vegetables, and they're like, ah, oh, that plastic vegetable sequence thing really worked well. And they're all walking in this line, 
and the serial killer pops open the javelin uh, where the javelins are kept, yep. throws it, and it goes through all the girls <laughs> and the, the plastic like vegetables <laughs> like a shish kebab. So you know what you're getting into. Um, Carol Kane's in there. She's kind of doing mm. a carry knockoff. Uh, Judge Reinhold's in there as a male cheerleader. Wow. Uh, Phil yeah. Hartman does a cameo in it's there. It's like a star study. Um, it's like wacko. Not all the jokes land. I think mm. this one was maybe overall a little bit funnier, though. Like I, I think a lot more worked in this. Um, there's a random scene where a woman's like, bathing in milk and eating chocolate chip <laughs> cookies. Uh, you got a weird scene with a girl who just keeps on loading up toothpaste, and I don't get what they're going with that because I wasn't... There's a random scene where Judge Reinhold gets shot out, and he goes by a plane, and then you cut inside, and it's a plane, I guess, going to Japan or something, and Godzilla is a stewardess on the plane, <laughs> wow. and someone says, like, ah, oh, this needs warmed up, and he torches the person. Uh, fire breath. Um, <laughs> A great scene with in this castle. I think it's called the Castle Pies Restaurant, which I found really funny. And it's like these two uh, attractive twin girls run this restaurant, but they're just kind of pricks to everyone. And I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I had fun with it. it. Wasn't it's like all these films, these '80s kind of parody. It's like it's you know some of it works, some of it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go maybe. I, I don't know where to go with this one. I'm between six, six and a half. Could even be a seven. I, I don't know. I it's I need to the watch it one. again. Um, again, another one that, like, by the end of the night, I was tired, so I was rewinding yeah. that same scene. Yeah, a movie over like this, you can't be tired to watch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, and and I'm not a person like I don't count yeah. it if yeah. I'm, I'm falling asleep or I don't. I mm-hmm. I will rewind and watch that scene fucking 10, 15 times if it takes mm-hmm. me till I finally get through it. But it's like, but this one was like the last couple of days I've been going on three hours of sleep. I was like dead, and I'm like just and so it's hard to say. You know, I mean, maybe I would have enjoyed it in better circumstances. Uh, let me ask you guys a question: Are you enjoying watching these movies anymore, or is this kind of like, oh my no, god? No, I am. But the, this, and I'm fine. I think honestly, you, like my, last night was getting yeah. was like my that, weekend though. away, or was a good like r- reset, yeah. reset a yeah. little yeah. bit. Uh, I, I haven't had that. I'm gonna yeah. comment as a fan. I actually enjoy the sacrifice you guys make <laughs> personal lives. You're hey. really, you're you, honestly. You ever watch Roger Ebert's documentary when he was about to pass? Life, yeah. He his life is about watching movies and then telling mm. people about the movies, and he watched a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> and in some ways, maybe that's not a good use of his time. But us as people going, I'm I going, don't need Thank to see you. this. <laughs> Honestly, you guys watch movies that I go like, I will never watch that. But here's the deal: I might now because yeah. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, you guys remember House? Yeah. So not not the Japanese like one. The, uh, the other like one the, with, uh, two with, second with story. the the ju- the guy from uh, Night Court. What his yeah. name is? Oh, the tall guy, the bald guy. Yeah, bald. Bull. So I would never have even known that movie existed if it wasn't for one of your Shocktober's a year uh, ago. That makes sense. So once again, on behalf of the fans, <laughs> thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> and, 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 and another one, guys. another one of my uh, like. Uh, my friends who I was out at your bar mosaic the other yeah. the other night having yeah. a drink with, and uh, uh, I think he's been looking back at some of the stuff, and uh, he just gave House one star on <laughs> one star. Oh. It's not that bad. I don't love House, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not it's that bad. Odd, I think I gave it movie. three. So yeah. I, I'm on Letterbox as well. I yeah. think I gave that yeah, three I out th- of five. I'd say three is a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is that it? No, yeah. I have one more. Oh, That's yeah, it. I got, can I, I got one more. I don't want to end okay. it. Okay. Right, no, no, I, I, I got one more. You okay, go ahead. Let, let, so you end it because you guys are the guys. Yeah. I The other, the last movie I watched was uh, actually it's a Netflix thing, and it's time back to my wrestling thing because I've been watching a lot of wrestling this month. 
It's called Escape the Undertaker. Yes, I was when you mentioned wrestling before. <laughs> I was like, tell me you watch me because it looks so bad, but I'm curious because okay, so I, I, I grew what, up loving what, what the Undertaker. This? All right, so you know, like, remember when Black uh, Black Mirror did the Bandersnatch, like, choose yeah. your own adventure storyline. So during the show, you can choose different storylines. Yeah. So this is the same. It's about thirty minutes. These this new group. It's a it's a three tag three tag team group called New Day. They have to get the urn of Undertaker. That sounds amazing. Because it has the power or of something, course. right? <laughs> That's how uh, Paul Bear resurrected him exactly. countless times. Exactly. So they sneak into Undertaker's mansion, and they have to choose different storylines <laughs> as to somehow get the urn. It looks so... Like, the trailer here's looks the so bad. It, I here's the thing. how bad it, it looks. It is bad. It is bad. But it's, here's it's, the deal. It's like a video game it that is. you're watching. Yeah. But That's reminding me of... The, you know those old Sega CD games that yeah. like they did, like... Uh, I can't even think of them, but yeah, yeah you would. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So here's me. the thing: it, it is sounds like bad. nightmare to me. Or, it, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. It is bad, but here's the thing: it's not for us. Yeah, it is for like for kids. Yeah, it's for like fourteen to would like eight year olds. Said, would they know who Undertaker is? Is he still? Well, here's the thing: so in the world of wrestling, Undertaker has been able to maintain the same. You know, like undead gimmick for thirty or more years. <laughs> That's now. Insane. is he still wrestling? Yeah. I thought he retired. There's no, he can still be he, wrestling. He, he is a wrestler. So as you age out of wrestling, what ends up happening is you become you rely more on your gimmick. So he'll show up and maybe do a choke slam and he's done, or maybe he's in a tag <laughs> team match. Yeah, I don't want to like turn movie city manics into uh, no, no, no like, wrestling. <laughs> uh, I, 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 anyways. If you like the idea of like some sort of like mild PG horror films, choose your own adventure. Go for it. Pumpkin-wise, the storyline I chose, I ended up choosing positivity, and I got the urn. <laughs> so, uh, a little uh, <laughs> a cheat code right there. I'll give Go him like six love. pumpkins. Six pumpkins. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maddie? I watched a Death by Temptation that you oh, talked nice. about the other week. Yeah, I've got this on my list. I might try to do this mm-hmm. this weekend. I actually, I kind of dug this movie. The guy who uh, played uh, Flippy from uh, It's a Different World. Yeah. Charming as hell. The dude who plays a country bumpkin plays that country bumpkin so well. I reckon this to almost like of Mice and Men week. I almost feel bad for that dude. Just like we feel bad for Lenny. Like, mm. did you notice this? The dude who played it. Like, I don't know if he's a really good actor or that's his actual character. Well, that that's James Bond. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Dude, he's a great actor. Like, he played it really well. He actually had like a sympathy yeah, behind him. Yeah, there's something like, about like, I don't want to hype this film and say yeah. it's great and the acting's great, but there's something about it that like, yeah. just like, you're you it just you're, you're hypnotized you, or something. It's you weird. You like the camaraderie between these two characters. You like the uh, time piece of like 1992. But even like I even guess? the succubus, like her her different um, mm-hmm. interactions with the various people at the bar are funny and great. Yeah, that she picks up and takes him home, and then you get some. They get this there, one like, dude who's clearly married trying to uh, pick up a uh, broad, and she's like calling him on it completely. Like, yeah, you're married. Your name's Howard. Like, how do you know that girl? And he's like. No, it's like, it doesn't matter, Howard. Come with me. He's like, all right. Yeah, he pays the bottle of Dom Cherry Yon. Like, give me my change. No, wait, wait. Keep the change. No, no, give, give me my change. Yeah. Like, I love too when she's yeah. he's ordering the the, the wine mm. bottle or something, and she she's like trying to get through some expensive yeah. one, and he's like, no, no, not that. No, no. Like, how about yeah. this? And like, he's trying to get like a, he's trying to cheap it down. Yeah, he's trying to get her, but with yeah. the cheap. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, it was, it was a fun movie. movie. I'm going to give it a seven pumpkins. Like, it's mm-hmm. worth the check out. It's worth well, the squeeze. It, it, is that around what you gave it, Kyle? I think I'm I maybe seven, seven point five. five I might yeah. have been seven point five. There, yeah. There again. I, yeah. Everyone watch it and just let me know what you think. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. So uh, I finish it off, and I'll finish off the night. Grim, 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 Grim. 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 The, Grim. La- <laughs> the last Grim of the season. Oh, 
season oh, wow. season three, episode twenty-two, the finale, Blonde Ambition. This is uh, the the wedding of Monroe and Rose Lee, which you know we haven't really gone into the show, so nobody knows yeah. what that means. Yeah. Um, it, it's a it's a really solid episode. I'm going to give it eight pumpkins. Did you cry? And a solid. Do you season. cry at weddings during sitcoms? The wedding doesn't go as planned. Oh, I said that. Uh, uh, and I don't. Did she end up going parachuting in cotton a tree like Full House? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I remember that. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, a, a really great season. Like it, I probably still give the season a, as a whole. It's maybe like seven point five. Like that. That's the show. Yeah. This isn't fucking. Yeah, you know the wire. Like uh, uh, I went from watching the wire yeah. to Grimm. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, not the same yeah. thing. No. Deadwood it is not. No, Deadwood it is not. But Anyways, it is very If you want to make fun of Grim, are we done? No, we got to do our points, man. Oh, sorry. Sorry. All right. I thought we were done. <laughs> we got to do the points. <laughs> all right. Hey, hey, yeah, all right. Calm down. A little eager hey, beaver over there. Put, 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 down, put down that baseball bat, guys. Um, to watch what do you, life, what do you got, Adam? This I did, is, oh. I did 16 this week. Ooh. And then, so what's your total? 78.5. Oh shit, Maddie, what do you got? I did a thirteen point five, which I think brings me up. You said I had a twenty eight point five, so that brings me up to twenty nine. I think forty two. I don't know if that's right or not. I got to. Sorry, how many did you do today? A thirteen point five this week. Thirteen point five. So you're at thirty one forty two. Yeah. Kyle, you're in the lead. I know. I did nineteen point seven five this week. That's not that that's, much, though. Yeah, that isn't that's that much. I only have an eighty one point five, so I have a three point three point lead. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> which no. I said. Yeah, I said off. If you off had more Mike, than three points, I was were, I was going to give up. He's, so now you're in. both in the running. I think I think this is going to be well, yours because again, you're a weekend guy, and yeah. our last three out of the oh, three days, two from a weekend. But you're tight. a Halloween guy. No, not on weekends. I, I can't watch yeah. horror films during the it's weekend. That's, I got the kids. Game. This is like a poker's game now. Yeah. I also have, I'm going to say, I mentioned earlier, I don't have my costume for this Saturday night thing, so I'm going to be spending most of Saturday and trying to get that. And we're all going to be at the fo- fucking Mosaic yeah. Yeah. Trivia. So I'm hosting yeah. trivia, and honestly, I just hope you guys have a good time. That's all. Oh, we're excited. I'm <laughs> yeah, excited about it, getting yeah. out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little, it looked like last year, so last year it was over. What do you Kyle, mean? Uh, we did this episode and it was like Kyle. Oh, you, oh, because yeah. we did it on. It was a Saturday. It was right? a proper Halloween. Well, wasn't it? We, yeah, no, it was no, pro- it was Friday before Halloween. It was yeah, the, I was going to say because you're right. You have one more day of movie watching. Yeah. But, but uh, we already knew we we taped this episode. He was so far in in the lead. I think he had uh, six or seven yeah. on yeah, me. Yeah, I, there's yeah, no yeah. way I could. And the year previous, I was up that much. So oh. there was there was almost no way. But the race is still yeah. tight. You know this what? is this is yeah this is you true. got a big advantage you do I will three say it's three Again, movies I'll and say a TV show. it's not that bad I don't as much as I want to win and I'd really hope I win and I'll be angry if I don't win I, I I'm kind of okay too though because again I, I've said. If it got to a point where I'm winning every year, it's not fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a, oh, look at this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's He's the thing. I, as a fan you, again, I see, the, I see the trophy tonight. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Honestly, I would kill someone for it. <laughs> well, see, like, if, I, if I win again this year, though, I think next year I'm not. But if Adam wins this year, next year I'm fucking really going into it. You know what I mean? There's yeah, and be, I can just take a break knowing that yeah. I, there's no chance. When I have to, like, <laughs> you guys have to go hard to, every year, man. Every year. Well, anyways, well, we will. We will. Yeah. Um, no if, you, if you want to, uh, yeah, if you want to share who you think is going to take it, um, you can get a hold of us. Uh, go on Facebook at Movie City Maniacs. We have a like page and a group page. 
Uh, you can email us at uh, moviesandmaniacs at gmail.com. And uh, come on Instagram. We're, we're lots of things going on at yeah, Movies Maniacs. Yeah, things are happening. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, Ken, for joining us. I think we, we all me, had folks. a blast mm-hmm. today. Yeah, yeah thank you, Ken. Uh, had a good time. Thank you. Thank it's you. a fun episode. We will see you in two days. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back with one more finale to see who is crowned who is. the king or queen whatever you want, of Halloween. <laughs> Stay scared, guys. Sassoon. What? You mean that's all we can't see the invisible man?